This video contains gratuitous use of profanity and uncomfortable pauses to compensate for lack of professionalism and original thought. Viewer discretion advised. Oh shit! Mud shark. Yeah, mud shark. You're barely even a fucking a fish. Everyone doing fine, I hope. Welcome into the show. Happy Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday. How's everyone feeling? How's everyone doing on today's show? I'm not doing so great. I feel like a, I feel like shit to be quite honest with you. I felt like I, I need a new lung. I possibly need a new liver. It's insane. We're gonna get into it all. The Brigada trip. 
the comedy show, the Zoomox special. We're going to get into it. I'm very excited uh, for today's programming notes here. Uh, yeah, so we did travel. Sorry, this is like kind of a, a fucked image, but we did travel to their Bergada yesterday. Give it up for the Bergada. MGM Grand. What a fucking, uh, what a fucking night. I've still yet to kind of even recall, like, the events. It was such a long night. Uh, but we were there, boots on the ground, uh, eyes on the fight, by the way, uh, this whole fight with Brennan and Levy, a lot of shit's been, uh, going on, we're gonna break it down, we're gonna give you our thoughts on today's show, hopefully everyone's having a great weekend, getting ready for the game, today we'll be talking a little, uh, football, so if you're not a big sports talker, now would be the time to see yourself out. Uh, A lot of craziness. Almost died on the way to the Brigada yesterday for people who were watching. Members only. Shout out to the the stub toe, by the way. Who knows to win by two radio? Thank you, Aaron. Um, Yeah, shout out to the stub toe. We did a members IRL stream yesterday on our way to the Brigada and uh, almost lost my life. Almost lost my life. It was pretty remarkable shit. Uh, But we'll be getting into it all. I'm very excited. How's everyone doing today in the chat room close call king melton says citizen m i i didn't even get to i didn't get a chance to meet melton man he was uh, up in his room podcasting as everyone was downstairs all the action was downstairs and melton was up podcasting with a puppet seems cool to me man seems like a king bro he ain't my king citizen m he ain't my king garth brooks says uh mute and blind mike is live Oh boy, what will his 11 viewers do? Orca King said Shades got. Yeah, so it was an adventurous night. I, sorry, I'm still half asleep here. I'm trying to uh, wake myself up. Drink some coffee. Mm. Yeah, I feel pretty shitty, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I feel like I smoke like a carton of cigarettes, back to back to back, a carton of Newports, back to back to back to back to back to back. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, drank a, a little bit too much. Drank more than what I wanted to drink yesterday. And um, as I was watching this comedy show, but luckily I did. Luckily, uh, luckily I did drink. Luckily I did smoke because it made the night more tolerable. Uh, if I had to kind of sum it up in a sentence, I see Jeff Closer coming in for four ninety nine. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, what's he saying? Was the Ray? Uh, was that Ray's Honda Civic in the car accident? I mean, <laughs> some people would probably actually cross their fingers and, you know, hope that it was Ray. Unfortunately, I don't think, I mean, maybe it was. Let's just say it was. I thought it was squashed. I thought it was squashed. I thought your back bumper was squashed. Fucking Ray. Yeah, so I didn't get to meet Ray. I didn't get uh, I didn't get a chance to meet Melton. Like I said, Melton was up uh, podcasting into his in his room i saw all the uh the big fight between kevin brennan you fucking hack and bob levy listen to me i i don't know man i don't know um i mean it's it's just funny well i'll just kind of leave it that i have a, a an alternate angle that no one has thank you for that jeff by the way i do have an alternate angle so i just want to set this up 
uh, a little bit before we get into today's show here. So the comedy show I went into, uh, and I wanted to, I, I wanted to have a I didn't want to be fucking kicked out again, right? Well, I already went through this uh, experience with Shuli. And I was like, you know, I drove all this way to be kicked out. Everyone knows I'm fucking there. Everyone sees me. Everyone's talking to me. So uh, if I mean, if I go to my phone, I'd probably, I don't know, I'd probably be asked to leave. So I'd rather just have the firsthand account of the comedy event, which we're going to be talking about uh, in a little bit. I, I mean, I'll say this. For the comedy event, being at Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, which is, you know, if, you, if you're watching the IRL stream yesterday, you saw the place, and it's, you know, practically in the middle of the hood. Um, You know, a Saturday night on Super Bowl weekend. I mean, it wasn't all that bad as far as turnout goes. There was actually a decent amount of people there for Chad and, and Gino and Keanu and Stuttering John made an appearance. Skull, uh, he was saying. Ooh. I mean, it's pretty wide. It's pretty trippy to, uh, you know, I was in the same skull vicinity as Stuttering John. Pretty bizarre shit. So yeah, um, the turnout wasn't all that bad. I probably, I mean, there was definitely a, a thousand percent more people at this Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall than there was at TIFF's, the Dojo of Comedy, at the Shuli event. The Shuli event, there was probably like 25, 30 people, 35 max. Last night, I'd probably venture to guess, I mean, if I'm just doing a quick guesstimate here, I'd probably say there was maybe 75, possibly, on the high side, 75, 80. Uh, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't Richard Pryor funny. It wasn't, you know what I mean, George Carlin funny. It wasn't Patrice O'Neill Chad, Gino, and and Keanu. Uh, it was interesting. I think is the best adjective I could use to describe last night. Interesting, very interesting. Uh, the way everything kind of shaped up last night and kind of took part, and uh, it was very interesting. And and being you know watching it and every like I said, everyone know uh, they knew I was there. They knew I had a target, uh, you know, on my back. So again, I didn't really want to film. Uh, last night, because I'd rather, I, I knew there was probably someone else going to be filming the event, so instead of me getting kicked out and having no report, I figure, let me have a first-hand account of what happens, and we could break it down on the show here today, which is what we're going to do. So, uh, we have that, We, ha I mean, we have so much, I mean, Stuttering John versus Melton, that took place, I mean, just not even 48 hours ago, and I feel like it's already been covered to death, but we're going to watch it back and give you our thoughts, because mainly the, the people who cover or who, who have covered the Stuttering John versus Melton uh, scrum, I guess you could call it, has been pretty Team Melton all the way. And we're going to give you our thoughts on why we think uh, Stuttering John was actually the victor. All these guys want to pile on John, and it's like, I, I mean, I, I don't see it. I, I met this motherfucker, and uh, he seems like a winner to me. He seems like a winner to me. Uh, always, I mean, just on the right side of it, you know what I mean? So we're going to break this uh, little clip down that uh, came out, I think, on Friday. I had retweeted it. Uh, Melt, Like I said, so out of the people, uh, well, I I'll save it. I'll actually save it. 
Uh, we have, we have a bunch of stuff to get into. Hopefully, I want to I want to do most of this AC stuff at the top of the show here, just to kind of get it out of the way because I know what, that's what most people are here for. Um, I, so I want to do this AC stuff at the top, and then I want to I, I kind of want to shift gears and do some other uh, other show stuff, other shows that I have planned for today. Um, there's a list. There's a whole list. Cult of Us and this Adam Nutter guy. I I'm very excited to get into. We've covered him before. But I want to uh, resurface uh, this Adam Nutter guy and start making fun of him. I heard he hates me, so I keep want to want to poke at that thread, pull at that thread, as I uh, as it were. Let me see. Let's catch up with the chat. Sorry, don't mind me. I'm still fucking half asleep here, so if I seem all scattered, brain. John was lovely, says Keanu. Well, don't tell him that, Keanu, because then they're gonna, you know what I mean. You gotta keep up the whole facade. Uh, no, so yeah, I. I we, we met Keanu, well, we, I always say we here, but I met Keanu, met Gino, met Chad, met, who else did I meet? Stuttering John, bought Stuttering John a fucking Coors Light. That was pretty fascinating. <laughs> He's a, I'm like, what are you drinking? He goes, I, I mean, I should have just guessed, I should have just got him the Coors, but it was funny. I got him the Coors Light um, for nothing in return. Uh, I think someone wanted me to... I, like, I was getting introduced to Stuttering John, right? And they're like, do you want to take a picture with John? I'm I'm good. You know, I don't need, you know, pictures with other men. It's already bad enough that I'm at this event, you know? Now you're going to take a picture of me? It's fucking bizarre, man. Oh. So welcome, man. Uh, happy Super Bowl Sunday. It's a holiday for most people. Um, uh, I mean, I don't really give a shit at the end of the day who wins. I hope both teams lose, to be quite honest with you. But um, it'll be interesting nonetheless. The Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. Big Sexy, uh, McCorky, AJ Benza, a big e-girl that will be wild. Jay says, sorry, I had to go through that uh, with Keanu. Yeah, I mean, it was, we'll get into it. Did you meet Ray? Yikes. No, no Ray. So Ray, I think, is showing up today. And because uh, they're doing a whole weekend down at the Brigada and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm good for three hours. I'll make a couple dollars, which I sat down at some slot machines. All the, I mean, the tables were pretty fucking jammed yesterday. So I sat down some slots, made some cash, got in, got out, did what I had to do, got some footage, did what I had to do as a uh, reporter here and, and kept it fucking moving. That's what we do around here back in time for the fucking show. Uh, I wasn't going to get a room and, and bring my laptop and, and do podcasting from Brigada. I mean, how cringe and gay. It's like you're with all these people and you, I mean, I could see if you want to do a podcast, like, hey, Sunday, you know, afternoon before the Super Bowl, let's all get together and we'll do a show. These guys are doing show after show after show after show after show. It's bizarre. Again, it's like, you know, you're in Atlantic City. You can get nuts and your idea of nuts is... And we'll just podcast. Uh, it, it, anyway, uh, we met Tony Mazer, by the way. Uh, Tony Mazer, I will say, uh, is probably as boring in person as he is on screen. And uh, an undercover fat as well. I know I've used this term before. Undercover fat. People like Mike Morse. Uh, even people like Ray DeVito. Even people like Ray DeVito uh, is a little undercover fat. Uh, Tony Mazer, in fact, it is a fact, by the way, is an undercover fact. That's a fucking fact. Met Chad, by the way, which was interesting. 
which, it, I mean, are you going to unblock me now, Chad? I went out and supported your event. You're going to block me? You're going to keep me on the, on the block list? That's fucked up, Chad. It's fucked up. I, so I want to save some of what we got here. We'll talk about the uh, the comedy show and everything, like how the uh, how the acts did. So there was as Ch I mean, Chad was trying to drum this whole this whole thing up uh, before the event took place. If you guys saw on Twitter, let's go to it now. Um, sorry, all my shit's all scattered. Don't mind that. Don't mind that. Uh, where's it at? So Chad was trying to do his best here to drum up some sort of controversy for this show uh you know yeah here we go here it is right here you know this was uh two days ago february 9th long story incoming stay tuned sorry in advance and i like i don't know why he would do this like the day before his comedy show um it, it's like you know if people were on the fence about going to the event and you put this out, they'd be like, ah, well, whatever. This is, you know, too much of a hassle, too much of a headache. We're just going to not go. Uh, but, and it turns out the whole time, Chad, Chad was there. Chad was there the uh, you know, entire time. He had no plans on not going. So I, I, just, I just found that to be odd. Like a lot of things that led up to last night. And then obviously, you know, obviously the, the event. So I, I want to break that down, how the acts were. So we had Chad, uh, and Chad's, uh, another tweet Chad had made was that he was going to have this big special guest. Now, again, the acts were, uh, Keanu was, I guess, the host of this show. Mazer was the first comic to go. And for a guy who's been in comedy for 10 years, I'm no comic, right? Uh, I don't ever want to be a comic i don't aspire to be a professional comedian never proclaim to be the funniest person ever you know what i mean i i to me i think comedy is a little gay to be quite honest with you you know you try to get other people to just you know laugh uh, it's just like that's your that's your job you go up on stage just to to try to get some laughs and i don't know it's just weird shit and then what won't you do you know what I mean? Because then, you know, like people like Chad, like they do, like like they like to do stunts, and it's like where where does it stop becoming comedy and start becoming jackass level material? I mean, I guess that's comedy too. But so Tony Mazer did ten uh, about ten fifteen minutes. But like I said, as a, as a ten year comic, as he professes to be a ten year comic in the game, I didn't. I mean, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So if you want to fucking stone me to death, that's fine. But. Uh, I just don't think the guy's that funny, man. I'll, I'll say he's a better, he is better at, I mean, this should tell you everything. He's better at comedy than he is podcasting. That's a fact. He shouldn't be podcasting. I mean, if if one thing we can probably all agree on is, is Tony should not be podcasting. If he wants to do comedy and try, it's like, stick to one thing, Tony. Stick to one thing. So he does 15 minutes. Kiana comes back up. She introduces I believe Chad next. Chad was the middle. Chad did about 30 minutes, I want to say. His set is somewhere on, uh, up here. I mean, we could watch a little bit of it now. I didn't get any, uh, any footage of this. Counted the whole time last night. She keeps asking, where's the, where's the camera? Where's the recording device? I'm like, I, I, like, do you want me to record? I mean, I will record. And that's something that struck me. Like, as Gino was doing his set, I was like, I probably could have just recorded this entire thing. And they would not have given a fuck. But again, I wanted to at least have the experience so I was able to tell the tale 
that was last night. But yeah, chat set is out there. I forget whose YouTube channel it's even on. But um, let's see what the chat's thinking. Leo, yes, uh, his his facial expressions. Uh, Peter Sky Parker says, "Honk, I'm going to be hitting the gym hard now." How was Keanu? Uh, she Keanu says, "I was teasing." Right, right, right. Yeah, it was the whole. Where's your cat? It was in your chain. Yeah, that's all she kept saying last night. It's in your chain. She's like looking at my hat, making sure there's no cameras. I have fucking stashed away in my hat i'm like like, i don't have cameras you you know what i mean you'll know if i if i want to film you'll know i'm not going to be like trying to talk to people i'm going to be doing my own thing in a corner with a hoodie on and blackface you know so you won't even know it's me um but no i mean so yeah i mean kiana wasn't uh she wasn't terrible um you know, it was just interesting. It was just interesting uh, and pretty surreal in a lot of ways, right? Especially when you're fucking blitzed trying to process uh, this entire thing. But this whole comedy show, I, I mean, I think probably even Chad and I think probably Keanu could, could agree. Like, you know, it wasn't a complete and utter bomb fest, but it was right on the cusp of a complete and utter disaster. I think that was the, the, the point of it. So, I don't know. It, it was it was interesting, to say the least. Um, Jeff says, to be fair, Ray really does suck. Well, that's one thing. I mean, everybody in, no matter who you talked to last night, no matter who approached me or I, you know, heard a, a side conversation from across the room, it was always, Ray's just a fucking, he's an idiot. He stinks. You know, what's wrong with Ray? Like, everyone's trying to figure, it, it's really bizarre, man. It really is strange how someone like Ray DeVito has in, infected us, infected our brains. And, and you turn on a, a Ray DeVito, anything that Ray DeVito does, and it's just like, this is the guy. This is the fucking guy. But one thing is for certain, everybody, I think, just shits on Ray. Everybody just shits on Ray. So he'll be going to AC today. I'm not going back there to that fucking cesspool. I mean, that's why I don't really enjoy going to casinos all that much. I'd rather just stay home and fucking gamble on FanDuel. It's it's just all degenerates. You know what I mean? Everyone's trying to, you know, one-up the next person. Everyone's trying to, you know, run game. It's just, you know, I I don't have time for that. I do not have time for that. Uh, This hack versus wild... Uh, LOL taping sets getting kicked out of the Brigada security. I mean, it's it's nuts. So a big part of this, going into it, I'm like, you know, maybe this whole thing is just these guys really do hate each other, right? There's a lot of shit talking back and forth. But then a part of me is like, is this entire thing a work? Because watching this Bob Levy, Kevin Brennan altercation yesterday. Now, people who were there, you might disagree. You, you might have another take on the uh, entire thing. But it just seems completely, like, drummed up at times. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. It, look, if you want to go punch someone in the face, like, if you really wanted to fuck someone up, you would just go fuck someone up. You wouldn't, you know what I mean? You wouldn't make sure there's any, like, you would just do it. There wouldn't be, oh, he's holding me back or security's there. If you want to fuck somebody up, you're going to fuck somebody up. So that's what leads me to believe it's like, well, is this entire thing just 
drummed up. And if that's the case, I mean, it's so dumb. And I really hope that's not the case. I really hope that's not, I mean, we ju we're just existing in one giant work and everyone's just trying to work the next person. And, you know, cause that's, it's just, it's, I mean, it's just gay, you know, it's really dumb to try to work people and work an entire, it's like, for what? So when you have more viewers on your, you know, uh, YouTube live stream, it's, I don't know, it's pretty, it, it's pretty remarkable shit. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff. Uh, so I, again, my bad. I am very um, all over the place this morning. It was funny, but uh, the fact they're going to talk about it for three weeks now is going to suck. Well, that's another thing, Dr. Chow, the Mega G. That's another thing. It's This is going to be the next month's worth of content is Atlantic City, is the fights that took place. Patrick Mountain's Hunchbacks, which, again, I didn't see him in person. I've only seen pictures of this motherfucker. Uh, and most of you probably have uh, saw this picture by now. We got to find it. It's, I mean, it's quite hilarious. I'll just go to my Twitter. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be breaking down a lot of shit today. Yeah, here we go. Right here. Oh, yeah. The behemoth, they call him. So, I mean, it it, it, it appears to be that you know, uh, Patrick Mountain does have, I mean, multiple hunchbacks. And this was a bet uh, Kevin Brandon had threw out there. He said, you know, bet me Patrick doesn't have a hunchback. And, I mean, it appears to be. Again, I didn't meet Melton. Didn't meet. It was Melton. And there was one other person. Oh, Ray, obviously. Ray's coming today. Uh, so it was like, you know, come down, motherfucker. You know, come down to your room and... uh I mean, I don't know. Stop being weird and, and podcasting in the fucking corner. But anyway, we have a lot to do. So um, welcome in to uh, today. Who do you guys got for the Super Bowl? Niners, Chiefs. And I want to pose a question to the chat before we get started here. Start a poll. Is this all a work? Simple. I want to gauge the audience, see how you guys are feeling. Is this entire thing a work? Is this whole hack verse, dabble verse? Is this all fucking giant? Just everyone's trying to get a, a, you know over on one another, or is it legit? Do you guys honestly think it's legit? Mm. Let's go to this screen. All right, so I want to let's start off with some stuff here. I want to play a song. So I was watching a Dr. Chow stream, which, by the way, this is fascinating. I think this it's going to deserve uh, its own separate, um, like, show or, like, branch off show or, like, segment. I, I don't know. But Dr. Chow, I think, uncovered something pretty special, and that's the world of emo rappers. And we have this uh, emo rapper that uh, was on Chow, the Mere Musk program, one of, uh, you know, an award-winning program of 2023. Uh, this guy, Willie Willie. Um, I don't really know all that much about him. All I know is he's an emo rapper and he's trying to make it to the top like little peep. And, you know, he he's a Maryland guy. He really believes in what he's doing. So he has a whole bunch of songs. Go check him out for yourself. Willie, Willie, Willie is actually his name. Dr. Chow had him on, which, by the way, me and Dr. Chow were going to be doing a special live stream, uh, stream snipes separate from this show. 
Uh, every time Ray DeVito goes live on his own channel, the Rock Bottom Podcast, me and Chad will be there sniping. It's called Tard Hunting. So that would be coming. I mean, Ray, since we set it up, Ray has not gone live. So as soon as Ray does go live from Rock Bottom, me and Chad will be there. All right, so this is Willie Willie. Uh, let's play a song to start off the show. Uh, it's called It's Real featuring Reek For Real. Now, this guy's amazing. Mark my words. You guys are going to love this tune. And then we're going to get into what we got for today. Let's do it. Willie Willie Willie. I'll catch up with some chats. Oh, don't run. There we go. I gotta refresh all my shit. It's real. My love, my love, So this is Willie right here. This is the guy, Willie, Willie, Willie. I mean, he really has the, the bowl mullet going. Very, uh, what would you guys say that would even be? Who's he remind me of? I'll let the song play. So this is Willie, Willie, Willie. Uh, I don't know, man. I want to do a, a full deep dive on this whole emo rap scene. If Dr. Chow is still here, definitely let me know. Fire people. Peter Sky Parker loves this shit. Those lyrics speak to me. People are saying, what the fuck? Uh, this is a whole, uh, another subnet of what we do, you know, as far as podcasting. This is like, you know, the Ray DeVito of the emo rap world. You know what I mean? I mean, this guy's getting in beefs and, and, you know, probably taking copious amounts of Kepra, you know. This is Willie Willie. Uh, here, let's keep playing it. It's pretty good. Uh, catch up with some chats. Where's Dr. Chow? Yeah, we'll, we'll hook it up, King. Let's get back to old Kojers throwing... Oh, we're, get, we're getting back to it, Leo Gunn. We're getting right back to it. Just open up with a little tune here. Chris Brown. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Willie, Willie, Willie. We're going to check it out here in a second. Pulper gifting a uh, Win by Two membership. Thank you, Pulper. Who knows the Win by Two radio? This is Willie, Willie, Willie. All right, so let's, let's get into it, guys, what we have on for today's programming here. Thank you for that, Pulper. 
Yeah, yesterday, I was, like I said, yesterday I was driving to Atlantic City and I did a members-only stream for uh, the stub toe. Am I coming in smooth? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, and anyway, so you have you have guys like Pulper, you have guys like Kush King. Shout out to you guys, by the way. Jeff Closer, uh, B Smiley. They were, I mean, they were being gracious yesterday, and we were doing where they were doing like this ninety nine cent little uh, like train, like a ninety nine cent. They were just throwing change at me right as I'm driving to fucking AC, which was, I mean, awesome. Keep throwing change. Uh, but that this is when this accident happened. Um. If you're not a member, go sign up. I don't want to play my own shit. I don't want to watch me, you know, watch the accident. Go, go watch it for yourself. It's great. Uh, about 33 minutes in. All right, so I, I have this alternate angle. Let's get into this Kevin Brennan fight here. Because I have this alternate angle. And this is where I almost get kicked out, by the way. Like, I almost got my phone confiscated. And, like, they told uh, the security came up to people who were recording. They were trying to, you know... No, we'll let them know you can't record. And uh, they even went up to Vince the lawyer. They approached Vince the lawyer, and apparently they told Vince to delete his recording. Now, they didn't do that to me, but they told me I couldn't be, I can't film. I can't film in their establish, uh, establishment, which I, which I get. You're, you're typically not supposed to film in casinos for whatever reason. Maybe it's, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, but this was the alternate angle. So here, I'm just going to, do a screen share just so you guys could see it. It's in uh, landscape mode, so bear with us here. So, all right, so I'm over here. We're at the bar, and there's Kevin. You, you could see Kevin wearing his jacket, wearing his gray hoodie, looking like a, a bunch of pixels thrown together. And uh, Bob Levy was somewhere around here where my mouse is, somewhere around here just hanging out, minding his own. I didn't even know... Kevin was at the bar to be all that, to be honest with you guys. I didn't know Brendan was at the bar. I didn't even really see him. I didn't get the chance to meet KB. Uh, but it was Bob who's just kind of, like I said, mind his own. And this is what leads me to believe like, like it's an entire work is here. We'll keep playing it. So you see Brendan walks up and in his hand, I'm not sure if you could see it. But in this hand right here, he has... His phone. So he was going up to Levy, and that's the footage that, I mean, as soon as this happened, went all over Reddit, Twitter. Um. So yeah, he goes up to Levy with his phone on recording this entire thing, and this and there's Bob Levy right there wearing that jacket. I got the chance to see Levy. He asked me how my neck was. I took it as a pretty uh, like like he like a slight almost, like he was trying to uh, you know threaten me. Subtly, like a subtle threat. Uh, but here's Levy, here's Brennan, and Brennan's filming. Brennan's uh, start. There's Vince, the lawyer. Very, uh, not the tallest guy, but who am I to judge? I'm the size of a fucking Pez dispenser, right? So you got Brennan walking up to Levy. Let's just play this tape out and see what happens. I'm trying to, uh, by the way, I'm trying to egg this thing on. Yeah, let's turn up the volume. I'm trying to egg this enti uh, entire thing on. You you'll hear me in the background. <laughs> All right, so then you hear the security guard come right up to me. I'll play it one more time back uh, without pausing or anything like that. 
Here, I gotta, I have to go back. Because you see, you see Levy, like, almost wanting to take a punch. Brennan, like, you know, backing up. Like, his, you know, he's getting ready to be punched. Fuck him up! Fuck him up! Can't record. They're stealing phones and they're telling people you can and can't record. I mean, it's all such a fucking... It's all so stupid, to be honest with you. I'm gonna play it one more time. Like I, I, I missed this punch. So the punch, you see Bob hop over the railing. And, and that's, you know, that's my whole thing. It's like, you know, again, if you're going to fuck somebody up, you're, you're not going to worry about security guards and who's in front of me, who's not in front. You're just going to knock that motherfucker out. I mean, at least, I, I mean, that's how I do it. If I have a problem with somebody, if I have a real issue with somebody where, like, I'm resorting to violence, like I'm going to get physical with that person, there's no security guard in the world that... Like, I'm going to get mine, you know what I mean? I'm going to get my shots in. And it doesn't matter if there's five security guards, you're at the Brigada. Like, so no, the, the whole fallout with this whole thing is apparently Bob was uh, kicked off of Borgata grounds. Now, maybe he was, I don't know, but as soon as, when this was all done, Bob was still hanging out there for about 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes. So I don't know. I, is that a work too? Is Bob being kicked out of the Brigada an entire work? I feel like we should call the Brigada and check up on it and see if we, you know, can't get some clarification with that. But it's just it's just amazing. Like, is this whole thing a, a giant work, a giant just everyone's being played for clicks and views? And it's just like, you know, because, I mean, Dr. Chow said it best, you know, now for the next three weeks. It's just going to be this. This is all it's going to be. So here, this is the angle, I believe, from Brennan. We'll go to here in a second. Let's find it first. All right, here we go. So, all right, so this is Brennan walking from the lounge bar area, walking up to Bob. Bob, again, is right... On the, uh, on the other side of this little desk thingy here. I'm to the left, by the way. Minding my own business, smoking a blunt, which I got in trouble for. They were actually pretty cool, though. I was just lighting a fucking a good old game, a green game, and was smoking it up. And uh, they're like, yeah, you just got to put that out, sir. Can't smoke around here. I mean, I thought they were going to for sure kick me out. But regardless, I'm to the left. Bob's straight ahead. Kevin's walking uh, because he wants to... Beat Levy up. Walking and filming. Now, I don't know who this person is. Is this uh, Peter Sky Parker? <laughs> I don't know who this person is. This person came up to me at the end of the night. He was walking out uh, in the uh, the garage area. And I forget what he even said, man. I was, I mean, really in a in a haze, to say the least. And you see Bob there uh, throwing the drink at Brennan. I mean, really getting into it. 
I mean, this is so fucking dumb, you know? I mean, this would be sad. Me and Keanu were talking about this last night. Like, it would be sad if these two actually, you know, like, were to square up and actually try to fight. Like, it would be, I mean, it would be over before it even began. They're so, I mean, their combined age is like 123. I mean, that's pretty fucking old. They're old. They're brittle. You know what I mean? They're really going to successfully throw a punch and land it, or are they going to miss and, you know, fall like a, like a cartoon character would and just fall right on their face? I mean, it's just, you know, what are you going to do? Like, what, what is your plan? Have a plan before you do anything. Don't just, you know, we, oh, let's, we're just going to wing it. Turn the cameras on and see. What, and now, sometimes that does make for the best content, but, you know, you just look like a fucking idiot. You know, everyone's there kind of just chilling. No one's there looking to start fights, and then, you know, there's just... Everyone's trying to fight uh, one another. I mean, it's really bizarre. It's really fucking insane. Let's keep watching. And, and the irony, I think Bob just called Brennan an old man. I mean, the irony in that is the irony of Patrick Melton wearing fucking skinny jeans. It's, you know, insane. Oh, there I am. Oh, shit. I'm looking good. So there's me. I should have had my camera out. See, that's a rookie move on my mistake, but I, or on my part, I didn't even know what was happening. There's Keanu right there. Funny stuff. There's Stuttering John. You got to throw him out. So Brennan walks up to him, uh, successful, you know, uh, be, being an antagonist there. Uh, Brennan walking up to Bob Levy, starting shit, and then gets him thrown out. And now that's a case that Bob Levy got thrown out. I mean, that's insane. That's ridiculous. I mean, he just threw, threw a drink at him. It's like, Brennan, come on. You know what you were doing. So, yeah, I mean, that was the big the, the big scrum. It wasn't even that. You know what I mean? It's not even that serious. It really wasn't even that fucking. And that's what leads me to believe. I'm like, is this entire thing just a, a complete work? It has to be, you know? That's the only thing that makes fucking sense. Uh, let's see what you guys think, though. I mean, six months uh, members for membership for Muta Grouse says Bob told KB he was going to beat him half to death and told multiple people to make sure they have their cameras out. KB never said he was going to fight. No, I know, I, but I'm just saying, like, in general, it's like, you know, you're going— to this place, if you if like if you really wanted to do something, go to the parking garage. You know what I mean? Go outside and do this. So it leads me to believe like it's all for the the theatrics and and the the, the views and the clicks and it's just like because if you if you honestly really wanted to do something, if you were Bob even, I'm not, not even saying with Kevin, if you were Bob and you honestly really wanted to knock this motherfucker and be, beat him half to death, I mean you would knock him the fuck out in the parking garage. You know what I mean? You'd wait for him. And just run up on them. Uh, they had it broke. That had to be broken up. No, it was broken up. I mean, within there was there was people all hanging out, right? So you have Brendan walking from the, this lounge here. Do I still have this up? Hopefully, I do. Maybe not. I can uh, get it pulled up here in a second. Give me one second here, just so I could. You guys have some reference. <laughs> All right, so this is the lounge. There's, there's a bar. 
to the right, and then there's a stage here, and then there's all seats all around. So Brennan and Stuttering John and a couple other uh, people, some uh, chatters, uh, you know, who chat in these shows and whatnot, they were all sitting right where Brennan's at right now. And Bob Levy was also with a couple people. He was with his wife, Gina, uh, Bob, obviously, and, like, maybe two other people. And as soon as Brennan walked up, I mean, you could see it, like, you know, no one was kind of, no one was going to get near close, and no one was going to get close enough for a punch to even occur. See, this guy steps right in, puts his arm in front of Bob. And what's that arm going to do? You know what I mean? What, what's this arm going to do? Here, I'll play this back. Sorry, I didn't have my uh, screen on. Yeah, so one more time. All right, so this is where they're at. So this is the stage. The bar's to the right. They're sitting down right there. Bob's over, like if you would, you know, were to walk straight like we just watched. Uh, and as soon as it happened, I mean, probably within a minute, not even. Uh, and I will have to say, Brigada, shout out to the Brigada security team. I mean, for being on the money, spot on, even though they told me I couldn't record, that's another story for a different day. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. I mean, Bob, Kevin, you know, we know, I mean, we think we know they hate each other. I mean, is it all work? I mean, what do you guys, uh, so let me see this poll. What are you guys thinking in the, in the poll here? 54% um, say no, 46% say yes. And that's uh, that's not a shock. I would honestly think more people would vote yes, but hey, man. Okay, so most people, you know, they, they think this is real. I mean, I would, okay, so let me, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this entire thing was all drummed up, it, it, I guess is what I'm saying here. Uh, Chris Mack, member for three months, says, I just want to use your love tonight, and I don't want to lose your love tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to pull a Ray and, and sing those lyrics, but thank you for being a member to the stub toe, Chris Mack, for, Who knows to win by two radio? for three months, however long it's been, three months. Uh, let's see, uh, KB is the type of guy who will take a punch to get you in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's an antagonist, right? And he wants, you know, th that's why it's like, you know, you don't even have to worry about, I mean, no one's going to actually do something. In your in the Brigada on the casino floor when there's security and there's people and there's witnesses and cameras everywhere, no one's going to actually, that's what I'm saying, if, if they actually wanted to get this done, just go to the parking garage and you could have, you know, no one would have seen you. You could have, you know, fought for hours if you wanted to. Um, let me just make sure I have everything caught up here. Uh, Jeff Closer for 199 says, uh, Blade, if they squared up, who wins? If Levy and Brennan squared up, who would win? I uh, See, I don't know, man. And that's what I was kind of saying. It would be pretty embarrassing for both men, I think. I honestly think both of them would just... Uh, like, leave that fight looking more foolish than they started. You know, Brennan's, what, 62, 61? Levy's, like, 63, smokes fucking three packs of uh, cigarettes a day. Uh, Brennan, I mean, you know, Brennan does get some exercise in by riding his bike, so I guess you can give, uh, you know, the edge to Brennan's cardio just because he rides his bike and stays in shape. I mean, Jesus. Um, but, I mean, if they were really seriously going to square up and fight 
I, that's tough, man. That's tough. I, I, I'd probably say Levy. I'd honestly probably say Levy. He just seems like there's a couple loose screws in his head. You know what I mean? Where like, and he seems like he's he's a type who could take a punch. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably if if I was a betting man, I'd probably have to put my money on Bob Levy. Um, speaking about betting, though, uh, I'm Pulper for two bucks earlier. Sorry, I missed this Pulper. Thank you uh, for being social. <laughs> two bucks for being social. Peter Sky Parker for two also said, "Can you play Vane? Who's watching you for Hunk? Yeah, we'll play it on break. We'll play it on break. Thank you guys. Um, and then Chris Mack, like we uh, just read. I just want to use your love tonight. All right, so yeah, that was uh, the big fight. Now, from one big fight to the next, right here, and we'll go to uh, actually a couple photos from last night. Uh, yeah, I'll just share screen mode here. I think that's the easiest way for now. So, Stuttering John, so this is where the comedy show was at, and this is we can kind of start talking about the comedy show now. Because the Brigada, I mean, look, I got to the Brigada probably around almost 11 30, 12. Stuttering John was already drunk. Vince the lawyer was being a troll. Uh, Chad, I think, was kind of just bouncing around. Brennan was bouncing around. No pun intended. Melton and Tukey, they're upstairs. I mean, they were probably, I mean, they say they were doing podcasts, but it's like, you know, were they doing some other shit? It's weird. Everyone's downstairs and. They're, uh, or everyone, yeah, everyone's downstairs and they're upstairs podcasting. But uh, anyway, so we'll talk about this comedy event for a little bit too. Because the Brigada, like I said, I mean, besides that Brandon Bob Levy altercation, there was not much else happening. I mean, I sat down, I won a few bucks gambling because there was nothing else happening. You know what I mean? Everyone's just kind of standing in a circle and circle jerking each other by the uh, fucking roulette table. It's like, come on, do we have a plan here? Are we, are we playing poker? Are we fighting? Are we, you know what I mean? Like, what's happening? What's what's going on? What's what's the move? Everyone just looks so like, oh, man. You know, like sluggish. It's like, Jesus, man, it's past all of your bedtimes. Uh, all right, so this, let's talk about the comedy show, because this was like really the, I guess, the, the highlight of the night. <laughs> Uh, so here we go, Stuttering John and Chad. Now, mind you, Chad said on his Twitter that he had a big, he had a guest, a big special guest was going to be in attendance. Now, I kept asking Keanu this, and I was asking, I think, beloved Chatter there. I'm like, who is this special guest? Like, Jim Florentine? Is it Stuttering John? Are they going to be doing time on stage? Or, like, what does this entail? And apparently, I guess Stuttering John was the special guest. But he didn't do any time. He just sat there in the audience and he would, you know, get up and do the skull in the middle of the bar. I mean, that was pretty trippy. And um, it was funny. He got up one time, too. So Stuttering John's sitting there. He's drinking with, with a table of people. He's sitting there drinking. And then all of a sudden he gets up and announces to the room that, hey, everyone needs to quiet down and give some respect for the comics, right? When the comics are up, we need to pipe down a little bit. And then he went right back to his table, and within two minutes, he was, no, 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 And then, you know, his voice, he, you could hear his voice travel, so you could hear his voice, you know, probably, uh, you could pinpoint his voice in, in a room, in a crowded room. And it's just hilarious. It's like, I thought you, then you just get up and yell at everyone? You're scolding everyone, and now you're 
talk. I, I just found that to be insane. So the Chad and Stuttering John, uh, the two. Now I thought these guys hated each other. I thought John hated Chad. Chad trolled John that one time. And that's why we started to not really like Chad. Both men very short, I will say. I do tower over both of these gentlemen. Even though I'm the size of a fucking ant, I am, I mean, just completely, I tower both gentlemen here. It's funny. They were looking up at me when they were talking. Uh, so like I mentioned, I bought Stuttering John a Coors, got to do a skull. So that was all pretty fascinating stuff. Um, so the comedy event, I get there, like, I get there at like 7. I get there early. The comedy event is, is scheduled for 8 o'clock. And I get there early at 7, roll a blunt. Uh, you know, I did a live stream on the way there, an IRL driving stream. almost died, like I mentioned. I get there at about 7 o'clock, roll this blunt, smoke it, got way too fucking high. Way too high. Borderline, like, oh, shit, like, do I even, like, what am I doing? Am I, do I, do I really, like, have you guys ever gotten this high where you, like, you have plans and then you get so stoned, you're like, all right, I don't know if I want to do this now. So before, all right, so I walk in, it's 7, maybe 7.15, 7.30, get some drinks, get ready for the show. 8 o'clock rolls around, still no show, all right? Uh, but mind you, the sound system that was in this place was horrible. It was like one of those, I don't even know what kind of speakers they were. They were like speakers used for like college parties, like a college frat party. You would see like this lit up glowy speaker, like a JVB speaker that's made for like backyard barbecues at Trump rallies, you know, or college frat parties. Not for comedy events. So you could tell the Tennessee Beer Hall like isn't used to having, I guess, shows there or entertainment there because it's like they don't ha they don't have a house unit, you know. So and, and and Chad was like, that's what one thing that was bugging him. He was like, you know, I don't kind of bomb that, you know, there's no really good 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 sound system. I'm like, Chad, you you could have fucking asked, dude. I have a lot of live equipment. I would have brought it. I would have saved the show. But so anyway, that was the the biggest thing I'd say is the sound was probably the worst thing. I think everyone would probably agree with that as well. Um, and at times, the audience was overtaking the comics. So that's always, I mean, it's so awkward. That's why comedy is so weird. Because at least as a musician, like for me, like if, if the audience is talking, like you're not going to hear, like you really have to talk loud in you know, at a, at a music show. When it's a comedy show, there's only one person talking on stage, and if there's bad audio, the crowd is going to overpower the comic every time. Especially at a place like Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. I mean, this is what we're working with right here. So the stage was over here to the right, if you could picture it in your heads. Stage was, like, behind Stuttering John. It was this little, I'd say maybe, like, two-by-two two platform. Maybe a, a four by four platform. And maybe a foot off the ground. I mean, it wasn't much of a, I mean, I call it a stage because that's, I mean, it's, it's the best I could describe it as. But it, I mean, it wasn't a stage. So the stage was behind Stuttering John. Uh, I, I believe like right around here, I'm at the bar. I don't even remember where, where I was. Maybe I wasn't even in the place here. 
Uh, you have a whole bunch of tables here. So there's a table up against the wall here. You could see this family's at this couple. And then you have like a couple other tables. So I, I, I do want to change my answer because now that I'm remembering this, I said at the top of the show, there was about 75 to 80 people. There was probably maybe 60, I'd say 60 to yeah, probably 60 is probably a better number to describe it. Um, so yeah, uh, the stage was over there to the right. There's tables in the front, and then there's tables in the back as well. And then obviously people were sitting at the bar. Maybe there was 75. I don't know. It didn't. I mean, it, it felt more packed than what it was. But I think that's just how the room was designed. How the room was kind of set up it, to to make it feel like there was more people there. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I get there. It's eight o'clock rolls around. There's still no show. I'm still waiting on a show. There's still no show. And then uh, I think 8.15, 8.20 rolls around, and then Chad, I believe, gets up on stage. No, Gino gets up on stage. Gino gets up on stage. He's letting everyone know, hey, uh, about five minutes, we're going to get the show rolling. The show's going to be uh, kicking off, and whatever. So, all right, whatever. I'm waiting five minutes. About 8.30 by the time the show actually starts. So Now, mind you, I've been at this place for almost two hours. I'm already pretty buzzed, stoned out of my mind. And uh, everyone's, you know, coming up to me, hey, win by, are you win by two, win by two? Uh, you know, I think at this point I had already met, I think I, I was talking to Beloved Chatter for the most part. And I'm trying to think if I met anyone else. Oh, I met the, uh, the sorcerer, the therapist. That was pretty trippy. Uh, so the show uh, kicks off, 8.30, the show rolls around, kicks off. Keanu comes up, she does her, I guess, hosting uh, talking about a lot, a lot of bizarre stuff. I think a lot of period jokes. I mean, ah, man, people are eating and you're doing period jokes. Come on with that. Come on with that. It's like no one wants to bite into a cheeseburger with ketchup. And you'd be talking about your problems. You know what I mean? Uh, or just problems in general. So she goes, she does maybe like 15, 20. I, I would say probably 15. And then, uh, wouldn't you know it, Tony Mazur comes hopping from the back here. And before we uh, discuss Tony a little bit, I want to show you guys this. So Tony gets to uh, Atlantic City. Tony obviously being from Ohio. He gets to Atlantic City. Now, Atlantic City and, and just the East Coast in general, um, the Northeast specifically, known for, like, Italian food, cheesesteak, hoagies, sandwiches, you know what I mean? They're bagels. Uh, Tony, Tony's idea of good food, and not only just good food, but he's going to, uh, the first place he stops at when he gets to this neck of the woods here, my neck of the woods, uh, is Roy fucking Rogers. <laughs> Had me some quality East Coast cuisine, and he posts a picture on Twitter. Mind you, he wants the world to know that he stopped at Roy Rogers. So, actually, before even Tony gets on, I, I actually had a few words with Tony. There was somebody uh, in the audience who, they're like, hey, come, you know, say what's up to uh, John. Stuttering John, that is. And, uh, which there he is right there, staring back at me on my screen. Uh, they're like, come say hi to John. And then Tony fucking Mazer was right there, so I wind up uh, bumping into Tony first, and we were kind of... Oh, no, we're kind of going back and forth. 
I don't even know what the fuck he was even talking about. Oh, I think I said something about 10 years in comedy. This is your 10th year in comedy. No, I said, are you ready? Are you said, I said, are you ready for tonight? Because I'm here. I'm watching. And we're going to break it down on my show. And if you're not good, I'm going to let everyone know how much you sucked. You know, just because like we're here face to face doesn't change the fact that I think you're a terrible podcaster. You're not, you've never made me laugh on your show. So hopefully the comedy's different. Now, I was expecting a complete bomb fest, a complete bomb fest. Uh, it, so we get to talk in Tony, you know, uh, about the comedy show. And he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I don't think I'm ready, but fuck it. You know, we're here now. So YOLO essentially, I mean, in so many words. So I, I, like Tony, like he, he gave me the energy of being like he, he was, it was coming off as he was unconfident. He was unsure of his material. And, um, yeah, so I mean, maybe we said like another couple words to each other, maybe talking about, I don't even know what the fuck me and Tony were talking about, to be quite honest. I know that's what I said, though. I asked him if he was ready. And I saw John, uh, stuttering John. He asked me who I was. I told him. He, he was like, I, I can recognize you. Or I think I recognize you. I'm like, it's, you probably watch my show. Much like these other guys. They, they claim they don't watch my show, but all of them watch the show. So uh, John's probably just a, another one, another drop in the bucket, as it were. So, yeah, Tony does like maybe 10 minutes. There's nothing really memorable about Tony's set. Like I said, he, you know, at the top, he does seem more polished as not polished. Let me let me throw that word out. It's he's he's better as a comedian than he is a podcaster, one thousand percent. But like I described, undercover fat. That's a hundred percent confirmed. Like he's a little like a little chubby guy, you know. And he probably should just stick to comedy, honestly. But, you know, we, we heard him on the show last week say, this is my 10th year in comedy. Again, Tony, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Just not me being, uh, you know, anything else but fucking real. Like, if, if Tony killed it last night, if Tony, and I'll say this, the, the, the best performer of last night was Chad, hands down. Hands the fuck down. And I think probably everyone in the audience who was there last night would agree. And not that Chad even did anything great by any stretch of the imagination because it was pretty you know it was a basic set it wasn't anything that was gonna have you thinking and laughing like gut busting laughs or something that you had to like ponder on and really like think like oh shit that's a a good point he made now it was pretty much like dick and fart jokes mixed in with you know uh how you like you know one joke he had was about being a knife salesman I think, and um, it was just bizarre. So Tony does 10, Keanu comes up, uh, she introduces Chad, Chad goes up, Chad does about 30 minutes, I'd say. And like I said, there's not really too many memorable jokes, not too many memorable jokes at all. The knife salesman thing was kind of all right. Uh, You know, crowd work sprinkled in with jokes, but I mean, it was more... I guess, polish than anyone else there. Again, it wasn't the, the greatest set in the world, but compared to everyone else, it was, like I said, probably the best there last night. Uh, and I'm curious to see if anyone else is out there who was there last night who saw Chad and disagrees or agrees. Uh, Kush King agrees coming in with the Win by Two membership. Thank you, Kush King. Who knows the Win by Two radio? And that going to Victoria. We appreciate that around here. Help keep the lights on. Um, 
Let's read some chats here. Hey, J-Dub, guess what? It was 90 show, so your opinion is garbage. Wow. Uh, Peter Sky Parker says, decline host, and that's why I scroll up sometimes. Almost missed it. Stella B says, uh, I do have to give props to Ray for working on new material. Uh, I was disappointed to hear recycled jokes from Chad. All right, let's end this poll real quick to why we're at 121 votes. Uh, 51 51% of the audience says they don't think this is a work. 49% say yes. So it is a lot closer than what I expected. I, I, I expected everyone to go work. Um, let's see. They are just tweets. He saw Peter Sky Parker says, sorry for the cross. Oh, no, you're good, Peter Sky Parker. So Peter Sky, and, and I want to get into this mountain fight. So Peter, I, I'm pretty sure Peter Sky Parker, David Skywalker, was in the middle of this whole scrum between Melton and Stuttering John. And um, I don't know if you have done any shows since then, Peter uh, Sky Parker and PSP, but uh, I mean, you probably have already been letting people know how it was in the chat. But um, again, the way I view it, and we could just kind of go into that now. Call him PSP. Thank you, Kush. PSP, you good goon, uh, you melting goon. I'm in hiding. At least Ray recycles. Shrek or Grimace, PSP is king. Um, all right, so let's go to this fight here. And I have uh, another, I have a melting, something to uncover from Melton here that we're going to get into. All right, so this was on Friday night. This was the first night. And when this happened, again, I knew how it was going to be. Everyone was there, and everybody was there are saying, and I think it's just the troll John, honestly. I think it's just the troll stuttering John. But everyone's saying that, you know, stuttering John looks like an unhinged lunatic, right? You hear Shuli and all the other ones saying stuttering John took the L on this. I don't think so. I think stuttering John took, I, I think stuttering John is on the right side of history on this. I think he got the dub in this situation. Patrick Melton's like 6'5". Stuttering John's like 5'2". And he stood his ground. He stood his ground. You know what I mean? So you can only tip your hat. Like, you know, he don't back down, like he said. So I, I view it as a John win. I view it as a John fucking win. Let's watch this. This was from Friday night. This was the uh, the altercation. Imagine what the Brigada Casino thinks. You know, not they're probably used to fights, you know, all the time at their establishment. But it's like, can you nerds settle the fuck down and just act right in public? Like, why do you always have to, you know what I mean? Do this somewhere else. Go to the Golden Nugget if you want to start fights. Really, you should have went to uh, Bally's, I think. Bally's has a, a boxing ring in the lobby of their casino. We could have really fucking... I mean, why, why are we not doing any of that? Like, why is it just this, let's just go play poker and then we'll fake fight at, at the B-bar at the Brigada? Like, you know, let's... I mean, can we not set something like that up? Go to Bally's, rent out the uh, boxing ring. Think about how many people would go to that. I mean, you have people, I mean, think about it this way. You have people flying in and driving all fucking from all parts of, from the, nor uh, the Northeast, the East Coast, the South. You have people flying in, driving to New Jersey for this non-event. And now, granted, there was a comedy show, but it's not like it was, like I said, it wasn't anything like, you know, Kevin Hart selling out Lincoln Financial Field. It was Chad Zumach at the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. But I'm sure if, you know, you pulled up like five G's to rent that boxing ring and had an, like an actual card 
Kevin Brandon versus Bob Levy is the main event. Melton versus Stuttering John or Melton versus Steel Toe. We could finally get to see that fight. Fly in Steel Toe. Gino versus Pat Dixon, which we have a Pat Dixon update, by the way, uh, coming up after we're done getting through all this AC stuff. Uh, you know, Gino versus Dixon, uh, Ray versus I'll I'll fight Ray. That's fine. You know, people would come out and 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 in droves to see that live at Bally's. I don't know, man. It's just like, like let's really let's up the stakes here. Why are we just playing poker when we could be jousting or you know I don't know something. This was the fight Friday night, uh, again, from Melton and Stuttering John. Well, I say fight, but it was more just like a, a bitch altercation. Hey, man, you gonna... Hey, John, I'm sorry, Melton was saying. Let's just watch it. Uh, Melton and Stuttering John. So is that PSP right there? Is that PSP right there? <laughs> um, yeah, so we got, uh, P I, I believe, Peter Sky Parker and a couple other people in front of John. And you hear Melton this whole time saying, you know, John, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Melton's apologizing. And John's saying, come on, you fat fuck. Apologize. Now, I want you to keep your eyes on Melton's wrists and cigarette here. Watch the way. I mean, we, we covered this when he was in Atlantic City the first time. Watch the way this motherfucker smokes a cigarette. It's, I mean, if I said gay, I'd be underselling it. I mean, it's insane. It really is. I, I've never seen a grown man, a male, smoke with such a limp wrist. I mean, it's bad. Like, I, I've seen females look more manly smoking cigarettes than Patrick Melton. I mean, that's that's just a fucking fact. That's a fucking fact. Let's keep watching. So you hear John said, let's go outside, you and I. And that's what I applaud about, John. That's... Because it's like, you know, you're not going to do anything in the casino, in the in the lobby of the casino. If you really want to fight, let's take this outside. We'll square up and then we'll we'll go back inside. So, again, I tip my hat to John. Now, the, the one of the, the the stories that are coming out, one of this uh, the biggest misinformation to uh, come from this is that John called for security. But at no point do you hear John or see John signaling security. And I feel like if that was the case, they would have already published that footage. Uh, so let's keep watching. And shout out to Flimsy Greenberg, by the way, for uh, giving us this video. So Melton's got his hands like on his hips. Very feminine. Very feminine. By the way, great shirt. I think, again, PSP. I believe this is you. If not, uh, correct me later. But whoever this is, great 
fucking shirt. It's a Ray DeVito, a Ray Sucks shirt. How fucking fantastic is that? Is that custom? Did you uh, customize that fucking shirt on, like, Amazon or some shit? Or did you, like, just... Are those printed out pieces of paper? Cut out... Are these, like, little pieces of paper cut out in the, you know, lettering of Ray Sucks? Because if that's the case, uh, this shirt is better than I expected. This is, I mean, you know, you might want to sell... This probably is a one... Uh, yeah, most likely is a one-of-one one shirt. You could probably sell this for a thousand bucks. PSP. I hope this is you. If not, I'm calling this random guy here PSP the entire time. Then that would be not cool. Keep watching. So we got security uh, on the case now. They finally make it in in about a minute into the video. Okay, you see his stance here. The behemoth stares. He's staring right at us. I'm a fucking dork nerd. Yes, you are, Melton. Uh, look at this. Holy shit, look at this frame. So I thought he... Yeah, he is smoking a cigarette here. Very limpy, though. Very limpy. Very flamboyant. Again, my tweet was the irony in wearing skinny jeans. Oh, and how much fucking backlash did I get from exposing that Melton's wearing skinny jeans. I wasn't really exposing it. I was just pointing out that he was wearing skinny jeans and the irony is that, you know, he's a big fucking fat man wearing skinny jeans. The The amount of, uh, well, I, I had a lot of backlash and, and more people I think agreed with me, but the people who didn't agree with me, they were, they thought they got me because they, they, they actually claim that these aren't skinny jeans and they're like, you don't know your skinny jeans fucking... Fashion, you don't know fashion. I'm like, yeah, as if, you know. Sorry I'm not gay, you know, watching Fashion Week. I'm too busy, uh, you know, doing normal grown men shit. Sorry, I don't know my skinny jeans lingo. Y you got me, bud. You got me. I mean, how ridiculous. I don't know my skinny jeans. Probably because I've never wore a pair of skinny jeans. Men shouldn't be wearing skinny jeans. I'm sorry. If you're a male and I'm talking to you now, you shouldn't be... And you're one of these guys who wears, you shouldn't be wearing skinny jeans. You're a guy who wears skinny jeans. I'm talking to you. Throw them out. Fresh start. It's time for a fresh start. You know, what are you doing? Why are you wearing, I mean, why, jeans, pants do not need to be that tight if you're a dude. If you're a heterosexual dude. If you're a chick, it's one thing. You want the, I mean, the tighter the better. If you're, you know, a Ray DeVito, and you're going to gay clubs, obviously, you want the tight jeans for whatever it is that they do. If you're a heterosexual man, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, uh, I mean, I have to point that out there because I know, I mean, this is 2024. Like, skinny jeans went out of style in, like, 2002, you know? Right after 9-11, everyone was throwing out their skinny jeans. It was a depressing moment in history. It's just bizarre. So, I mean, look at this. Holy fucking shit. I mean, there's so much happening in this. So he's got this big yellow hoodie on that he's probably got from the Gap. He's got his uh, Nike Dunks. No, I don't even know what kind of shoe. Are these Nike Dunks? His Nike Dunks, his skinny fuck. I mean, those are some skinny fucking jeans, man. Holy fuck. Throw them out, Melton. Throw them out. Like, maybe that's why his upper body looks the way it does, because the jeans are 
pushing all the fat up and it just goes right up into his, you know, upper body. But he's got his hands on his hip, uh, the cigarette in the limp wrist here. Now, remember, I mean, this guy, Patrick Melton, would call Aaron M. Holt limp wrist. Limp wrist, which Aaron is, by the way. Aaron, you're a complete bitch, limp wristed, you know, fucking cuck, essentially, who can't make your wife come. We're going to get into a little bit of Aaron later on in the show, though, today. Uh, so rest assured, you are still a limp-wristed guy, Aaron, but so don't think what I'm saying here is um, sticking up for you in any sense of the imagination, because I'm not. I'm just saying it's 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 pretty rich for somebody like Melton to say you have limp wrists when it's like Melton's wrist looks, you know, broke, essentially. Looks like he has a broken wrist the way he's smoking this thing. Well, just keep watching this. This is insane. You can hear John say, uh, you know, he's trashing my children. You know? You say what you want, man. I know that's such a petty thing. People are like, oh, you know, you're really going to get this worked up over someone trashing your kids online. It's like, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I see John's point, you know, I do. I really do see John and I don't even have kids, but it's like, you know, when someone has kids, you know, you'll do anything for them. You'll, you'll die for them. You'll bleed for them. You'll, you know, make sure they're safe at all costs. So when you have internet trolls making fun of them. That's just a natural parental instinct that comes out of you. It's not, you know what I mean? Crazy. Now, maybe John's doing it for other reasons. Uh, that that could be a possibility, too. Maybe he hates the way his kids, you know, who they become. So he's lashing out in this way. I, I just think, you know, John, the way I view it, the way I see it, and maybe I'm wrong, but the way I see it is John is just, you're not going to talk about my fucking kids. And if you are, I'm going to confront you. And call you a motherfucking, you know, fat fuck in the process. So I don't have any issue with this. You know what I mean? And what it does is, too, because people have to understand, like, it, once you open that door to shitting on the kids, then all everybody's going to shit on, on the kids. It's not just the host. It's everybody else. And that can be pretty tiresome. So I, I don't hate it, right? I don't hate it. Everything else outside of that is pretty dumb. You should be made fun of. Everything should be made fun of, right? The kids thing, I can understand. I'm not even saying it's off limits. I could just, I'm just saying it's, I can understand where he's coming from as a parent. So let's keep watching this. So now he, he's narking out everybody who's filming. I mean, imagine getting pointed. Imagine filming stuttering. Like, I thought I was scared. Or, like, was frightened or was shooken up by the whole, you know, getting thrown out of the Tiff's Comedy Club place. Like, I thought that was pretty frightening. Enduring almost, a, a, a you know, a jumping of sorts. But imagine getting, you know, you're just chilling, mind your own business, and you're filming this stuttering John guy, and all of a sudden, he's pointing you out to security, diming you out that you're filming. 
I mean, that's got to be horrifying. And there you go. So that's the whole Melton stuttering, or yeah, Melton stuttering John instance that took place Friday night. Uh, it appears that Melton, I don't want to say he, well, yeah, no, it, it appears like he did bitch out. Because, right, he, he's saying he's sorry the whole time. He's not doing anything. Stuttering John offered for both of them to go outside and they could handle this like gentlemen. And Melton wanted no parts. He just kept wanting to smoke that cigarette. Smoke that cigarette. Hands on the hips. Smoke that cigarette. I mean, holy shit, dude. You know? Pretty fucking epic. Pretty fucking epic stuff. Again, all this stuff from this past weekend, it's it's almost so dumb that it has to be a work. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And I see, uh, who's this? Fucking Pulper80 gifting us five win-by-two memberships. Thank you for that, Pulper. Hopefully uh, everyone who got those memberships are saying their thank yous. But... It, it, it's just bizarre, man. It, it really is. Let me. I, I want to catch up with some of the chats. Sorry, my chat's catching up. Uh, Melton is skinny like my right leg, says Rain. E.G. Stop trashing my... Stop trashing my kids, Stella B. says. Um, feeling like Jared at, uh, at the moment, says Kush King PSP. Uh, please do it. Uh, you want... You might want to watch it. Be nice to have a round two of it. Wait, hold on. Sorry, the chat's... Misha says, you might want to watch it. Be nice to have round two of interview. I don't know what that is referring to. You're going to have to fill me in. Round two of what? Chris says, join the win by two uh, Discord. Yeah, join the win by two Discord. Uh, Chris, I think just dropped that link. Thank you, Chris. Uh, let's see here. I'm just, just going to make sure I'm caught up on everything. We still have uh, some some more to get into. Uh, again, I mean, it was very outside of the comedy event. It wasn't really all that insane. Snooker man, welcome into the stub toe. Thank you for that, Snooker man. Who knows to win by two radio? Welcome, man. Uh, the mod squad will guide you in the right direction. Uh, Chris Mack says... See, Chris Mack is... Now, I almost took the bait here. Chris Mack says, Josie's on a vacation far away. And I was almost going to do this, turn on the reverb and sing, but I'm not doing the rate of evil. Started yeah, from the bottom, those... now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole crew's here. Started <laughs> from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I like just dumb, corny shit like that. Yeah, I do like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Speak, Ray. Speak, Jesus. I just do dumb, corny shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking I'm, I'm I'm glad, actually, I didn't meet Ray. <laughs> I'm bummed that, you know, we're not going to be able to uh, play. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> I'm telling you guys, my lungs are fucked. I smoked uh, way too much last night. Uh, I'm bummed that we're not going to be on a court playing basketball. Me and uh, Diamond Hands DeVito. That kind of bums me out. But uh, Kush King for a membership. Thank you, Kush. We appreciate that. Thank you, Pulper and Snooker Man and Chris Mack. Thank you, guys. Um, all right, so I want to keep it moving. I want to show you guys this uh, find that I found here. This find that I found. It's a fucking... Doesn't make any sense. Uh, was Chad the same height as Stuttering John 5'2"? They were practically eye-to-eye, Matt Hawkins. Yeah, they were practically eye-to-eye. 
Now, mind you, you know, they're eye to eye, and I was tower overing, tower overing both of them, towering over both of them. Why couldn't I say that? Uh, yeah, I was looking down at them again. Chad had to look up to shake my hand, and it's this whole thing. Uh, uh, Ray is like my favorite special. Re, like my enemy, soft cast. Wow. Coming in from Rain. Be Smiley the third. Uh, I'll never forget. So, was that PSP uh, at that uh, in the Ray Suck shirt? Was that PSP? Did we confirm that? Uh, I love the client host. Would I would never ban. Yeah, we don't ban around here. Fuck the client host, says Jay. Oh, okay. So, mixed feelings. Uh, Sam V, yo, it went down in AC, popping off. Again, you know, I, I guess it's just your definition of what popping off means. Outside of the, the I mean, the Melton and, and Stuttering John altercation and the Brennan and Levy altercation, both altercations, mind you, lasted maybe a minute. That's, I mean, now, granted, that's, there wasn't really much else. There was this comedy show, which, again, I was there. And if I had to rate this comedy show on a scale of, I'd say, one to... 8.7. Uh, I'd probably go hard to rate this comedy show. I'd probably say this show overall was like a four and a half. And it's not me even being like a super critic or just trying to be shocking or trying to draw a response out of Chad. But it just is what it is. You know, you had a shitty sound system. Most of the time, the audience was talking over the comics. There was no really crowd control. You lost the crowd a few times. The comics who did perform um, weren't all that great. Now, granted, it, it, it was a way to get everyone out. And, and see, Chad, this is what I wanted to do back in fucking July uh, during the first MLC meetup in Atlantic City. I mean, I could, I could show you guys the DMs. Uh, I mean, just take my word for it, though. We reached out to Chad. I'm like, dude, why is everyone going to Atlantic City just to play poker? And, like, you guys can't set up an event and get a couple people, Ray DeVito, Chad, Bob Levy. I'm sure it would do a couple minutes. We could live stream. Like, it would be in this whole fucking thing. So I think Chad felt a little bit inspired. But it's like, you know, motherfucker, you have to be prepared. And But that's just, you know, Chad's—that's who Chad is, I guess, right? Like, he could be successful, but he's just too— I don't know what it is. Me and Dr. Chow, I think we're talking about it. He's just too lazy at times. And he doesn't really give all that much of a shit to actually, you know, put the extra step in to make something that's okay. And he could take it, you know, make something that's just decent and he can make it great. But he'll settle for decent. Chad's a settler. He's a settler. Like Christopher Columbus. But Chad's not that badass, actually. So I guess that analogy wouldn't work. Uh, Defo, you guys do a great job, Dr. Chow the Mega G. Dr. Chow the Mega G, says Misha. The client host says, I think beloved Chatter lost a lot of money at the casino, hence the anger yesterday. I was with beloved Chatter for most of the time. Now, again, I left at about 2 in the morning last night. Uh, sober, by the way. Um, I left at about 2 because I had a show. Obviously, this morning I wanted to get back to home base. It, you know, just, it, you don't, you never want to be... Like for me, anyway, I mean, I don't know what you guys want to do, but I never want to be at a casino longer than I have to. I made some money. I sat down, gambled, made some money, watched the fight, watched the comedy show. That's, I mean, that's good enough for me. That's a win in my book. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if people 
are there. I mean, gambling, throwing their money. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I got to get out of there, you know, because I'll wind up fucking, I'll bet everything I have while I'm there. I'm a fucking degen just like the rest, but there, you have to know when to leave. That's the biggest thing. All right. I, I want to keep it moving. Drink water. Stop smoking, says Misha. Thank you. I think Misha's trying to look out for me. I want I want to show uh, a couple more Atlantic City things, but I want before I get into that, I want to show this Patrick Melton thing um, that I have lined up, and I think it's great. Here we'll go here first. Patrick Melton and the Hunchbacks. So he took a picture. I guess this was the first picture he took when he got to Atlantic City. He says, "Hey MLC Podcast, where do I collect my bounty?" And it was this whole thing uh, over him having a hunchback, which to me I think is hilarious. I think that's probably one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard from a podcast. Bet me Melton doesn't have a hunchback. I'll take bets. I'm a fucking dork nerd. At, with a hunchback. So Melton takes a picture, and this doesn't, this didn't prove anything, right? Because you're wearing a hoodie, the hoodie's blocking the hunch. But we, we, I mean, we saw it in the video. I mean, it's, it's hunchy. It's hunchy. And you have multiple hunchbacks. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. So I don't know who bet that Melton didn't have a hunchback, but you lost that one. But I want to go over to here before we go back into some of this AC stuff. Is Melton's biggest thing, or one of his biggest things, when asked about if he has StreamYard or if he uses StreamYard, he freaks out and he, you know, calls people who use StreamYard, you know, uh, essentially Bush League podcasters, you know, he, he, he shits on StreamYard all the live long day and uh, anyone who uses it stinks at podcasting and he doesn't use StreamYard. Like, that's a fact. Like, that's what he has said. I've heard these words come out of nobody likes onions mouth. I don't use StreamYard. StreamYard's for the birds, not the eagles, like the, the, the birds in the sky. So go to this clip here. This was from December 27th. Now, I just caught this, and this is the only reason why I'm bringing this up, because the other day when Melton was stream sniping Chad, I caught something, and I thought it was pretty remarkable. I thought it was a pretty good find. Uh, let me just remember, 3426 as I refresh this. So, you know, these are all, it's just insane. So this was back... Like I said, December 27, two days after Christmas, Melton stream sniping Chad again. Stream sniping Chad while Chad watches Aaron and April in a hot tub, right? Nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary. But when we go to 3426, we're going to watch Melton kind of spaz out over StreamYard. To me, I thought that was an interesting you know, it's interesting that he's getting this worked up about StreamYard and how people who use StreamYard, like I said, are, are fucking imbeciles. But we're going to have a uh, development here that it's confirmed that Melton actually uses StreamYard. That's a fucking fact. So I'm going to show you that to you guys. Now, let's watch this. He hid. He hid. Is that my throw? I don't know. Why doesn't he put the Super Chats on the screen ever? I wanted to be more valuable than that, but... Um... Again, these guys are so dumb. Uh, this is Chad, not not Chad. Not everyone uses Streamyard. Only people who don't have a clue what they're doing use Streamyard. You understand that Streamyard is for idiots 
to do no, you know, no setup, no hassle podcasting. It's for losers. It's for Kevin Brennan and Stuttering John and you. Okay, so really going, really going hard on uh, StreamYard. Why do I not sound loud there? Uh, yeah, so really shitting on uh, StreamYard and Chad for using StreamYard and and all that. Calling Kevin Brennan a, a loser, starting John a loser for using StreamYard. Right? Let's keep it plain. To podcast, <laughs> like you guys wouldn't know how to do it actually if it if it fucking kicked you in the teeth. So Chad doesn't understand it. He's like, why won't he click the super chat? He's not using StreamYard like a fucking maroon. You fucking idiot. <laughs> God. There ain't a display super chats button on, on, on YouTube. Not everybody's using the train. I love how he's calling other people like maroons and, and idiots and cringe and they don't use stream all the while like he's got these like fucking cringe memes that pop up onto his show from like 2014 you know what i mean like the frog meme like that was you know something that was cool in 2012 taxi bro popcorn i, I, I just find that to be ironic as well word of, wheels soft by the way word of the day is irony where you're using you fucking out of it Again, I know everyone in this universe is just streamyarding and sending links. But I mean, I mean, just fuck. Not everyone is using basic bitch software. You know, this, this is the same reason, coincidentally, uh, Kevin can't see what he's made during a show. So I'm looking at the YouTube backend. I'm not looking at StreamYard. All right, so you get the point, right? Very anti-StreamYard rant from Melton. Really hates StreamYard. Thinks everyone who uses it is a fucking idiot. Uh, but I caught this the other day when, when Melton was stream sniping Chad, something popped up on the screen and it appeared to be as Melton using StreamYard. So which one is it, Melton? Do you think now do you include yourself with Brennan, Chad, you know, stuttering John as a, as a moron, a maroon, as you call him? As an idiot, as a, a low-level podcaster, or are you above that now? Or are you going to say you don't use StreamYard? Because we have it right here. Patrick Melton confirmed. There it is. Nobody likes uh, onions. Stream live. Sniping the sniper. Bad comedian Chad Zuma can't stop harassing women. All right, don't worry about any of that. None of that's irrelevant. Uh, but there it is. Enter studio. Nobody likes onions. Unmute. Start cam. Settings. Enter studio. Display name. Hmm. That's exactly how the StreamYard interface looks. And if you don't believe me, this is it right here. StreamYard. StreamYard. Display name. Win by two. Unmute. Stop cam. Settings. Enter studio. Now you can see the rest because I don't have it cropped down. But it's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. Right above this is that same little fucking screen, the OBS screen that I have. You guys see? Right here. This is what's cropped out, all of this. But it's confirmed. Uh, Patrick Melton uses StreamYard. So I guess he's a, a fucking, well, he's actually a dork nerd. I'm a fucking dork nerd. Uh, all right, so 
that's confirmed. We got Patrick on that. So now that's two weeks in a row. We watched Patrick uh, fart on cam. We called him using StreamYard. I mean, the, the, the list is piling up for Melton. It's not looking good these days for Melton. And again, you know, I didn't even meet Melton, which I was going to, I was going to, if he came down, he would have been the only one I actually filmed. I would have fulfilled the prophecy, as they say, of walking up to Melton and punching him in the face. But I wasn't going to punch him in the face. That's what he wanted. I was going to walk up to Melton and film him. As he limps his wrist and smokes a bogue. And his skinny jeans. Um, yeah, so very bizarre stuff. Very bizarre stuff. Uh, I didn't meet B. Dabbler either. I, I didn't know he was there. They were doing podcasting, like I said, for like hours on end. Everyone was downstairs and... Well, again, they claimed that they were podcasting, right? But it's we don't know what they were doing up there when the cameras went off. So what were they doing? B-Dabbler? NLO? What were you guys doing behind closed doors? What were you doing with that puppet? That's my question. What was so important after that live stream that you stayed in the room? I don't know. Seems pretty weird to me. Seems pretty, and don't even get me started with the B Dabbler guy. Like, he strikes me as a non heterosexual male like myself. Um, uh, let's catch up with the chat, see what you guys think. Do you guys think the, the StreamYard thing's gay, stupid? Mountain doesn't use StreamYard. I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm a small human being. Oh, look at Popper going uh, off on the chat. Or, no, I'm sorry, that's Kush King. Thank you for that, Kush. We appreciate that. Welcome to the Stub Toe. Who knows to win by two radio? Well, who who got in the Stub Toe group here? Let's check it out. We have to go back. Sorry about this. Uh, decline, uh, decline host. Welcome in, Decline host. Thank you, Kush. We do uh, appreciate that around here. Let's catch up with some chats. Uh, Goddamn YouTube ads keep putting me back to the beginning of the show. What the fuck? Anyone else have that problem? Got to get YouTube premium. It's the best 11 bucks you'll ever spend. Um, OBS isn't any harder to use than StreamYard. Well, it's practically, it's like the same thing. The only difference between OBS and StreamYard, I don't want to get into tech talk, but um, the only difference is OBS, like you have way more control over what you want to put into the screen. As opposed to StreamYard, it's just basic. You have the camera, audio, and then go live. That's why a lot of these people use it because that's all they need. They just need to plug in a headset and click go live. Webcam, headset, go live. You know, we, we I mean, I I don't want to get into it. I, you guys know what the fuck it is around here. Uh, Snookerman says, daily reminder that Ian Hawk lives in his car. Jesus. Make sure you have a blanket at least, Ian Hawk. It's, get, uh, it's cold this time of year. We should start the Ian Hawk GoFundMe so he gets out of that car. You, you never want to see anyone live in their car, man. It's just not, you know. Ask Gino Bisconti. Ask him how well that went. He said, wow, got me. Uh, I would I would have loved it. Wait, I would have loved it if fake chow. I would love it if fake chow can have AJ Queen and Gina Bobina Princess on as Will. I don't know what that means. Uh, Ian Hawk is like Mad Max. 
Wow, a Rayless show. Citizen M says, Melton was downstairs a ton before security told everyone they couldn't film downstairs. He's there. He's theirs to do shows. Yeah, but I didn't I, I didn't see him at all. I was I was down in that area for at least, I'd say, three and a half hours, probably close to four hours. And um no dice. No dice. No dice. And we kind of already established this. Right. So it's like, what what was he doing? He wasn't just doing podcasts. The podcast was like, you know, maybe an hour long. What was his last podcast at? How long was his last show? Let's see. I cannot fucking talk. I can't do anything today. Uh, the last show, lengthwise, was what? An hour and a half? So it's like, what were you doing the rest of the time? You know? I don't know, man. It, it just it doesn't look good, as Citizen. It just doesn't look good. It, it, it's, it's, it's coming to an end. I'm here to tell you now it's coming to an end. And um, I, I hate to be the one... To break the news, uh, Kevin Brennan versus Bob Levy in Atlantic City. Yeah, we already watched that. All right, I mean, so the, yeah, that was pretty much it, man. It wasn't really all that nuts. I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there was the two altercations. There was the comedy show, but I mean, it wasn't really all that. I mean, it, it was just like a, a, a night out, essentially. You know, it wasn't really, there wasn't fireworks, drummed up fireworks, sure. But there wasn't, you know what I mean? Again, if they were going to do something, they could have easily figured out a spot where to fight and all that. Uh, the comedy show, again, four out of five out of... 8.7. 8.7, of course, Pat Dixon, which we're going to get to some Pat Dixon updates as well. I want to move on with the rest of the show. I don't want to spend too much time on AC. Um, I mean, I guess in my final thoughts on the whole thing, if it ever happens again, if they ever decide to do, which they probably will, if they ever decide to do... Anything at AC again? It's, there needs to be more. There needs to be more, and I've always said that since the first Atlantic City excursion. There needs to be more events. There needs to be more something. You know, there just needs to be something. It can't just be a lackluster comedy show, and then everyone just kind of meet up at the Brigada. It's like, what's the point of that? You know, I get it. You want to hang out with some of these people, but at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, you know. Put on a show, put on two shows, put on a boxing event. Like people would go, you know, people would go and, and want to see the spectacle. So why rob the audience? And that was my argument to Chad back over the summer is why rob the audience when they're going to be there and they're going to go regardless. Why not put on a, you know what I mean? Aren't you guys performers? Come on. So, I mean, really, if it happens again, there needs to be, I think, more uh, these podcasts are, are, are very strange, you know, to just do podcasting all weekend in Atlantic City. It's that's a little nuts. You know, you're just sitting upstairs in your room and you're doing the same exact. It just you could you could have easily you could have just sat home in Vegas where the Super Bowl is going to be, by the way, Patrick. You could have did a podcast with B Dabbler on StreamYard. It would have been the exact same thing. You know what I mean? I just find it to be a little, it's just, I don't know. It just wasn't, it's not something I would do. Like, I wouldn't go travel to Los Angeles and stay at a casino there and 
do podcast all weekend. Like, no, we're, we want to do shit. That's just me, though. Comedy event, like I said, four and a half out of ten. Chad being the best performer last night. That's not saying much. Uh, I didn't get thrown out. My neck is fine, which that's always a good time when you're not getting jumped and harassed and people putting you in fucking uh, a suplex or a powerbomb or a DDT. I mean, that's always a great night. It's a success in my book. And I made it home alive. I made it home alive. And that's the most important thing. So, uh, yeah, that's really going to conclude the AC stuff. Unblock Blade. Uh, Well, Chad needs to unblock me now. I mean, you know, I think I've been more than fair, and I think Chad just has his fucking panties in a fucking bunch. You know, it's like, stop being such a pussy, bro. You know, you're blocking me from the chat. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Just, you know, admit that you can't take the heat. Um, all right, so I and I, I want to kind of touch on that because we have Chad. Uh, Chad has an update on this blocking. This was before, I think this was Thursday. Chad went on, and Ch- Chad's, I mean, look, I'll still make fun of Chad. I'll still make fun of all these guys. Uh, you know, they're, they're not the greatest showmen. They just kind of pop on and, and just talk aimlessly with no plan. And they cover my lost interest clips. And th- this was one of the biggest things that annoyed the shit out of me and it's this whole my lost interest him as a person him as a clipper i don't have i don't have a problem with keep clipping keep making clips for people to fucking play on your shows you know who am i to stop you? keep making the fucking clips my lost interest you do a good job my problem is with the hosts and at the time it was just aaron and shuli kind of every day using the my lost interest clip and you know sucking him off as if he's the best fucking thing, uh, the second coming of Christ. It's like, you know, settle the fuck down, pump the brakes. It's just clicking screen record and then posting it to a YouTube channel. Like, that was my whole thing. My main gripe was the hosts who are too lazy to put in any sort of show prep <clears throat> or any sort of work into their show. That And then just use My Lost Interest. That was my biggest gripe, right? So now we have Chad using My Lost Interest clips, Aaron using My Lost Interest clips, Shuli using My Lost Interest clips. Um, there was someone else. I think Gino was using My Lost Interest clips. Oh, like everybody is using <clears throat> My Lost Interest clips. Ray DeVito was another one using My Lost Interest clips. It's like, you know, watch the entire episode. You know, I, for me, I'm subscribed to, you know, Patreons and, and Compound Media um, even though I don't want to be, but you need to do it. If you're gonna if you're gonna be in this position, if you're gonna be talking to people and trying to fill them in on certain things and giving them your side of it and your take, don't go off just a, a clipper, a my lost interest clip. Spend the fucking eight bucks a month. Stop being cheap. Stop being lazy. Clip out the show, and then cover it. You know, because there, there's something about watching an entire episode. You know, you could point out like some, like so much of the nuance going on, so much of the awkwardness going on that you can't get in an eight minute clip. There's just no possible way. There's no possible way. So that, that was my biggest gripe with this whole MLI, right? Keep clipping. That's not the issue. Keep, you know, people need to see, you know, or maybe not, maybe people don't need to see this, but you know, there's so many shows going on and it's, it, it is insane to think that. You as a consumer could watch all of this because you can't. So you do need to catch up. 
So for the audience who, who, who doesn't have the time to just sit around and watch podcasts all day, uh, clip channels are the greatest. And they help, you know, get out messages. Like, like I've always said that. Um, let me take a sip of water. Again, though, uh, just the hosts need to do a better job. The hosts need to do a better job. And that pertains to the one, the mud shark. By the way, that was another funny thing last night. I don't know if, uh, if these guys were doing it as a troll, but every time Chad would walk into the building, uh, to the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, people would just get up and go, mud shark, mud shark. And I don't know if they were trying to gas him up, but, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I'm the fucking mud shark. Like, I mean, his ego was definitely fed last night. It was uh, funny to watch Chad in his element. So this was Chad the other day on Thursday. He's going to give us a little update on the win by two blocking incident here. So let's check this out together. So again, so there he is. He's watching the, the Ray DeVito. Check this out, Dr. Chow, if you're still here. He's watching the Ray DeVito Stevie Lou thing that we watched Chow on Sunday. Now, mind you, this was Thursday. You know, and he's going to give you, you know, if you're covering something, you know, five to seven days plus after the fact, you better have such a different, unique take and a different perspective or, or something new to show everybody when you're covering this. Like, you can't just, you know, start covering something that's already been covered a million times and be like, you know, I think, uh, you know, especially if it's a week or two weeks after whatever said thing happened. It's like, yeah, see how fucking dumb this guy is? You see how the way he drinks his fucking skull or his uh, Miller Lite? What a fucking fag. Am I right, guys? Hit this subscribe button. Keep donating. It's like, no, you better come with a, a fresh set of eyes and show us something that hasn't already been shown to us. So, again, here's Chad covering the My Lost Interest clip. This, uh, again, just it just goes. It's just another one of these hosts who, who don't do any. They rely on the clip channels. Without the clip channels, they would not have a show. Without Reddit, they would not have a show. Without Twitter, little short videos, there would be no show. Um, so let's watch a little bit of this. We're going to watch Chad kind of stutter and stammer along. Uh, get jumbled up on his words. And it's funny because he said the same exact thing to me or about me at one point before he goes, you know, win by two, he can't even get a sentence out or, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and he was like trying to, he thought that was an owner. But the more and more I watch Chad, I realized just it's pure projection because Chad is really the stumbler flumbler. You know what I mean? So uh, it's very funny. There was a little bit of stumblage last night during his set too. A couple times. One time, he almost like it looked like he was having a fucking, like a nervous seizure tick. Like his his head was like geeking out a little bit. I don't know. It's pretty. Maybe it was the cocaine. I don't know. No, I don't think Chad was on coke, but maybe he was, and maybe he just hides it well. Now there's no way you could be this pudgy and be doing cocaine. You know what I mean? Uh, so. He, I mean, he's, I mean, holy shit, this was a long breakdown of this My Lost Interest clip. Uh, I, let's just skip to, I forget where this exactly was. We'll just go to right about here. Let's just watch a little bit of this, and then we're going to have an update from 
Chad and the banning situation, and you know, hopefully we can't get this resolved now. Thrower under the bus. Oh, we gotta go back because I think you already fucking stumbled. Now the ladies are starting to like. I don't want to do it. I know one girl in particular that's been on his podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw her under the bus. Already, but she told me the only reason she went on Ray's podcast because he would not stop bugging her. He said that he's like, I, she, he bugged me nonstop to the point where I ran out of excuses. So she hesitantly did the podcast just so Ray wouldn't keep contacting her. That's a that's a one hundred truth, one hundred percent truth. What is Not it? Bull- what was that word, Chad? Can you try to explain that word one more time to us, Chad? I didn't quite pick that up. I wasn't listening. Podcast, just so Ray wouldn't keep contacting her. That's a that's a one hundred truth, one hundred percent truth. <laughs> he couldn't say the word percent. That's a one hundred percent truth. It's like a Jake Hudson level style of uh, speech here. We're going to play it back a little slow. Let's watch him. This is what happened last night. There was an instance on the stage last night where he was trying to deliver a joke, and he got like he was like a broken down robot. And it lasted for about it lasted longer than this. This was like a second. Last night was like three seconds on stage. That's a that's a one hundred truth. 100% truth. Okay, truth. I'm not bullshitting you. <laughs> she said, I only did it because he would not stop. Does anyone watch podcasts in this speed? Does anyone watch, or does anyone watch, in the other way, does anyone watch podcast on YouTube specifically on fast speed? Like, imagine fast chat. I have to watch Patrick Mountain sometimes at 1.75 speed. Because his uh, delivery is so slow that he repeats himself, and then he repeats himself, and then it's so slow. It's like, get to the point. I'm going to die soon. You know what I mean? We're like, you know what I mean? We're running out of time here. Get to the fucking point. I don't have time to sit around and play this, you know, hanging on to every word bit. So, yeah, I have to watch back Melton on uh, 1.75 speed. Uh, Chris Max says, I go to 1.25 or 1.5. Yes, on Melton, says Kush King. Yes, Blade, yes. Uh, you know it's the truth when... Bex, what did Bex say? You know it's the truth when they tell you it is. Joint Spurktopia today. Yes, Joint Spurktopia, uh, courtesy of Sam V. Matt Hawkins says, or as Bob Levy would say, 100% truth. Truth. You know, because he... I don't know why he actually talks like that. Is it because he uh, has fake teeth? And he can't say truth. I'm the one to talk, right? I can't even say the golf course correctly. Anyway, uh, watch this. So this is 1.75 speed. This is Chad on like a fresh hit of crystal. This would Chad. This is how Chad's persona would be. Uh, contacting me. She goes, I ran out of excuses. I don't repeat myself like Ray. So I agreed to do it. So he wouldn't contact me anymore. That's how he books his podcast. So... Then you guys, guys like Quadfather and Stevie Lou who run, <clears throat> they will run to the podcast. Open up your membership tabs, guys, and hit the like button. Yeah, guys, cool. open up those memberships. Come on, you fucks. Open them up. I'm doing such a stellar show. I'm speaking as Chad, not me. Um, keep your memberships closed over there. Yeah, you know, it's like, what are you doing that deserves any sort of membership? So anyway, this is Chad covering the My Lost Interest clip. Oh, I, th- I think he has a hot take on uh, Vince McMahon. W-Man uh, super chatted in. 
five bucks to kind of change the pace. W Man's probably one of these guys. W Man's a great guy, but he's probably just like, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to hear about. I, like, I heard about Ray DeVito and Stevie Lou on Sunday. What's your take on the Vince McMahon thing, Chad? I forget what Chad says, but I think it's a stellar take from Chad. Uh, let's now, Chad is like a wrestling guy, right? Let's listen to W Man, $5. Thank you, W Man. Mudshark, off topic. What's your take on the this Vince McMahon stuff going on? I'm not really following it, to be honest with you. I know. Oh. It just seems there's a, like a, there's some nasty text messages, and he's a freak, oh. and Brock Lesnar's involved. Cool. That's all I know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not really following it. So. Okay, I'm not really following it either. But I know like Vince McMahon was like shitting on prostitutes' heads. You know. He's like, yeah, there's uh, like a text and uh, Brock Lesnar. I thought he was going to say Brock Lee. Imagine that. All right, so let's go to the the banning update here. Uh, I don't really have too much from this Chad stuff. But shout out to Chris Mack, by the way. Huge shout out to Chris Mack. Because Chris Mack was there uh, wanting my voice to be unsilenced, unbanned, as I was there for Chris and beloved Chatter and Coltsy. In uh, Keanu's chat, I was fighting for their right to, to to talk and to party. Beastie Boy song. I was fighting for their right, and Chris Mack, boom, there he popped up in chat's chat. I couldn't I couldn't chat at all, by the way. I was still blocked as of Thursday. There's Chris Mack. He pops up. He's like, yo, Z-Man. And he delivers this. Chris, thank you, sir. I don't want to sir. overstay my welcome. Thank you, sir. Chris Mack. Will you own Black win by two, please? He wasn't really saying anything too bad, if we're being honest. Well, he was being a—he was trolling Tony Mazer. It was just annoying. It's like if right, so it's like you know, and I wasn't really like yeah, I was trolling Tony, but it's like again, we went over this. Watch the last episode. There was like seven words that I said. There was three chats, seven words total. You know, so it wasn't even. You know, if, if I'm trolling, again, you have to look at me as a heckler. If I'm heckling the comedy show, you would deal with me accordingly, I would hope. I mean, if you guys have been doing comedy this long and you have no rebuttals or no responses to hecklers or trolls, then what the fuck are you doing in comedy, you know? And I, I guess that makes sense, right, because that's why the, the crowd was overtaking the comics at times last night. There was no real crowd control. There was a lot of crowd work, but there was no crowd control. And I guess they're Gino's, uh, Keanu, Chad's, Tony's. They're not great at that, I guess. They're not good at controlling a crowd. And I guess that checks out. I guess that checks out. But it's like, you know, you've been doing, again, that would be like, that would be like if I jumped on stage and played a set and... After the, the second song, everyone was completely repulsed. They hated us so bad. They just went to the bar. They left. I mean, I guess that's a little different, but you know, the, the same point re remains. It's like, you know, you have to be able to, to, to keep the crowd engaged and have some sort of crowd control, which Chad does not. So, again, uh, it wasn't really all that serious. Uh, it was seven words. So, I, I, Chad, you need to unban me. You need to unban me. I'll still be trolling Tony Mazur, by the way. It's not going to be vicious. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be anything. Like, it wasn't anything vicious on uh, the last show on Mondays with Mazer. was asking him if he liked the word tomatoes. 
you know, wasn't even all that serious. And here you are like, oh, I got to fucking teach him a lesson. You just want to be a guy, win by two. Okay, I mean, I guess, according to, according to Chad. I'll, I'll run it by you next time. Let's keep if you keep repeating your shit, we, get, we see it, but you just keep spamming, and we're like, that's enough. That's the only time I block. Now, see, this is just a, 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 a bald-faced lie. You guys know my number one rule in my chat, what constitutes a ban, and that's spam, right? It's almost like a nice play on words. What will get you banned? A fucking spam. Bam, bam, bam. Um, so chat says I was spam. Like, I wouldn't spam someone else's chat if that's my number one rule. You know what I mean? So it's just a, it's a bold-faced lie, and just he's trying to, uh, I guess, justify his reasoning for the ban. Really, it's if you're spamming. Hey, that's my rule, motherfucker. Don't steal my rules. That's my... You, that's fucking... Wow. What a fucking dickhead. He stole my rule. Spamming, and we're like, that's enough. That's the only time I block, really, is if you're spamming. That's literally my number one rule. That's like, the, the as soon as you sign up and, and you become a win-by-two-a-night... A two nation guy like Earl Skakel. Earl. Uh, that's the first rule of the handbook. Chat at your own will. Chat at your own risk. Chat at your own leisure. But if you spam, you're banned. Simple. Now, Chad's stealing my fucking rules. <laughs> News to me. Let's keep watching. Uh, KB wants everyone to have a good weekend. Okay, so I think that was it. So, yeah, Chad, we're going to need I'm to get Chad to unblock me immediately. Uh, let's, I mean, please, I mean, I, I don't really give a shit all that much. But, you know, I do want to keep trolling Tony. I think that's hilarious because Tony can't take it. He's a thin-skinned little weasel on a podcast. Um, so I'm just checking some updates here. The Blind Trader. Uh, are, are you guys putting in any... Bets for the Super Bowl. Who you guys got for the Super Bowl? Let me do this poll, actually. Kevin Lewis. Um, Hold on. Let's see something here. Melton. Sorry about that. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I saw this before. Yeah, someone sent me a Melton picture. Holy fuck. I think I've seen this before. Um, Yeah. Who you guys got in the Super Bowl, though? Niners, 50 bucks, SMB. I'm going to do another poll. I'm going to do a sports poll. Uh, start a poll. Who you got in the big game? We'll go Casey, and we'll go San Fran. Start poll. Uh, and in the meantime, we're going to go to Gino Biscunti. I heard a great nickname for Gino, by the way. Gino Biscunte. Biscunt. Like a cunt, which is ironic because that's what he's about to call me here. We're about to watch him call me a cunt, and this was Friday, and then I see him the very next day. He didn't call me a cunt then. He was singing my praises. He was singing my praises, headband and all. And I will say, and I've said this before on the air, and I'm after seeing Gino and after meeting Gino in, in real life, I R L. He was uh, a lot more flamboyant. Now you're probably like, John, isn't that like every guy that you cover? Like, that's like you're pretty much go-to. But it's like, they all are. Melton, Gino, Ray. 
I mean, those are really the only three. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anyone else. I think that uh, th those are the main three. After meeting Gino in, in, in real life, like, I'm only more convinced that there's something else he's not telling us. It makes more sense that, you know, the whole dildo sucking thing, it just, you know what I mean? It makes sense now. Like, before it was just watching you on a screen, and we're just kind of assuming what it is we're watching is only because it can only be that you're, you know, homoerotic. Now, after seeing you in person and the way you prance, walking to the stage with your hand out and your headband on, <laughs> it's like practically almost confirmed. That's a fucking fact. So watch Gino, though, because he's going to be calling me some nasty things. Gino, I need a full-on apology. Next show, next show, next Gratcast, next In Hot Water, you need to dedicate five minutes, and I won't accept anything less. It needs to be at least five and I need a full-out written and spoken apology. Uh, and then you could send us the written version, and that's like the transcript version. We'll read that on the show as well, and then we'll watch it on the show. So it's, it's got to be five minutes, because, I mean, this is pretty fucked up, what you're going to say here. Pretty fucked up. And I won't stand for it. I will not stand for it. All right, so remember, two, oh yeah, I think it's 2.12 is where this is at. Shout out Gina Marie, oh shout out to your- And by the way, Gino is the only guy, only guy who's got a $450 microphone and somehow makes it sound like shit. He's got the Shure SM7B. He's the only guy capable of making a Shure SM7B, a $450 microphone, the podcasting gold standard. He is able to make it sound like he's talking through a, like a talk box, like a, like, a, like a guitar amp, like he's somehow hooked his voice up to the back of a Marshall JCM 800 and is screaming as the distortion is cranked. I mean, it's so fucking bad. And there's nothing I could do. There's no, like, uh, audio altering I could do to make this any smoother. Uh, so uh, just bear with me. I know it's it's a lot. Gino in the morning, it's like, you know, just bear with me here because he's in his zone. He's going to come up, uh, come across the win by two. The big bad. Win by Motherfucking two. Everybody else, go subscribe to Win by Two Radio. I like him. That's He's me. always uh, fun in the chat. He's always a good dude. He busts balls once in a while, but in a fun in way. In a fun way, though, right? Dick Fitzwell says, Crush, they have been calling him out for the biggest loser this weekend. Who's that? Ray? Who are they calling? Who are they calling out? Podcasting through a fuzz pedal, B Smiley says. Yeah, a fuzz pedal. That's exactly, I mean, that, that's spot on. There was a... Hold on. I got to show you guys something. Uh, this is what comes to mind. Like, when I think of Gino's microphone, this is what comes to mind. Talking through a fuzz box, I like. That's a great analogy. But I think it's this is more spot on. Toy Story. What's that speaker in a Toy Story speaker? This is it right here. This is it right the fuck here. Let's go. Uh, can we visit this? Can we blow this image up? Mr. Mike. It's called. Do you guys remember this from Toy Story? Do we have any Toy Story fans here? I used to love Toy Story when I was like seven. Um, can I, is there a way I can, okay, here we go. All right, so this is what, uh, I, like, I imagine when Gino boots up his podcast, this is what he uses. 
and he's just yelling through this thing. And it's connected to a, uh, a fuzz pedal, and then he's broadcasting it onto StreamYard, which, according to Melton, if you use StreamYard, you're a fucking loser. But then we find out, actually, Patrick Melton uses StreamYard himself. So I guess it's self-admittance that he is, in fact, a dumb nerd slash loser. Uh, so, yeah, this is what I pictured Gino talking through. When he's doing a podcast. So I, I do apologize about this in advance, guys. Bear with me on this. This is Gino uh, yelling at yours truly. Your lovely little boy, Dante. Aww. He's so adorable. He's got to be around a year now, right, Gina? Maybe even more. God forgive me. How old is Dante now? Um, it's worse than wispy. His beard? She's so, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Look. Look at sexy six. Like, look at her. Like, just me out with the suitcase. I want to go. She's going to be here. I don't care where I end up. I will be there February 24th. Uh, and I will say this about the February 24th, excuse me. Yeah, there you go. Because the 23rd, we're in Jersey. Uh, I will say this about, and I've said this so countless bad. times. I had one of, I had a fucking moment, a moment when I was at the Dojo of Comedy, and I said it all the time, Gina. Listen Mikey will tell you, or you know you want. So, so he's, he's going to be recalling, and we've covered this before, his story. He's he's had this story before. This is his big moment. During COVID, this was uh, Gino's big way of fighting back against Anthony Fauci. Is when Anthony Fauci and all those guys from the uh, you know WHO and the World Health, or not, it's the same fucking place. It's a place I'm thinking of. The WHO and... Uh, center to uh, the CDC. This has been a very fun show. Very, very fun show, show very, very fun, fun week. week. Um, the CDC and the WHO were shutting us down. We couldn't go out. We couldn't, you know, uh, indulge in activities, outside activities, sporting events, comedy shows. Not that we would want to be at a comedy show. Um, music events. I mean, it was a bad time. So Gino's way of being like a Paul Revere... Uh, George Washington, the way to stick it to the man is he's going to perform outside at the Dojo of Comedy, which, uh, again, don't ever go to that place. It stinks, despite what these guys may say. The Dojo of Comedy is probably one of the worst. I'd rather go to the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, to be quite honest with you. Um, but this was Gino's big way of fighting back. Listen to this story as he describes it again. Watching hot water. He was, he was the first guy ever said, this guy has boots on the ground, if I may, stolen valor. Because while they were shutting stuff down, he set up on the porch. Fucking, he had the heaters. We were doing shows in jackets for eight fucking people. and Eight fucking people, he says. Imagine doing a show for eight people. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Eight people? Like you, I mean, you couldn't make. I would have at least made up a number and been like, "We're doing a show for like twenty people, eight people." That's your big way of fighting back, doing shows outside in the freezing cold for eight ocho people. And there was a moment where I literally said, "I'm like, there's a reason we're out here. There's a reason that was the only way we could." Yeah, the reason was you guys were were bored, and you know what I mean. Like everyone was telling you you couldn't uh, perform at events. You got too bored. You got a bunch of your fucking little dumb friends together and like, hey, let's do comedy outside in, in the middle of fucking January. It's a, a swell idea. 
You know, like it's like, what is the point of that? You you drove the Tiff's comedy for eight people. I, I venture to guess you didn't get paid. What did they pay you in fucking uh, chicken noodle soup? Like, so what is like your like? You're not sticking it to the man. The man doesn't even know you exist. You know, to to be sticking it to the man, the man at least has to know you're sticking it to him. If he doesn't know you're sticking it to him, then. See, Gino's problem is he would want to stick it in the man. This has been a very fun show. A, a very, very fun, fun show, show very, very fun, fun week. week. You get my point. Uh, it just, I can't hit the sound drop to save my life. Uh, my dumb fucking fat little fucking hot dog fingers are getting in the way. God damn it. <sighs> the Kleino says, host, he's watching with one eye. Adolf like doing beer halls too. Or beer, does that say beer hails or halls? Halls. Okay. Rain says, Gino rocking the forehead like Megamind. Where is, where is she at, Miss Megamind? I'm so dry. Uh, anyway, let's keep watching this. Gino. Gino, Gino, Gino. Sticking it to the man for eight people outside of Tiff's in the freezing cold. Fight fucking back. And he always was boots on the ground, supporting fucking comedy during COVID when they wanted to separate us. He was fucking listen, listen amazing. To listen to this. He was amazing. And uh, that's why I can't say enough about the dojo. And not to mention, if you didn't enjoy watching fucking John DiCaprio Whoa. getting tossed the fuck out of there, Whoa. getting tossed the fuck out of there, be like, well, I'm trying to expose people that aren't funny. You're not funny, John. Wow. You're I'm not funny. This has been a fun show. This has been a very fun show. Very, very fun, fun show. show very, very fun, fun Gino. Wow, I'm not funny. That really, you got me, Gino. You got me. We may need to shut down shop now. You have exposed me for not being a funny man. Sorry. You, you know, imagine being concerned. Am I funny? Does everyone view me as funny? Can I crack a joke? Will people laugh? Gino set yesterday. Uh, you know, you should maybe look in the mirror, Gino. I mean, this this might be the purest of pure projection here. Your entire set yesterday was not one of a comedy set. Your set was mainly like you were just preaching. You know what I mean? About Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert and the vaccines. And, you know, it's like, come on, dude. Like, people... I get it. Like his biggest thing is like, you know, if you, if we don't talk about it, then they're winning. It's like, dude, COVID was like four years ago. You know what I mean? Let's move on to something new. Gaza. What's your thoughts on Gaza? You know, or Russia, Vladimir Putin. What's your thoughts? Go. No one cares about vaccines anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, just give me a break. Cause it's like, that's your entire thing. So to call me not funny and then proceed to go out and did or do uh, what you did last night. I mean, come on. What are, what are we talking about here? Seriously. Like, yeah, it's like it's just it's it's that's humorous to me. This I mean, the irony in this little video here that we have, I mean, is chef's kiss. I, I mean, I really wish I, I would. I, it pisses me off because I went in there. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking film because I want to have something to report back on tomorrow, meaning today. And as I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, man. You know, I probably could have easily just recorded. No one was going to do anything. Like, as the night was going on, but whatever. There will, there will be another time. Uh, can't tell if she uh, if she's even alive. She looks like a doll. I guess you mean Keanu. 
Well, Keanu, it's like, you know, pipe up, say something. Not that I need you to come to my defense, but surely, I mean, I guess you think I'm not, I mean, why didn't you tell me this last night? Why didn't you, you say I wasn't funny last night? You know? Very yeah. good at fucking being a streamer. You're very good at fucking trying to be a mini red bar, but you're a failed fucking musician. Wow. And I'll say wow. Now, I mean, now he's, now the claws are, the, the, the gloves are off. The gloves are off now. I mean, he's really going, I mean, look at him. He's really going at it here. He thinks he's fucking crushing me. I don't know. Is he crushing me? Do I, am I crushed? I don't feel crushed. I don't feel owned. Am I supposed to feel like owned or something? You know? I don't know. Let's listen to this. You're funny. You're not funny, Joe. And, and I just want to say this, uh, too. It's like, to, to yell all this shit to get this worked up, and when you sound like this, like the way your microphone sounds, like, it's, it's like this. Hey, blah, blah, blah. It, it's just, you know, imagine like trying to own somebody when you sound worse. I mean, that actually sounded good. But coming from how you sound here, it's just uh, you shouldn't be trying to own anyone. You know what I mean? How about owning a better audio system so we could get that fucking track your vocal track to sound crispy how insane someone's triggered kiki loving it too that's not what your wife said last night you know i mean i i don't want to say it's steven m but someone had to right John, you're very good at fucking being a streamer thank you you're very good at fucking trying to be a mini red bar no, but well, you're I, I don't agree with that musician wow. and i'll say it again wow feel free to come out tonight and take your cell phone camera and catch us all because, oh my God, we're the arbiters of comedy. No, we're the arbiter of comedy. To, you're the arbiter of comedy for yourself. You don't decide what's funny for everyone fucking else. Yeah, okay. and I don't think, I mean, maybe I am. Maybe I am trying to decide what's funny for, but I don't think that's my, my mission. My mission and, and my mission statement to Win by Two in the podcast is, um, in the Pain podcast, is, uh, you know, covering shitty podcast check. We have one right here. And two, when we can get boots on the ground at certain events, we will because we want to show the world. Because see, what happens is, and this is why I do it, the reason why I want to go film and the reason why I, like, I, I'm you know, so passionate about filming comics live is because what happens is they tell you a different story and, and a different way the events took place like they'll tell you it was phenomenal it was great everyone was having a good time they were laughing zenhauser crushed mike morse did a solid fucking 30 he knocked it out of the park so it's like that's not happening you know what that's not happening but you're telling us that anyway so i'm gonna go and film it and show everyone that it's not happening whether you, you know, if you think these guys are funny, that's on you. I'm not here to tell you who to like, who to dislike, who you think who you think should be funny or shouldn't be funny. I'm simply just showing you and then rebutting to some of this nonsense that has to transpire throughout a show. Because you have to peacock your little, your little fucking feathers and act tough. Call me a, a failed musician. It's like, what even constitutes as a failed musician? By that logic, you're a failed comic. So what constitutes as a failed musician? I still perform. I still record, write, and record music. Um, 
And just because I haven't, uh, you know, been signed to any record labels and had my big break, so to speak, doesn't mean it's not in the cards somewhere down the line. I'm still very young and still doing this. So there's plenty of time for all that. But it's just like, what constant, what even constitutes as a failed musician? Uh, please, like, uh, enlighten me. I mean, I don't feel like a failed musician. I don't know. Uh, but keep listening to this. Okay, so when someone fucking kindly escorts you out of their fucking building for fucking not playing by their fucking rules, cry like a cunt, but you're a cunt, John. Wow. Don't I'm a cunt, he says. And you're a boomer. Yeah, I mean, pretty insane stuff here. Keanu, what you got to say, Keanu? Huh? Last night, she's like, you know, uh, I enjoy your show, even though all you do is shit on me. It's like, I don't, all I do is shit on you. It's like, no, it's, we started off shitting on you. We've come around and we said Keanu's actually, you know, probably better out of the two. Gino and Keanu, Keanu being better out of the two. Um, This is like issues I have. It's like Gino's sitting here calling me a non-funny cunt. And you're just laying back with nothing to say. How despicable. How disgraceful. I mean, say something, you know. Even if you joined in with them. But to just sit there like, oh, everything's fine and good. Or unless she's probably thinking, damn, this is going to be, uh, I'm going to be zoomed in on on the next Win by Two show. Thanks. Thanks, betrothed. Or whatever she calls him. Thanks, babe. Damn. Now he's going to zoom, max zoom on me. Looking like uh, the Blair Witch Project over here. Keanu, I mean, come on. You know? Let's, let's get a grip. Say something next time. If you see something, say something. What was that slogan from? Is that dare? If you see something, say something. Or no, that's Neighborhood Watch. If you see something, say something. Even in podcasting. Come on, she's not going to contradict her man. Well, I'm telling her she has to. She has to. Or she's no friend of Win by Twos. <laughs> uh, the part is the only thing that gives it away. What part? Whose part? Look at her lips. I want them gone. <laughs> Look at her lips. I want them gone, says Rainy G. That's hilarious. Uh, Rick said it looked like she had a hood on. I don't really see it. Uh, Mutagrouse says, Keanu started off calling you a fat a couple months ago. That's true. That's true, Mutagrouse. But I think that was just met, like, she met, She the only reason why she was saying that was because she was, like, I, was, I mean, I was really shitting on her, too. So it's just a way to... That's funny, too. They saw me last night. They're like, oh, you're actually uh, not that fat in person. Like, yeah, gee, thanks. It's like, you know what they say? You know, the camera adds 10 pounds. Yeah, this whole notion that, like, I'm... Yeah, whatever. Maybe I am fat. I am, I mean, I guess I am. But um, I know what I'm not, and I know what I don't do. I'm not a closeted homosexual like Gino, and I don't suck dildos. As a bit, you know? How gross. So, uh, yeah, Keanu, I mean, look, you don't need to apologize, whatever. You don't want to contradict Gino. Fine, I get it. But, 
uh, I mean, you might have to answer for this. I don't want an apology. I want an apology from you, Gino. Five-minute on-air apology written and talked. So you got to, like, do the whole thing on your show. Five minutes. At least. It could be more. I won't stop you. Five minutes, and then you got to write. You got to write. Whatever you say, you have to write it down as well. All right? Keanu, just whatever. Whatever. You know? I'm disappointed. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed at Keanu. And we'll kind of leave it there. Uh, Except on vacations. Gino, please apologize. Naked. I mean, I don't even know if I want to take it there. Because he probably would do some shit like that. But, uh, all right, let's, let's finish up this clip. Check this out. Commit to a bit without saying, this is the bit where I act like a cunt. Now watch me do it Raceway. This is the bit where I act like a cunt because I'm a cunt that lives in my neighbor's, my mo- my dead mother's friend's house, and this is how I yell. Who said you couldn't do impressions? That's, it's easy to do. You yell, you whisper, but you whisper real. All right, so that's really it. That's where Kush King says, Spurg. Um... That's really it with Gino, uh, the whole Gino stuff. Yeah, so, again, let's get on this by tomorrow's In Hot Water, the next grad cast, and figure it out. Five minutes. People wanted uh, you to do it naked. I mean, I'll accept, I'll, however which way you got to do it. If you, if you got to do it naked or you got to do it with clothes, just do it, as Nike once said. Um, and then as far as counting, like I said, I'm not even mad. I'm just, I'm just disappointed, you know? So... There's that as well. Blade yells, says J-Dub's production. Uh, what a leech, says Kush King. Gino has a dead mother. And I believe his mother and father, if I'm not mistaken, are drunk on cringed. Have Gino write the apology on his forehead. Seems to have a lot of room there. Yeah, I mean, however which way you got to do it, uh, Gino, whether it be on your forehead on a piece of paper, typed up on a nice Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. I, like, I don't care. Just get it done. Next show. This is your final warning. Final fucking warning. All right? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to... This isn't even a threat either. I mean, this is a threat, but not like a violent threat. This is like a podcasting threat where we'll just... Figuratively, podcasting sense, nuke you and, and come after you. You know what I mean? However, which way that looks, but you can't call the like you know what I mean. I don't want to get caught up in you calling the cops because you think I'm threatening you. Just apologize. Five minutes. It's basic, very simple. I'm not asking much. I'm not a uh, I'm not a unreasonable guy. All right, so I want to watch one or a few other things before we get out of here for the day. Uh, I want to watch this. Keep it on this Keanu Chrissy Mayer. Mickey and Lila Hart, this little person, Lila Hart. Uh, she's actually, it's confirmed actually, Lila Hart is actually taller than Stuttering John and Chad Zuma. That's a fucking fact. Yes, little Lila, they call her. She's actually taller than Chad, Stuttering John, and Tony Mazer. So I just want to play uh, something from this. So if you guys remember, since we came back January 6th, the great Blade Surrection, the day that was Blade Surrection, the nine-hour journey, since we came back, we watched Pat Dixon, the 8.7 Pat Dixon. 8.7. Uh, 
be completely creepy with the women of the dab, the Dabbleverse. Being completely uh, completely creepy with Kate Meany, creepy with Harry Jane, creepy with a lot of of these women, and always on every show it seemed like for a while until I said something. It felt like he was bringing up Chrissy Mayer's name because he was obsessed with her. Now, mind you, the, the marriage ended in like 2012, 2013, over 10 years ago. And uh, Pat still brings her up and still reminisces about the past and pontificates about the time he brought her roses and she didn't reciprocate the same loving feelings and the time that, you know, they went to Italy and they spent all their time in a spaghetti fucking filled tub. They were swimming around, uh, swimming around in fucking gravy. She and he would reminisce uh, the the last time I got to touch her lips. And he wants to, he wants you guys to think that he's some hopeless romantic, just going through life trying to find the one. Right? That's what Pat would have you to believe. All the meanwhile, putting everyone else to sleep of his uh, fucking just because he's so boring. Him and Mazer. I mean, really. Get it to... I mean, even Earl Skakel is... At least Earl Skakel could fucking do this, right? Have some sort of energy. Pat just sits there uh, like a fucking lump on a log. Mazer just... I mean, Mazer, you have a lot of work to do, man. You have a lot... You you should let me coach you, Mazer. You should let me coach you in podcasting. Seriously. Chad, too. uh, I'll I'll do a two-for-one. The two-for-one win-by-two special. Who knows to win-by-two radio? I'll teach you guys how to be better versions of yourself on shows. Not that hard. You kind of already do it on, on the stage, but somehow there's a disconnect from the stage to the podcast. You know? Tony Mazur, it's like you're, you're wanting to talk about Opie and Anthony from... 2001 on podcast, but at your comedy show, there was a little bit more to it. I Like, I could, okay, maybe there was some funny in there. I'm not saying, you know, you're all funny, I mean, at all. I'm just saying maybe there is a, some sort of funny in there. So how could we get that? How can we translate that on your Check Your Brain podcast? So you should, I mean, seriously, you should let me coach you guys. I should, I mean, I could coach. Blade can coach. Coach Blade, they call me. Uh, anyway, so back to Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon, he's hopeless. There's nothing. I mean, I could coach him, and he would not be able to. I mean, he wouldn't be able to to learn uh, enough for. I mean, if you're that boring, you're that boring. Like you, you don't just you can't teach enthusiasm. You know what I mean? You can't learn enthusiasm. You either are or you aren't. You either are entertaining or you aren't. You can't teach that sort of thing. You can't learn that sort of thing. You're just, you either have it or you don't, you know? And people like Pat Dixon, I don't know how he's gotten this far without, you know, really putting everyone to sleep in his life. But so back to this Chrissy Mary thing. So I was watching, I had just tuned in for Balkanaw Thursdays, a Keanu Thompson special featuring, again, Lila Hart. Who, which it is confirmed here by Win by Two. Somebody clipped this. My lost interest clipped this. Lie the heart is confirmed taller than Chad and Stuttering John. That's just a fact. Uh, we have Lila Hart, Chrissy Mayer, and Michael Lean Thompson. And Chrissy, uh, well, I mean, amongst other things, she's about to burst. It's like that Lincoln Park song, and I'm about to break. But instead, it'd be, I'm about to burst, uh, Chrissy Mayer. 
She's about to have a child, but she's going to bring up Pat Dixon and Pat Dixon's recent obsession with her. And she's going to give us her take on this whole thing. And I thought this was phenomenal. This is like a story arc that's kind of coming full fucking circle. We throw it out there in the ether, and now it's Chrissy Mayer's responding. So let's watch it. Like I give it a quick refresh. Dad, I'm like, she never... All right, so let's skip ahead to three. I think 42 it was. Let's check it out. On, like, and I, I guess I didn't realize that some people do this is they just want the sort of like clout by association. They're like, oh we don't God. particularly care for you, but we're very much interested in Anthony Cumia and Gavin McGinnis. And I wanted to talk about Stuttering John and I want to talk about Gino and I want to talk about Pat. And it's like, okay, well then go talk to those people then, you know? And then, so I finally leave the interview and then I hear the interviewer say, cause I had it playing on the background of my phone or whatever. Oh, I, I don't even like her. I just, I had her on cause she has 191,000 Twitter followers. And then I'm like, oh, well what the, well, the, what the fuck then? You know, like, That's my clit. Because I don't have, I don't have people on in bad faith. I don't have people on just to make them feel bad. I hate that by the way, uh, when ladies, talk like that when 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 ladies talk trashy you know um especially around your mom too like i i don't like any lady saying suck my clit you fucking cunt this or that a baba ba it's like ah come on potty mouth come on i mean there's kids in the audience here there's kids on your show you know have some fucking decorum even like her i just i had her on because she has 191,000 twitter followers and then i'm like oh well what the, well, the what the fuck then you know like, that's my clit because i don't have i don't have people on in bad faith i don't have people on just to make them feel bad or talk shit about them to me that's not interesting that's like very sophomoric and again you add in the element of like, okay so she was on a podcast i mean this is a quick backstory like, she was on a podcast like, she got oh, ransacked she would like she got blindsided she wasn't expecting them uh, to do what they did, essentially. They blindsided. I don't know the full backstory, but then Pat Dixon's name gets brought up, and she's going to give us some insight into her feelings on Pat Dixon's latest obsession with bringing her up on every podcast. So I think I might even have to... No, I think this is the right spot right here. Let's just watch. you clubs with your ex, Pat. Let's talk... How many dicks did you suck? And I'm like... I was like, I'm sorry, if the, if the most interesting thing you can ask me about is a relationship that ended 10 years ago, like, oh, it just makes me feel God. like y'all didn't really research and you're not up. Like, I could talk about the Todd McDonald thing, which is popping off today. I could talk about, like, literally anything else. Right, and, and literally uh, everybody aside. So, real quick, Stephen M says, which show did she get blindsided on? Um, so, I, th I think it was just a Twitter space. I don't know. the. She didn't actually say the podcast name. But essentially, they wanted to. They they brought her on, and then when she the way she describes it is they brought her on, and when when they were asking her questions, it really didn't uh, pertain to anything Chrissy was doing, or you know Chrissy was into. It was all about like Kumia, or as she describes Pat Dixon, and um, so she felt like you know she was kind of duped, I guess. So she's pissed and she's venting. Because one of the questions, I guess, was about Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon's name came up. And this is what she says about Pat. From, like, Kumia and Gavin uh, that they were, like, so obsessed with, you have far Pat, Gino, uh, you have far more of a... Not, not to uh, d d disturb you, Gino, I'm sorry, but you far more of a following <laughs> and something. And I spoke yeah. very highly of Kumia and Gino. I said I will forever be loyal and grateful 
to yeah. Chino and Kumia for giving me a, a spot, like the first people to ever give me an opportunity. Um, Do they think you're going to call compound. Anthony uh, uh, down in, uh, you know, South Carolina and be like, you know what you should do? Uh, you should really do these douchebags podcast. And I you know really what? think like, that you should. Right. And the, and I get it because they're on the same network as my ex. And he talks about me all the time, still, which is very yeah. sad because I no. don't talk about him at all. It's like I've. You hear that, Pat? It's very fucking sad. Sad boy, Patrick. Sad boy, Patrick. Sad, sad, sad. I mean, dude, it's fucking sad, Pat. Sad Pat. That should be the name of your new podcast. Out of the horse's mouth. I mean, that's I mean, the, this the, that phrase is spot on. Out of the horse's mouth, Chrissy Mayer, out of the horse's mouth. That should be a podcast name too. I'm just coming up with podcast podcast names left and right. Sad Boy Pat podcast, horse's mouth podcast. Phenomenal names. Just make sure to compensate me on the back end. It's sad, Pat. Again, that's what I said. Ten years you've been. Divorced, the big D word. Ten fucking years and you still bring her up. And in the context that you bring her up sometimes, I mean, it's very creepy. And I've said that. It's very strange. Again, I don't talk about exes that I had. Now, granted, we weren't married, but still, like, you don't see me pontificating at 11 o'clock at night about an ex I had fucking 12 years ago. No, you, you, you grow up, you move on. Pat's never moved on, though. That's the problem. He's still stuck in the Chrissy era and can't get over Chrissy. It's like, you know, I, I, I almost I almost pity you, you know, that you're somehow can't get over Chrissy. Chrissy Mayer. Chrissy fucking Mayer. Say what you want about her. But again, you know, she has an, an NSFW, not safe for work, Reddit, which sometimes we cover here on the show. And you got people like, I mean, virtually spanking it online to, to Chrissy. I don't see it. You know, I'm not a big fan of redheads to begin with. No offense, ladies. Not a big fan. Um, But I just don't see it. I mean, she's just very repulsive looking to me. She looks like, uh, I don't even know. Like, she's just got, like, sweaty armpits all the time, you know? Like, smelly, sweaty armpits and gout, you know? That's what she reminds me of. So it just, it it does nothing for me, Chrissy. Um, average as fuck, people are saying. I love redheads, says Leo Gunn. Do you, well, th see, there's certain redheads that are pretty fucking sexy. Like, I've seen some really good-looking redheads. But Chrissy, I mean, and she, I mean, that's why redhead, redheads get a bad rap. It's for, it's because people like Chrissy, you know? They see Chrissy, and they think all redheads are like that. And it just gives them a you know a bad name. You can't unsee the pit smell. I mean, it's ugh, ugh. I'm nauseous now. Okay. By the way, if you hear snoring lightly in the background, uh, it's Butters. He's looking at me now because I just said his name. Like, what the fuck you want, homie? Yeah, he's just snoring behind me. He's just enjoying the day as dogs do. 
simple life as a dog. Anyway, uh, enough of my dog. Back to the horse, Chrissy May. And the, and I get it because they're on the same network as my ex, and he talks about me all the time still, which is very oh sad God. because I don't no. talk about him at all. It's like I've like. Dude, like I don't even think of you until somebody, until like somebody, you know what I mean? Like I just, Chrissy, I told some, you this. This it's so, it's so sad to me to not have moved on. It's yes. like, oof, I guess I am the most impressive thing he's ever done. Like that's very sad. That's very sad. sad. Very sad boy. Sad. Chris says butters twenty twenty four. Yeah, my my dog will be running in this year's presidential election. Give it up for my dog. Good job, pup. Can't I mean honestly, Butters could probably beat Joe Biden. I mean, if we're being completely honest, in a, in a full-on debate, Butters would probably crush Biden. If we're being serious, uh, let's end this poll here. Uh, so we got who you who you got in the big game tonight? We got fifty-nine percent going San Francisco, forty-one percent going Kansas City. So it looks like people are on the San Francisco train. Butters is MAGA, says Jeff. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If, if I'm going to... Quick fucking sidebar to tonight's game. If I'm a betting man, I'm going Kansas City. San Francisco is the be better team, for sure. Kansas City, though, I mean, they just have too much going for them. They have too much going for them. With the Taylor Swift thing, the Andy Reid, like this could be his last year. Mahomes, they want to be the new Tom Brady... Uh, so if I was a betting man, I'm going Kansas City. And I want to show you guys something real quick off topic. See if we can't find it. Um, let me see here. I got to think. Someone told me about this last night. It was uh, my gas attendant, Lamar. I have this black guy, Lamar, who pumps my gas. I think he watches the show, too. So if you're watching, hi, Lamar. Everyone say hi to Lamar. He might be hiding and watching in secret. That's fine. There's many people who just watch in secret. That's why we like the gift membership, so you can catch people. One time, we caught Gino watching. Caught a lot of people, actually. But, uh, yeah, Lamar was pumping my gas, and he, t and he tells me about a conspiracy about t or tonight's game and the number 13 and how... The number 13, I, I, I haven't seen it. He was only telling, and some of the shit he was saying, I was like, holy shit, I mean, that's that's kind of crazy. But the way the number 13 is being used or how it's significant to tonight's game, like, it, it, here, let me see. Let's see if I just can't find it. Um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Kansas City versus San Fran. The number 13 conspiracy, I guess, is what we're going to look for. I can't fucking type. Um, let me see. I imagine it was on... The conspiracy theory began on the sports podcast, Bussin' with the Boys. On a recent episode, pod host Taylor uh, Lewin, or Lewan, began pointing out coincidental connections between this year's Super Bowl matchup and the number 13, which Taylor Swift herself has said on record is her lucky number. Uh, let's see. Do we have like a video or something? 
Yeah, here we go. Here's something right here. I just want to read it. I heard about this last night. I found this to be fact. I, I love a good conspiracy theory, so maybe this is something to take account here uh, heading into tonight's game. So you see uh, Travis and Taylor... Number 13, Taylor Swift's really weird number 13 conspiracy means the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Uh, again, you know, if we're basing this off conspiracy theories and what the script says the NFL is going to do, then, yeah, Kansas City is going to win tonight. But if we're basing this off pure talent, it should be San Fran. It should be San Fran. In my opinion, as most uh, Swifties know, the number 13 has been a significant part of Taylor Swift's life for years. Uh, but in the wild numerology connection to the number 13 that has Swifties believing her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey's Kansas City Chiefs, will win the Super Bowl against the Niners. Okay. And what is 4 plus 9? 13. Uh, the, uh, the significance of the number 13 on my hand, I paint. Okay. 2009 interview, blah, blah, blah. For example, her song, The Lucky One, is the 13th track on her album, uh, Red Taylor's Version. It has a 13-second introduction, and the word lucky is sung 13 times. Super Bowl 58 will be Taylor Swift's 13th game to attend, a user commented on Twitter. Uh, she will have to take a 13-hour flight from Japan. Super Bowl 58, 5 plus 8 equals 13. Chiefs will win. Uh, it all, another said. So, I mean, th there's some of it there. There's actually a couple more, though, but I found that to be pretty fucking interesting. You know, I'd like a good conspiracy. So if the Chiefs win, it's somehow the number 13 has some involvement. Pretty fucking fascinating stuff. I, I want I want to force Mahomes to be 100% black. Well, is there a way we could do that? Because I'm down. I'm down. There's no more fence sitting. You know what I mean? It's either one or the other. You're either black or you're white. There's no, oh, I don't know, I'm mixed. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not. Come clean. And either, you, you, you got to choose. You can't have it both ways. See, he wants the perks of being a white guy, but he wants the, the street cred as a black, you know? It's like, just commit, motherfucker. Just commit. Uh, Mahomes is 11% black. That would have been crazy if he was 13% black. I, I would have probably, I would have I shut everything down. I'm like, this is too much. 13's following me everywhere. You guys see, ever see that movie with Jim Carrey? I think it's the number 27 or some shit. It's like that, where the number just follows you everywhere, and you're all... Is anyone else in the numerology, or is it just me? And Jim Carrey. Uh, I don't know. I'm only half retarded, says Soft. Yeah, it's like, Soft, you just got to commit. You either got to go full retard or full normal. You can't... You know what I mean? His wife looks like a nut, says Kush King. All right, uh, let's continue. So this is Chrissy. Back to Chrissy Mayhorse. Uh, surprise you're here. It's been 73 for me, says Stephen M. Chrissy Mayhorse here is um, going to be talking about Pat Dix and talking some shit. That's what I like to cover. Go back a little bit. Because I don't talk about him at all. It's like I've, like, dude, like, I don't even think of you until Never somebody. Never go full retard, until, says like, Michaela. Somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I just. Chrissy, I told some, you this, this it's so, battle. It's so sad to me to not have moved on. It's like. Oof, I guess I am the most Oof. impressive thing he's ever done. Like, that's very sad. That's very it's sad. Really Anytime your ex-wife is on another podcast going, oof, that's how you know. It's 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 over for Pat Dixon. It's done. Pat Dunson, his new name should be. It's over, Pat. Pack it up. It's over. 
Chrissy's never coming back to you. You're never, you know what I mean? It's over. All right? So stop bringing her up. And I think since I started mentioning this, side note, since I started bringing this up, bring it into the forefront of existence and into our minds, uh, Pat has just coincidentally stopped talking about Chrissy as if uh, he watches this show and takes notes. It's like, all right, win by two. What's he saying? Don't talk about Chrissy. Got it. Check. And then he applies it. Pat knows. Pat takes uh, takes notes. Pat's a note taker. Rest assured. Let's keep watching. Yeah. Chrissy, I think yeah. I told you that because I uh, uh, will will we'll, we dabble in the dabble verse because it's it's it, it's like re it's the Real Housewives of YouTube. All right, uh, but the the amount that Pat Dixon mentions you like he's still like no, is it really standing with you is unbelievable and sad yeah. yes uh, somebody said the other day it looks like he had uh like three strokes or something like uh, he looks like popeye. a oh popeye if he had three strokes <laughs> yes he i mean and he really does he he unequivocally always mentions you and you don't even give that little crumb a thought uh. like it, it it it's quite concerning, and every time I hear it, I'm like, God damn it, fucking Jesus! I know, like, and then I talk about it. And I'm like, Well, we all make mistakes. I'm like, We've all dated people we regret. Like, we all like choose poorly sometimes. It's like, What do you want me to oh say? Right? Yeah, no, that's weird. And it's it sounds like they googled a uh, question to ask a woman, like. Well, how do you feel as a woman just, about oh, this? And, and this thing, too, that you guys experience with people who are not comedians, but who are convinced that they're hilarious. Yeah. It's this thing. We, we talk about this all the time. All right. I don't have time for their nonsense here. But that's uh, Chrissy just kind of giving her thoughts about Pat Dixon's creepiness, bringing her up. And, and I think we kind of hit it. Uh, you know, it, it's come full circle, this whole thing. Again, I started mentioning this because it's an observation I had watching Pat Dixon, you know, the uh, as long as I'm awake for it, mind you. I mean, it, it. trust me, it's tough staying up for a whole Pat Dixon show. But watching it and noticing his obsession with Chrissy, and now it's led to this. So, bravo, another win for win by two. All we do is win over here. Uh, I want to do maybe like one or two other things. Uh, it's 1.30 now, so we've been going for three hours. Uh, again, AC last night. Uh, comedy show, if you're just joining us now, four and a half out of ten. Chad Zumach was the best performance of the night. Tony Mazur was, I'd say, probably the worst. Gino was completely obliterated, drunk, off his rocker. Yeah, he didn't even go back to the Brigada. He was that fucked up. Uh, Tony Mazur, like I mentioned, we came face to face with Tony. He's like a undercover fat, we call him. A fat in disguise. And, uh, yeah, the, the big brawls between Levy and Brennan and Melton and, and Stuttering John. I mean, I don't know, it's, it's, it was interesting nonetheless, uh, this whole Atlantic City uh, thing. But in the midst of all of this, we had an, uh, another little nugget drop of information by Mr. Turbs. McGurks. Uh, breaking news. This is from Turbs McGurks. And nobody's talking about this, by the way. Given the Atlantic City trip and Stuttering John going to, you know, Atlantic City. And, like, that's all everyone's concerned about is this whole Stuttering John going to AC, right? And, like I said, Mr. Turbs McGurk, who 
delivered us the whole you know chapter 13 bankruptcy saga uh, as it pertains to Shuli. He broke another yet another story the other day, and this one is breaking motherfucking news. No, he didn't say motherfucking news. That's me saying motherfucking news. Uh, the Shuli Files special report, the wage no payer, shocking revelations reveal that Shalom Shuli kept money for himself while leaving hardworking backroom, quote unquote, backroom employee wallets empty with promises of building something. And it goes a threat. So this whole thing is Shuli doesn't pay his employees. He does not pay his employees, which is insane because he has three other co-hosts. He has like a couple other shows on his network. He's got producers out the fucking wazoo, and he doesn't pay his employees. So this kind of broke, and I wanted to go over it on the show just a little bit because no one's really talking about this, and I want to bring this to the forefront. And it just goes to show you, uh, it, it, it just builds on Shuli's character as a man. He like you know what I mean like he he's his inability to make good choices in life, which led to the bankruptcy, right? His I guess complete fucking uh, Jewness as it comes to money. If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew by not paying his employees. Um, you know his crime, his unfunny behavior at comedy shows and on podcasts is a crime in itself and a waste of people's time. His, you know, his uh, thievery, stealing. Practically the WATP model in covering Stuttering John. He just completely took that. So Shuli doesn't have an, an original bone in his body. He's not capable of being funny. He makes bad choice after bad choice after bad choice after bad choice and then expects the audience to just gloss right over it as if he's a tell-it-how-it-is guy. He's going to tell us everything we need to know about Stuttering John and why John's an asshole and why you should pick the Shuli Network. I'm here to tell you, Shuli's worse than Stuttering. Like, Stuttering John compared to Shuli is, you know, the, the, the gold standard, in my opinion. So, this was uh, by Mr. Turbs McGurks. So, shout out to Mr. Turbs McGurks. And uh, let's, let's just read it. So, it says, this report, this report is, the, it is the culmination of extensive conversations with current and former staff members of the Shuli Network. We've examined electronic evidence provided by these sources, as well as carefully analyzed public comments made by Shuli and their team, too. Shuli Network insiders have told us that Shuli has failed to properly pay staff on time and in some cases reduce their pay without good reason. Uh, many within the Shuli Network believe this was not a two-way street and the Shuli made sure his wallet was never empty. So this one from uh, Dirty Deeds, this was like, a, I guess a repost says, or I guess Dirty Deeds comment goes, the Shuli Network should pay the producers more. They'd be lost without their contributions. Press one uh, for Shuli to give Joe and discount Don a raise. And then Dirty Deeds retweeted his comment says, my belief is firm in a wall of compensation. The true rewards are ever in uh, proportion to the labor and sacrifices made. Nikolai Tesla. Nice quote, Dirty Deeds. Met Dirty Deeds, by the way, last night. Very uh, very cool fella. Cool fella. And he's the one who uh, introduced me to Stuttering John, this Dirty Deeds. Uh, what say you, Shalom Shuli? And then Shuli says, never. 
So just we'll keep reading this thread. Uh, weren't they winning? Question mark. Surely rakes in cash from multiple streams, YouTube channel memberships, super chat donations, Patreon memberships, live event incomes, and merch sales. There should be plenty of dough to pay staff on time as promised. That has not been the case. Uh, staff just paying their dues. Shuli's multiple excuses for delayed or reduced staff pay has uh, have us baffled from event financial losses to a tangled mess of money mismanagement. It's unclear if Shuli or other on-air talent were ever asked to make the same sacrifices. Five, 100% uh, to the producers. 100%, you bet. Remember those special broadcasts where Shuli said, uh, Shuli said that 100% of the donations go directly to the hardworking staff? They were... Uh, they were a massive hit with viewers going above and beyond to ensure the boys in the back were self-supported. Six, uh, viewers were deceived thinking their generous donations on those shows would be fairly dis uh, distributed among the staff after YouTube took its cut. However, suspicions arose when some staff members received nothing, leaving them questioned. So some staff members weren't receiving it. They would put in work. Shuli would do emergency episodes, and I remember this too. Shuli would do emergency like episodes, and or not even like emer like they weren't titled emergency episodes. What he would just show up and make the statement like, "Hey, all the super chats today are going to our producers." And according to Turbs McGurk and his report, um, they never got this money. They never got this money. And Dirty Deeds is absolutely right. Without. You know, without these producers, and mind you, they're not producers. They, they don't really produce all that much. It's just Photoshop bullshit and my lost interest clips. Like, that's the Shuli show, right? There's, I mean, there's no production that goes in. It's a StreamYard show. You know, Melton is right about one thing. We can agree that Melton is right about one thing, and that is, uh, oh, shit. thought my background was fucked up. That is, uh, you know, StreamYard is fucking gay and cringe. Right, and if you use it, it's like you're just like another Zoom show, box Hollywood Square show, and that's it's just gay. You know what I mean? If not for nothing else, like you should at least try to do something different. You know, the, these Zoom shows. I mean, we'll look back on this in about five or ten years and realize how how robbed we were as a consumer that we just tolerated these Zoom style box shows. You know what I mean? And people are just throwing money hand over fist. Well, some of that money is supposed to go to your, the people in the back to make the show operate. Because, again, Shuli, if Shuli was left to his own devices, there would be no show. There would be no fucking show. So it, it, just, it just goes to his, you know, his characteristic trait of being a, a cheap, stingy dirtbag, essentially. Like, Shuli might be one of the worst people in this universe. He might be one of the worst guys in this verse. Again, though, he always wants to poke fun at Stuttering John, but it's like, Shuli, every time I turn around, there's always something, like, insane going on, coming, you know, as it pertains to you. Uh, it, just lastly here, I don't want to read all of it, but just lastly, it says, Note multiple attempts to speak with Shalom Shuli through this platform were unsuccessful. So Turbs reached out for comment, to which there was no success. Uh, should he reach out and wish to speak with us following this report, we will update the story accordingly. So there you have it. So that's not really been being talked about. Nobody's really covered that. And I, I just, I've, I felt the need to bring that up because, again, Shuli needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped at all costs. 
you know, he's a worm. He's a worm. And um, I'm here to at least show people and tell people, hey, this is what's happening. So next time you donate to Shuli and he says, hey, we're going to pay the producers, just know that he's not. He's pocketing it and he's using it for his own leisures and activities and, you know, doing nothing with the money, essentially, besides fucking taking care of himself. And I think that it points to why Bob Levy's so, or has seemed so, unhappy and displeased over the last couple weeks because there's a disconnect happening somewhere. Maybe Bob's not getting paid what he was expected. I don't know. That's pure speculation, of course. Uh, I I might want to do one more thing before we split here for the day. Let's see. How are we doing on time? Uh, Two o'clock. All right. That's not bad. It's not so bad. Let's check Twitter. Let's see what's happening on Twitter. What's going on? So someone tagged me. They want me to show this Melton. So have you guys seen this? I'm sure some of you have seen this Patrick Melton fucking picture of Melton performing comedy. I i don't think I've ever seen this. Maybe I have somewhere, but I don't know. But they're, I'm getting tagged in this. So we have Melton performing comedy. So what am I, what am I seeing here? What, what am I supposed to see? I think Dick Fitzwell tagged me in this. He looks skinnier, though, in this photo, especially when he doesn't wear skinny jeans. Scary, I guess. Scary stuff. I mean, thank you for, for the tag, but I don't know what we're, uh, what we're looking at. It just says, it's just I'm just tagged in the photo. It does, there's no description. There's no, like, hey, look at specifically. The, I mean, you know, there's nothing. Um, and just check my messages, make sure I'm good here. Okay, and we saw that. All right, so let, I mean, let me see what else I have here. I think, I mean, I have the steel toe stuff. I have K-Cuck, possibly we could do. Let's see how the chat's feeling. We might just get out of here early. I'm not sure. I have this Adam Nutter stuff. I think I want, all right, let's, let's do the Adam Nutter stuff, and then we're going to call it. I think. See what the chat's feeling like. Very proud of him. Oh my God. Uh, that. Oh my God. What is happening with his legs? They look like they were buckling, if anything. I think I missed someone here. Um, Kush King for five bucks. Thank you, Kush. Says, Blade, think, thank you for putting effort into your show and not taking the lazy road. And you respect your chat. Thank, thank you. More blunt money. <laughs> thank you, Kushkin. Yeah, I did. I funny because I rolled a blunt when I pulled up to uh, the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, but it was so fucking stale. I went to go hit it; it wouldn't pull, and uh, so I went to Seven Eleven and actually did buy a pack of blunts. So thank you for that, Kush. We pre- yeah. Look, I mean that's always been my message, right? For all these shows, it's like you know. It doesn't take that much. It doesn't take that much work. It, it it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of planning to put together something other than a StreamYard show. Right? And that's always been my thing is like these guys don't do that. And they're not that funny to just not do that and get away with it. So that that will always be my thing until something changes, you know? We can't keep accepting the way the content is because then that's how people 
people coming up from, you know, uh, behind us, like coming up in the content space, I mean, who knows? Maybe someone's interested about starting a podcast. They watch The Shuley Show and they think that's the gold standard of how you're supposed to podcast. And then they start doing a stream yard fucking Hollywood squares covering stuttering John show. And you know what I mean? It's like the world doesn't need another shitty show. You know, that's always been my point. Just do something better. Especially if you're making money, if you're not making money and you're doing this as a passion, as a side project, that's fine. I understand. I'd still put effort into it. I wouldn't, you know, put forth a product that was going to be, complete lackluster and filled with dog shit. But if you're making money and you have producers and a team and a staff and a writing guy and an editor and like the best you could do is Uncle Rico, which is literally just what Stuttering John did the day before. And you know what I mean? It's just it's just insane. It's. I mean, what are you paying for? Where, where, where's your dollar going to own Stuttering John? I'll tell you what. He's not owned. He's doing just fine. I could assure you that. So, like, what is it that you think you're doing? You're not owning anyone. You know. It, it's just nuts, man. It really is. So put some effort behind your fucking shit if you're getting paid. If not, give the money back. You know, thanks, but no thanks. Here, take the money back. You, you shouldn't be getting YouTube money and then just buying, you know, a 30-pack of beer and your groceries. Like, you know, you should be reinvesting it somehow, some way back into the, the product at hand. That's always been my point, and I would die on that hill. Um, all right, so I want to do, let's just, do, we're going to do a little change of pace here. We're going to jump into... Actually, I said I was going to do this Cult of Us stuff, but I might want to even save that now. I might want to even save that. Let's check in with the chat. What are you guys feeling? Because I don't know. I could do a lot of things. Uh, yes, I'm going to uh, say retarded. Uh, Stephen M. says, I just looked it up. Patty has knock-knees here. I mean, we got to go back to this picture because this picture, what are you guys seeing that I'm not seeing? Does anyone know when this was from? What year this is from? And who is this behind him? Is this at like a political convention? What's that say? Vaccine IM? Vacant? I don't even know what that says. Hackamania? I can't even read. Um, yeah, but I mean, his knees, I mean, well, this, I mean, imagine his poor knees. They have to hold up the, the entire weight of this fucking behemoth. You know, so I mean, it makes sense why his needs are are buckling like this. Looks like the uh, the the final moments of the twin towers as they began to collapse on nine eleven. Jesus Christ, that's Patrick Melton's knees, the twin towers. Oh my God! Yeah. So when was this from? Do we have and and a roundabout date or no? Red Bar is the only other guy I trust. Well, I'll say this too, right? It's like I don't want to. I don't want to get anything twisted. It's you should question everybody. Don't until you meet somebody in person. You can kind of gauge who they are. 
you don't know who they are, you know? And that's mostly what we watch on the screen, but question everybody, you know, don't take anything what people are saying as face value. Make your own make your own decisions is what I'm trying to get at. Make your own conclusive decisions and do it because you feel convicted about whatever thing it is you feel convicted about. Don't do it because someone else told you that's how you should feel or that's how you should act. You know, do it because that's how you want to. You know, that's how you want to feel. That's how you want to act. That's who you are as a person. Don't do it because anyone told you otherwise. Does that make sense? You you can't trust anyone ever, but Red Bar has been the only one to remain independent and has taken down so many assholes. Now, I mean, I get it. Trust me, I do get it, Kush. But, you know, I'm just, I'm very, like, I'm always hesitant. In general, like it just in general, I'm very not, I don't trust people so easily, you know what I mean? So it's very hard for me to, to trust someone I watch on, on a screen. I get, there's people who do a lot of good and you could like them and you support their, whatever it is that they're doing, but trust is a big thing. You know what I mean? To trust somebody. So I would just say. Just be cautious. Approach things with, with, you know, being cautious. That's how I do it. And it's like, you know, since I've became this way, like I'm, I, it's hard for me to get burned, right? Because I don't, tr I don't trust people so easily. So it's not getting burned, you know. I don't even know if I'm making sense. Next time I go jean shopping, I'll make sure I get Kush Kang's approval. No cargo, says Kush. Uh, obesity can contribute to knock knees or cause gait abnorm abnormalities. Gait? Okay, what the fuck is gait? Oh, I gotta look this up, Stella. A gait abnormality is a, an unusual walking pattern. Many young children may have an abnormal gait. Is this a real thing? An abnormal gait. Can I change the podcast name to Abnormal Gait? For a period of time as they grow and learn to walk, many parents worry about their children's unusual walking patterns. However, gait abnormalities are a regular part of a physical development. So here we're going to look at pictures here of abnormal gaits. Oh, my God. Are you saying this is Melton? Look at this guy. Why is this guy nude? Sorry, but don't look at his butt, guys. That's fucking gross. Um, so these are abnormal gates is what we're watching, is what we're seeing here. Oh, this is massage therapy reference. What is going on here? What am I looking at? Is this the same thing as this? Is this an abnormal gate? Is that what you're telling me, Stella? I'm confused. Please help me. I don't like being confused. Don't feel like I'm attacking you. I just, I'm confused at the moment. What the fuck is going on? I need to know. I feel like I'm being left in the dark on my own goddamn show. Uh, look up lock knees. John has diminished glutes like Hank Hill, says Ginger in Vegas. Colt C says, my little brother ran around on his hands and feet like an animal for about a year and a half. Jesus Christ. All right, look up lock knees, says Stella B. All right, hold on. Let's look, look, I want to look up lock knees because we're trying to get to the bottom of this. 
picture here from Melton and his lock knees. I see a lock jaw, lock knees. Uh, okay, so here it is. The Webster's Dictionary definition says, when a knee cannot be bent or straightened, it's called a locked knee. There are two types. By the way, that's hilarious. A locked knee. Uh, there are two types of locked knees. A true locked knee occurs when the knee joint is literally locked into place and cannot move. A pseudo-locked knee occurs when pain makes it difficult to move the knee joint. So, okay, my question then becomes, which locked knee is Melton sporting? Is it a pseudo-locked knee? Or is it a true-locked knee? What kind of locked knee is this? The locked knee monster is what we should start calling them. What kind of locked knee? Is this, this strikes me as a pseudo-locked knee. Oh, my God! Almost sounds like pseudo-Bruce Lee. Pseudo-locked knee. And th that's why, I mean, we learn on this program. We learn. Thank you, Stella. Thank you, Stella. Chow meows at the back. Melton ain't got locked knees. There's Citizen M. Sticking them for daddy. I respect it. I, no, I respect it, Citizen M. I do. I do. Keep it up. Locked knees equals Melton, says Stella. Melton needs a chiropractor yesterday. Sent Coltsy's little brother the link. Uh, Coltsy, yeah, I'll have your little brother on. I mean, I'd love to talk to that fucking rascal. Uh, I believe Citizen M here. Patrick is fat. Lock knees is uh wait lock knees is in Scotland. Yes, honk a man is only as old as his spine. Wow, that's a trippy take from Doctor Chow. I I'm very uh I don't know. I think I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm let's take a break. I think we should take a break. Listen to a song. Come back. I'll do like two more things. All right. So don't touch the dial. Let's take a quick break. We'll come right back. Um. Thank you for joining us uh, today on AC Fest Part 2. It was an ex excursion. We had fun. And uh, rewind the episode if you want to hear all about it and my trip to AC and what, uh, to me, only left me asking one question. Is this entire thing a work? Have all of us been duped? Are they playing us all? I don't know. The audience doesn't think so. The audience uh, seems to think it's real. But we're going to try to get to the bottom of it as time moves on. Uh, but stick with us. We're going to be uh, going to a quick break here, and we will be right back with more. Thank you for sticking around. We'll be right back. We're doing it. We're having it. 
It's going, going down. down. It's going down, everybody. It's going down. Welcome Good back work, in from guys. the break. I mean, you were really great. Thanks, Al. Sorry, I'm watching this Buddy Holly video. Classic, 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 classic Weezer. And Rimmer, uh, what's his name? Rivers Cuomo. Is he related to uh, the Cuomo brothers? Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo. Is that Rivers Cuomo, the third of the Cuomos? Imagine having the last name Cuomo, by the way. It's almost like, like, like rhymes with chomo. And that's something you don't want to be called a chomo. Or is it a cholo? I'm getting my words mixed up. Is it a cholo or is it a chomo? A chomo, right? Uh, welcome back into the break. A uh, little Weezer and the Notorious B.I.G. By the way, you know I'm, we're not even going to have that debate. We all know who the superior 90s best rapper was. And his name's not Tupac. Mm. I had to make some coffee. All right, so I want to do... I don't even know what I want to do. <clears throat> we're just having it. We're kicking it. How's everyone doing? We back? Are we doing it? Are you guys doing it in the chat? Are you still with me? Or should we pack up and leave? I don't know. I'm undecided. Cholo is a Mexican chomo is the bad thing. Cholo is a Cholo is a Mexican. Chomo is the bad. Thank you, Stephen. Then. <clears throat> and then also you have um what's the other one? Um Choro. Like a Mexican cinnamon stick, a choro. A cholo and a chomo. Information text, says Kushkin. We are doing it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need examples, says Gina Bobina. Of what? What do you need examples for, Gina? Of a chomo? Or of a cholo? PSP says electrical work. But he actually shakes down people who don't pay their electrical bill. Wow, he's a... Uh, what do they call that? When they send a guy to, to go collect the mafia. It's, I don't know, whatever. But apparently that's what PSP is. Everything. Uh, tard hunting. Yeah, tard hunting is a new episode. Um, a new episode, or a new show. Not even a new episode. A new show we're going to be doing here. Me and Dr. Motherfucking Chow. And uh, Dr. Chow, if you want... Call in if you're available. Call in for like, don't you don't have to do Skype. Just call in for like five minutes. Dr. Chow had an interesting show last night. He brought on Billy Jean, this black Andy Dick Handler. Mersh, I saw, made an appearance on the Dr. Chow program. And there was one other guy, Ski Mask. Ski Mask had an interesting fucking show. I watched like the first five minutes of it. I got Peter Sky Parker in the chat restricting his messages. Furio from The Sopranos. Oops, wrong chat. Joey C2. Um, I mean, there he goes again. So I was just saying, I, like, I, I, I don't even want to get into it. I don't even get into it. You'd be disappointed if I told you my Sopranos take. PETA, can I spit in your mouth a little bit? Jesus. Oops, wrong chat again. So he's doing this whole... Wrong chat bit. Ah, oh, man. All right, so I want to do some other shit. And then I think we're getting out of here for the day. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock. The game's at 6.30. I got shit to do. 
Uh, AC Fest is still going on. They're, they're still all down there. I think Ray DeVito is probably in Atlantic City at, the, uh, at this moment in time. Let's see. Uh, who may be live? Who may not be live? Looks like no one is live at the moment. No one is alive. Yeah, no one's live. Uh, so it's just me. You, you guys are stuck with me. Uh, so I want to do a couple other things. I might... I don't know if I want to do... I, I mean, I have the Steel Toe stuff, which is interesting. We have Kevin Brennan. Let's do this Brennan thing. We'll keep it MLC-related. Let's do this Kevin Brennan thing uh, where Brennan issued out this past week also that's getting uh, this other piece of... This other message, I should say, uh, has been kind of brushed under the rug and I'm curious to see where this goes because it's interesting uh, Ray DeVito, Pat Knapp Dixon, Pat Hack Knapp Dixon both do MLC and both of them are doing the nerd fucking event that Melton's throwing on called Hackamania Onion Con as he calls it he should call it uh, Pseudo Lock Con that's what he should call it, Pseudo Lock Con Sounds like a badass Japanese samurai. Sudolakan. Sudolakan. Um, but this has been flying under the radar too, given ACs coming up. Uh, and it says ultimatum courtesy of MLC Clips. Which I, by the way, I did see uh, uh, Patrick Mellon call out MLC Clips again. You could tell Misery Loves Clips is really under Patrick Melton's skin. It really bothers Melton that Misery Loves Clips always is showing up with the clips first exposing everything Patrick Melton is doing, and Melton can't handle that, and he spurgs out over a clip. Imagine spurging out over a clipper. I mean, how weak-minded could you be? Uh, I mean, this person, for all you know, you know, is uh, the size of Lila Hart. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you fucking MLC clips. You're done. You're through. Uh, this was... This clip was provided by MLC Clips, and this is Ultimatum. It reads, here, let's go to camera two guys, please, in the back. Thank you. Anyone appearing at Patrick Melton's meetup in Vegas, uh, in parentheses, parentheses so-called Hackamania, will be banned from Misery Love's company going forward. You have been put on notice. All right, let's check it out, see what Brennan's yelling about this time. About Ray DeVito and Nap Dixon. KB. By the way, Ray, if you go to Melton's thing in Vegas, you're never doing my show again. You're never doing my show again. Just so anybody that does my show goes to Melton's thing in Vegas, you're done here. You're done here. That's a fact. That's a fact. So Melton's like Kevin. Kevin's a uh, uh, Kevin has a problem with a. Uh, they don't. They they just they talk around the show. They know it again. Does Carl watch the show? I don't know. But they talk around the show. The show's pretty simple. But they're all like, Kev, what Kevin's doing? Now Kevin's a stuttering John is uh, watching stuttering John clips. Yeah, that day I did because I was sitting. Uh, somebody told me to watch it. Uh, I think it was Flat Cat. Now she'd be like, don't throw me under the bus. Flat Cat's like, John said he's not coming to Atlantic City. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I never want him to come anyway. Melton. Hey, by the way. So there you have it. Ray DeVito and Pat Dixon have been put on notice. And I, I heard KB. Now, I didn't know this. No, my, last night, KB brought up uh, Carl. Obviously, Carl. 
pathetic fucking loser and stupid, stupid fucking, fucking bitch, bitch. Carl, nerd Carl, weasel Carl. Uh, I didn't know this uh, beloved chatter last night pointed out that Carl's brother was actually in attendance at the comedy show last night. Carl's brother and I believe Carl's brother's wife, possibly. And uh, Carl's brother is actually a big MLC night, MLC guy, which is hilarious. Like, it's just hilarious for me to think like, oh, shit, like you watch... Kevin shit on your brother. And I think it, the the reason why it's related and he can relate to Kevin so much and he doesn't watch Carl's show is because, you know, maybe he, he feels Kevin's pain with the whole Neil thing so they can relate as being the sibling who got looked past. So their bond is actually quite deeper than we know. But I, I didn't know Carl's brother watched MLC, let alone watch MLC. I didn't know he was there last night. So Carl's brother was also in attendance. I think I met him actually too. I forget. So there you have it. So, and I agree with Brandon on this whole situation, by the way. It's like, you're, I pay you, right? He paid Ray DeVito $9,000 this past year, albeit not that much money, right? $9,000. I mean, I wipe my ass with $9,000, quite frankly. I wake up and just snap my fingers and I have $9,000 in my hand at all times. But to, to someone like Ray DeVito, $9,000 is like 10 million bucks, right? So, you know, this is like a, a, a full-on job for Ray. Like Ray looks at this not as an opportunity, not as a hangout session. This is a job. Like he's showing up for work. Every time you see Ray DeVito on MLC, he is at work. And so to lose $9,000 is, I mean, you'll feel, someone like Ray would feel that financially moving forward. There would be a financial burden. Um, Ray would be taking and feeling, you know, he wouldn't be able to go to, I don't even know where Ray goes. All I know is Ray goes to Panera Bread once a day for free coffee and a lemonade with no sugar, diet lemonade. Ray DeVito is the type of guy who would order a diet lemonade. Talk about a fucking uh, piazza-like. Very gay. Diet lemonades. So, yeah, to lose 9000 a year is substantial for Ray. And Pat Dixon as well. Because without Brennan, Pat Dixon, I mean, wouldn't be doing streams. He wouldn't be making super chats. Vaping Dago wouldn't be fucking... Giving him uh, trillions of dollars a show. So Dixon has Brennan to thank because of this MLC. The MLC podcast. And if, you, if you're going to go do Onion Con, someone who Brennan, Brennan hates Patrick at the moment. It's like, you know, yeah, it's you're they're cucking you essentially. Like they're without intentionally doing it. They're cucking you to, to do the other guy's show who you hate. You know, imagine if at the time, I mean, if the roles were reversed and at the time, you know, Brennan and Ray were doing Pat Dixon's show, Pat Dixon had a falling out with Gino and Kevin and Ray were friends with Pat and then they do Gino's show. Pat would feel some type of way. Pat would feel some type of way. So, I mean, I don't necessarily even disagree with Kevin, um, you know, I think he has the right, it's his, like, you know what I mean? It's like, motherfucker. 
go ahead and stab me in the back. You, you just won't do my show anymore. You won't get paid. Fine. You could do your show. No one's stopping you, but then you're just not going to do my show, which I think is fair. So we have a response, I think, from Ray and Pat. They, uh, Ray goes on Pat's show, I think, two nights ago. Bluff Chatter uh, sends in a super chat, says, I see KB's point of view on Vegas. If his guys, quote unquote, work with Melton, he's being cucked. And I 100% agree with that. If KB shuts it down, he's a dictator. Uh, not sure what I'd do if in his spot. I'd do exactly what he did. If you're going to go work with Melton, then you're not doing my show anymore. Simple. I mean, it, it's not, you know, it's as easy as two plus two equals four. It's not anything that's confusing or, or too hard to figure out. It's, it's cut and dry. If you work with the enemy, you're off my show. I can't have you making me like, cause you represent MLC. So by you're saying, if you do that event, you're pretty much giving the message that MLC is, you know, for bitches. Kevin Brennan's a bitch, essentially, if Ray and Pat did that show. So we have this response from uh, Ray and Pat. This was like a, a, like a, I don't even know, like a bonding session. These two bonding, or like, I don't even know. Not Maybe not bonding is the word I'm looking for. But, I mean, I guess it is. No, it would be like a, tr like a sort of trauma PTSD bond podcast uh, because they're tired of Kevin yelling at them. So they meet up after hours to talk about their feelings on air and to talk about Kevin's warning of not doing MLC anymore if they do Onion Con. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Paying for a flight to Vegas. Let's check it out. You just got to get it where Ray comes on. Which is coming up. Bear with me. Bear with me. Here we go. Not only, oh, yeah, I'm going to go fucking fuck Kevin over and go to Vegas. That's not, that's not the thing. Who's ya? Ray DeVito, what's happening, buddy? What's up, man? What's going on? <laughs> Shaking, <laughs> hey, just thank you. Love chatter, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Love chatter. He's a good guy. Hold on, real quick. I think the Klein host member for four months who knows to win by two radio says YouTube is still racist. Why do they let me say, and now this is from the Klein host, why do they let me say nigger? I guess YouTube is pretty racist, huh? Um, or I, I don't know, people give YouTube a bad rap, but it's like you could say whatever you want. Especially in a super chat. And you would think that would be frowned upon. Um, but thank you for being a member for the stub toe for four months decline. We do appreciate that, man. Uh, let's see. I'm just making sure I didn't miss anyone else. Okay. Keep watching. I mean, I to drive from time to time. Well, here's what he says. He says that he sees uh, KB's point of view on Based, Vegas. He says saying. if his guys work with Melton, then he's been cucked. If KB shuts it down, he's a dictator. Not sure what I'd do in his spot. What's your idea? What do you think? Dude, I, no, they're all I, I don't know. I didn't chat. see what Baby said. <laughs> I think we're going to be cool in the long run. We just got to talk some sense into KB. We're both great on the show. He doesn't have a lot of legitimate comedians. And KB, like, you better not back down from this. I know, I mean, you know, take it for whatever it's worth. But hold hold true. If, if you, It's fucked up. If these two guys who would be nothing without Kevin Brennan and MLC podcast. If they decide to go do Patrick Melton's event, let them be the co-host on nobody likes onions from now on. 
It's 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 less money you got to dish out every fucking day, every week when you bring these guys on as guests, and then they're just going to stab you in the back. You fucking brought them up. You made them who they were today in this universe. Now they're going to go to your rival, your enemy's show in Vegas. By the way, not even for a guaranteed. We're going to find that out by Ray DeVito. He's going out there, and according to Ray, he's being put up in a hotel. He's being flown out there for free, but he might not even get paid. If the event doesn't do well, he ain't getting paid. Again, I don't expect that. I mean, the the event will do okay with WATP, and that's that's the reason. I mean, it hit me after the show, the last show. We were talking about why Melton won't make fun of Carl, and then it all hit me. I'm like, it makes sense. He needs Carl. He needs fucking Carl. Without Carl, that event would flop. Without Carl, KB, that event would flop. He can't get KB. KB don't want to work with Melton, nor does he want to do comedy anymore. So he went Carl. Carl draws. For all the shit I talk on Carl, he draws. He's a marketer, a marketing connoisseur of sorts, and he's able to draw a decent-sized audience. So it, 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 it all hit me. I'm like, fuck, man. That's happened to me so many times. Like, I'll leave the show. I'll be like, God damn it. But, um... Yeah, so, I mean, you guys might not even get paid through this whole thing. You're doing this, like... For what reason, I don't know. So my point is, KB, you, you better hold strong to this. If they do Onion Con, no more Pat Dixon, no more Nap Dixon, no more Ray DeVito on MLC. And I guess, uh, guess what? I'm here to tell you, people would cheer. People would cheer if these two never did MLC again. It's like uh, time to go fend for yourselves. And he's got us, and people love us on that show. He loves us. We love I mean, do you see this cope right here from Ray DeVito? You are coping, coping and seeing. You just can't accept what you're seeing. Yes, you're coping, coping and seeing. The truth it is scalding, and now you are mauling and coping. Coping so hard. Coping and seeing. Giant copes from Ray. He's like, you know, because again, this fucks him up. Nine thousand dollars a month. Again, to us, it's whatever. We're used to nine thousand dollars. Every working class individual, or people, you know, who aren't poor, they know what nine thousand dollars is. It's not that much to Ray. It's a life changer. He can fucking finally take that trip to the Bahamas next year if he saves up another nine grand. That's what he's thinking. So he's really trying to, you know, convince himself that everything is going to be okay. We're going to do. On Onion Con and Brennan's gonna be okay with it. I hope Brennan fucking fires you and like tomorrow. Like I hope you don't even do Onion Con and he just fires you. That would be hilarious. Ray, Ray DeVito, you need to learn a lesson. You need to learn. People haven't told you no enough in life and that's why you're in this position now. Because people felt bad. Like me. I, I felt bad for you at one point when I started covering you. I, I, I found you to be a, a frail, old retarded, closeted, gay male who's not funny and walks weird. I mean, talk about pseudo-locked legs or knees. Talk about pseudo-locked knees. Ray DeVito has the pure definition of pseudo-socked sleeves. Pseudo-slock sleeves. That's what Ray DeVito has. Pseudo-sock sleeves. 
pseudo locked knees. I've seen him, uh, I think twice, how he walks. Like his knees are, where's that picture at? Let's compare. His knees are much like this of Patrick Melton's. This is what Ray's knees look like. They're bad. Pseudo sock sleeves. Pseudo lock sleeves. I don't even know. What the fuck's it called? Where's Stella be at? Stella, help us out. Is it pseudo sock sleeves? I don't know. What's going on here? See what you, see what you did? You try to uh, inject science into this program, and my brain's tangled. Um, he and Stevie were milking their fake... F- I mean, that was gay. I mean, that was just gay. Oh, man, I'm going to kick your butt, man. I'm going to kick your butt. They're texting each other, like, off camera, like, hey, man, keep it going, keep it going. This is working, this is working. Let's fake fight. How fucking cute. I mean, again, what are we, are we 12? What are we doing? Why are we fake anything? You know? Again, I'm not looking to, to fight, physical fight somebody. It's, a, it's not what it's about. We're here to have fun, laugh at people who do shitty jobs on the internet. It's really that cut and dry. I'm not here to, you know, Mike Tyson anybody. It's simple. It's when these motherfuckers lose their fucking minds and lose their cools, and you got Chino yelling at me, yelling and telling me I'm a cunt. I'm an unfunny cunt, he says. It's like, tell me you're triggered without telling me you're triggered. Gino. Anywho, uh, let's keep watching this. Him. I, I think it'll be all right. He's a curmudgeon old man. And I think we'll be all right in the long run. That's something. Right. Well, you know, okay. Here's here's what he said. Here's one of the things that he said. Okay, I'll show you. So Melton's like, Kevin, Kevin's uh uh Wait, here we go. Let me go back. Uh, Ray, if you go to Melton's thing in Vegas, you're never doing my show again. <laughs> you're never doing this. my show again. Just so anybody that does my show goes to Melton's thing in Vegas, you're done here. You're look at Ray's face as Right, we're gonna look at Ray's face and Pat's face. This is uh, the face of like he's got stiff face syndrome here. I mean, he doesn't know whether or not to smile or frown. Pat Dixon, I mean, I don't know what Pat Dixon's thinking. To be quite honest, I, I see. I don't think Pat is loyal to KB. Not that you have to be loyal to anybody, really. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But again, if you're Pat Dixon, KB gave you. Everything you got today, essentially, in this stream, as it pertains to podcasting and streaming. You know, you got the MLC bump, and now you're doing Onion Con. You know, even the th- even if you thought about doing it, uh, that would be enough. That would be grounds for termination for Pat Dixon. Clock out. Get your things. Clock out by the end of the day. So long, soldier. It was nice knowing you. That's what I would say if I was KB. Um, all right, so I mean, that's pretty much it. We'll just play maybe like 20 more seconds of this and see where it goes. I don't You're know done if here. Say that's else. a fact. That's a fact. And so later, uh, he said, Yeah, but that is happening, and there's no wiggle room. So, uh, you know, no wiggle room. If you if we go to Vegas, we're out. I'll see him in AC. Uh, Kevin Brennan's fucking hilarious. We love Kevin Brennan, but he yeah. loves us too. We he loves us too. It's not. It's like quit being a curmudgeon old man. It's like stop it. Stop it. Again, Ray. I mean, does everything but actually address the actual topic at hand. You know, the the, the clip was Kevin saying, "You're fired. You're done working MLC. 
if you do onion con and Ray, Ray's just like he's he's I love him he's my buddy he's my pal I'll see him in AC I'll give him a hug it's like oh dude okay you're just fucking clueless tard hunting episode one the next time Ray DeVito boots up a live stream tard hunting episode one will be debuting it's a uh, special live streaming show I will be doing with the one Dr. Chow Ray's delusional Jeff is saying I, I mean it's just it, it's 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 it supersedes delusion at this point. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. He's, he's just incapable of actually hearing anything. Me and beloved Chatter were talking about this last night, and he was describing like how he views Ray. Because it's always interesting to see how other people view other people, right? He thinks Ray's just incapable of hearing anyone else. And, I mean, which makes sense, right? Because I've said this. Ray's a super narcissist. I mean, I guess you have to be to be a comic, to think that, you know, you're going to, like, people are going to find you funny. Like, that is your thing. I don't know. It just seems, it screams narcissism to me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, he's incapable of hearing the person talking because all he's consumed about and all he's thinking about, all he's worried about is himself at all times. So, yeah, there's probably uh, definitely delusion uh, in there for sure, a little bit. Narcissism, a sprinkle of narcissism. A drop of delusion and a hint of closeted gayness. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call started from the bottom, now we're here, Ray DeVito. Started yeah, from the bottom, those... now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole crew is here. Started <laughs> from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I like just dumb, corny shit like that. Yeah, I do like. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Cordy Shade. Yeah, yeah. Shades Cow brings up a great point. A stingray is the best ray if we're being honest. Sick burn. Sick, sick burn. Thank you for that, Shades Cow. Whoop, sorry. One more time. Sorry about that. Um, B Smiley says, Oh, Ray has more than a sprinkle of narcissism. He's a full blown narcissist. Well, I was just trying to be nice. Uh, you know, I was trying to divvy it up into 33 percentile. You know what I mean? 33 of this, 33 of that, 33 of this equals 99. And 1%, what would the 1% be? Tard, I guess. 1% tard. He's been hiding it all his life. Nice try, Ray. It's tough. Yikes. Jesus, yuck. Uh, is Spider Alomar special needs Newport, or do I expect too much uh, for his kind? Says Honk. I'd see. I, look, Honk. I, I know you might not like one percent incel. Says Jeff. Thank you. Yes, one percent incel. Honk. I know you might not like Spider Alomar. I happen to think Spider Alomar is the Leno of our generation. Um, he's just he's on a bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's with the likes of Joey C. and, and Christina C. And this dude, Kai, who I think now watches the show. And um, so he, he doesn't have any room to shine. Like, they don't know how to... Like, people just think being a, a, a quote-unquote host or co-host, all it in, all, like, you know, all you got to do is just show up and talk. But, the, I mean, there's a real magic of... And this is where, you know, we'll go back and look, like, the art of broadcasting, right? And I don't want to sound like some, like, gatekeeping boomer. But it's true. It's like, you know, surely, if you go back to Howard Stern, surely and, and Levy and, 
you know, uh, Baba Booey, and who else? I mean, everyone else, everyone but Artie Lang, I'd say, on the Howard Stern show. They were made great by Stern. You know what I mean? Stern was such a good host, he was able to make the others good, and they all played a role, and they all had a part. We're now like a typical co-host and a typical second mic. They're just there for the fucking, just to to, to make a, a, a comment, a dumb comment about Stuttering John's tissues or something stupid. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know, like we've really fallen a long way on what it is to be an actual good, entertaining second mic. That's why I give so much shit to Tony Mazur. Cause he's he's another one. He's just just out of it. He's de, he's delusional at times. He he like actually thinks what he's doing is like great in some way, and like he's got the his finger on the pulse of society and politics and comedy, and he he knows, and he's gonna he's gonna tell you on his podcast. But it's like no one cares about, you know what I mean. Like, find what you're good at. Find your niche and do it. Tony just, like, doesn't know what his niche is. That's his problem. But on Mondays with Mazer, he could be used. Tony could be used if Chad was a better host and not so much of a lazy host. Tony could be used so much more than what he's doing now. I really honestly believe that. Tony, you know, I'd love to give you an opportunity, another opportunity I believe in second chances. I know two weeks or maybe two shows ago, I said there would be no, uh, you know, there's no, the, the bus has left the station for Tony coming on the show. I would love nothing more for you to co-host a show with me and I'll show you how to, how to operate a fucking second mic and you'll leave and you'll learn and you'll live and you'll love the words of the great late Bob Robert Marley. Softcast sits in for Blade next week. No, no, no. That will not be happening. That will not be happening, Detroit by Dark. Thank you for the suggestion. I will kindly pass. Swipe right on that. Or swipe. Would it be swipe left, I guess? Uh, Ray called in Tukey's show just to plug his own shows. Had no clue what Tukey was talking about. Could care less. Just wanted to plug his... Right. It's. I mean, that's the shit that people... And then Ray, like, Ray acts surprised when we're all shitting on him in, in his chat. It's like, come on, dude. You know? You bring this upon yourself. Uh, let me see. Alt Companion says, yeah, exactly. He was, he was acting like a child trying to, trying, trying for attention. Stuttering John would have booted him if he wasn't so drunk. I saw some of that episode where Stuttering John, Vince the Lawyer, and Ray from last night, as soon as that Bob Levy fight happened, Stuttering John ran right upstairs with Vince the Lawyer and like, we got to do a show about it. We got to do a show about it. It's like, you know, leave the, uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just yelling on deaf ears at this point, but it's like, do one show, like one big recap. Don't do like 19 different fucking live from Atlantic City with Vince the Lawyer, with B dabbler with Tukey. It's like you're yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just stupid to me. I think it, it would go a lot further if it was just one or two shows as opposed to nine or ten. 
Ray supposedly is friends with Quad, but he never cares if Quad is live. Calls him while he is live and asks him to come on his show, then goes live against Quad. Right. Ray was high as fuck. Did you guys see that Coke? Sh- uh, did you wait? Did you guys see that Coke short on John's show? Uh, though the window reflection. No. Gina, but me and you want to send a link or something? A link and a code, possibly. Well, I'll definitely check it out. Jeff Closer, I've heard him say 90% of the people like that. We've lo- we love Clem for sure. Uh, we're all disappointed because we like our lead singers more like Mick Jagger. And I so like John Popper from Blues Traveler. He's really put on the weight. It's not that bad. The camera does add about 10 pounds. And that angle that I have isn't so flattering, honk. Huh? So maybe it's a bit of my fault. I mean, look, uh, you know. I can't sit here and lie. Like, yeah, sure. Is Clem in his peak physical condition? No. And I think he'd probably agree with that as well. But, like I said, I think the angle is unflattering. The camera is unflattering. And um, I think, you know, if, if I tweaked a few things, it would be a lot better. It would be a lot better. But, see, I don't even worry about it because there's not too many shows Al does with me you know it's every so often it's not every show so i'm not worrying about building a fucking 2500 3000 co-hosting nest just for him to do one show every two months you know that makes no financial sense to me has alex not been here for two weeks because eating is more important to him lately says jay jesus he just can't get off the fucking cheeseburgers man talk about lock knees Yeah, man, he's too consumed with stuffing his face with mashed potatoes and raw fucking chicken skin. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. You know, I think we're have a great dynamic, and he's doesn't see it that way. He thinks donuts and chocolate-covered Easter buddies are more important than doing this podcast. And my hands are tied. I can only do so much. You know what I mean? The show must go on, as they say. We have to steer the ship ourselves sometimes. And if not for nothing else, that's what this podcast has taught me over the last year, is when the going gets hard, you get up and you keep going. It doesn't matter if I lose co-host every other fucking day now at this point. It doesn't matter if, you know, I get jumped and my neck gets broken. It doesn't matter if anything. I keep going and showing up. Because I think it's uh, important for people to know what the hacks are up to. If not for nothing else. I will be on my deathbed doing a podcast. Rest assured. The day I'm sitting there taking in my last few breaths. Could be tomorrow. It could be 50 years from now. I will be there live from the hospital. I imagine it being with like a like an oxygen system due to the lack of oxygen because I'm a smoker. And eventually, you got to pay the piper. So, I, you know, you never like to think about your own mortality at times. But if we're just keeping it a bean, that's probably how I'm going to go out. So when that day comes and I'm there doing a podcast exposing fucking, you know, Steel Toes kids because they're doing now a radio show on 
whatever, uh, you know, virtual reality system that there is that you do podcast on in the year 2050, I'll be there stream sniping it. Rest assured, doing card hunting episode 1,000, you know. And you look back and be like, wow, this motherfucker is committed. And that's what it the fuck is about. That's what it's about. Alex thinks buffets are greater than win by two. Yep, yep, it's true. It's true. All right, Melton back down. Stutcho is a legend. I agree. I agree. Push Alex off the ledge, my friend, and he might bounce off the sidewalk now. Um, all right, let's do, speaking of steel toe, do I want to do this steel toe stuff? I think I want to hold the scheme. At, we'll do the scheme ass thing on Wednesday. I've been wanting to get into this K-Cuck Show you guys want to check out to see how K Cuck's doing, just so I could delete these fucking from my computer because they're taking up storage, unnecessary storage, unnecessary K Cuck Horace storage is being boggled down by this. I mean, you guys remember the show K Cuck? We went pretty fucking ruthless on this show, uh, maybe seven, eight months ago. And Corey's biggest thing, Jay, Jay knows, uh, Jay, if you want to drop in the chat. Corey's biggest thing to to own the trolls was uh, kind of holding the mirror up to the trolls and saying, you know, you, you, you can't bother us. You can't stop us. You know, imagine being so sad. Imagine being so depressed. You're here trolling us. And this is when Corey's show was like doing 40 live viewers, 50 live viewers. People were trolling. Corey was banning. Tom was spurging. Spurg and Tom, they called him. And since then, we've seen a rapid decline on K-Cuck. Mind you, K-Cuck, uh, Corey, was on MLC a few times. He got the mini MLC bump. But then people would tune in and be like, what the fuck is this? What am I watching? He gets over a thousand subs. And they're monetized, by the way. I heard Corey on his on his show uh, describing. They, mind you, they had four people in the chat. Four, four people. Now they'll tell you one of the, one of their big owns is they'll tell you, "Oh man, he'll, he'll do the whole Aaron M whole thing, bro. We're on other platforms, bro. You don't, you don't even know you fucking stupid troll. We're on Rumble. We're on Kick. We're on Twitch, Twitter, Bumble." Rumble, you don't even know, bro. We have like seven viewers across all platforms. I, I like that's worse. You're on ten platforms and you have like seven viewers total live, and two of them are bots, and two of them are me. So that's like you have three viewers total, and I'd I'd venture to guess two of them are you. So you have like a viewer, one lonesome viewer. Who watches Kaycock and like unironically and they like, yes, Corey, you're the best. Juarez, yeah. All hail the Juarez. All hail the Juarez. All hail the king. All hail the Juarez. Uh, it, it's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. It's officially a joke. <laughs> now, I predicted that Kaycock would end after 15 episodes. And I think the only reason why they're still going is to prove me wrong. To prove me wrong. Um, Because, yeah, they're at episode 28, which 
this was this past week, episode 28. Coincidentally uh, enough, last week's episode was 28, and two weeks' episode, uh, episode ago, two weeks, two weeks ago's episode was 28 as well. They've done two episode 28s. Um, so I just want to show you a few Corey, uh, quick clip Corey, quick clips from Corey, I should say. Let's just check out KCOG, see what they're up to. Yeah. Fair point. Luke has a corkscrew penis like a duck because he likes to rape things like a duck. Duck. Yeah. McDuck. You know, ducks only rape each other. Every duck you've ever seen in your life is a rape baby. Just remember that. Take that to the market. Yeah, uh, that's why everybody who ever says like, oh, you know, like penguins stay with one partner their whole life. I'm just like, yeah, good. Don't talk nice. about ducks, please. <laughs> oh, penguins, why? Because they rape stay with, other penguins ducks. Stay, penguins stay with the same partner their whole life. Yeah, right, asshole. Nuns don't get... Now, again, the art of broadcasting, right? Now, I've never went to school for broadcasting. I, you know, I, I just... I A lot of the shit you see here, or all of the shit you uh, see here, I should say, is just... By trial and error and me simply not giving up and keep trying and, and keep going, right? And not letting my show get to this level of, I have two other guys on the show with me, and somehow it's worse than Pat fucking Dixon's. Pat fucking Thickskins, as they're calling them now on the street. How are you this boring, Corey? You have two other guys. You know, uh, you should be using Tom in like a, a uh, I don't even know, like a satiric way. He should be like your, your like goober on the show. He should be doing gooberish things. He's not there for any other reason to be a goober. Nice shirt, by the way, Tom. I like the Ace of Spades. Tom actually might be on the show, the next show. We might actually have Tom Chilstrom. And we're going to show you how to use one of these guys the proper way. And then we got this guy, Luke, who, I mean, you know, I guess I'm Team Luke, or I guess I was Team Luke, but he doesn't really say much. So it's, like, hard to be against somebody who doesn't say a word, you know what I mean? That'd be like getting mad at a, a mime. It's like, all right, chill, he's not even saying anything. But somehow Corey, I mean, he's, the, the show is, I mean, horrible. It's gotten so, I mean, it's it gotten worse since we started covering it, if you can imagine. Because it was bad when we covered it in... June, July, and August. Now we're in uh, almost March, and it is still, I mean, just god-awful. Boyfriends. Figured <laughs> 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 it the wrong way, but fair enough. So the sauce. Let me tell you about this fucking sauce, Tom, and then we'll get off this real quick. Fucking sauce? So yeah, the sauce, right? Sauce. No, no, so I'll tell you this. One of the things that I think made this pizza better than all the other pizzas I made is that I made this shitty fucking tomato sauce sauce. Like, I... I so I originally, when I was first making the pizzas, I was doing like fucking the San Marzano tomatoes and I was doing the fucking like, you know, a little bit of basil, salt, pepper, and you know, you, you fucking blend it. Cause here, here's a pro tip for anybody that has time to cook, right? And this is something that I never knew, but when I learned about made sense. Is this a cooking show? How does this relate to anything that you guys are, are doing? You know, Martha Stewart already kind of covered this angle of the net you know the whole cooking aspect of things like no one you know what i mean i'm not taking pizza cooking advice from Corey. i'm sorry i'm just not there's other people i'd rather go watch and learn how to make a pizza from it's not Corey. i'm not taking no cooking advice you know what i mean it's just it's so ridiculous look at tom tom wake up tom you all right bud 
You okay? What's got you frowning these days, bud? What's got you fucking looking like somber? Jesus. Emo Tom. What's got you emo and Tom? Fuck, man. These guys are really depressing. They really put me in a bad mood. I mean, no one's looking at cameras. They're all looking down. You know, they're very disinterested in what's going on. Corey's talking about pizza again. I mean, it's so fucking horrible, dude. I'm sorry, but that's the only way to describe it. There's really no other way to describe what is going on. Um, And Corey, like I said, the thing that gets me is Corey had the world by the balls. He had the MLC backing. He was on Steel Toe. He was on Melton made him fucking, you know, uh, a star in his own right. He was on this show two times and had a fucking, you know, two really good solid outings. He gets fired from Steel Toe. He's got an audience who hates Steel Toe who can now maybe latch on to Corey. He's like, nope, I refuse to talk shit about my friend. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, have fun with your uh, one viewer. Probably that guy, king of all fucking diffs. Just sits there and jerks off to fucking Tom's face. It's a weird fucking situation we find ourselves in, guys. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, let's just, I mean, here, let's, I don't even know. I want to show you this one clip, though. I'll show you this one clip. where the, How they get out of this. This, I, to me, was amazing. So this is at the end of their show. Or actually, let's do this first before they get out of this. The royal family and the British people. Sure. So Corey is going to do. All right. So we we all know what's his name. Prince Charles is his name or King Charles now. Recently just got diagnosed with what? Butt cancer. He was uh, doing some Kate Meany-esque things. I don't know. I don't mean, I don't know what King Charles or Kate Mean likes to do in their spare time, but you you get where I was going with that. Corey's bringing up King motherfucking Charles, right? And the cancer that he's got. And he's going to try to do a riff on King Charles and uh, this cancer development here. And it's, it's pretty fascinating stuff. Only because, again, this guy is a comic. So let's see his, his comedy. Let's see if he is any good at doing comedy or is it just like another tony mazer incident the instant instance where they tell you they're a comic for 10 years and then we get to a joke and it's like <laughs> let's watch i'll have a moment of silence you guys ready for a moment of silence for the Brit? wait hold on hold on i got i got actually you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do this properly i don't i don't normally do this but we're gonna do this properly give me tom fill some time for a second Oh, I God. mean, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, should I hold on? Should I go get something to drink? Like, cheers us. Uh, hold uh, on. I mean, it doesn't huh? matter. You can if you want, but it don't matter. I, okay. I mean, I'll give them the cheers that they deserve. Oh, here, you go. Here, you go. here you go. I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd like to right now. So both guys, Tom and Luke, are completely checked out. Tom's sitting down. When Tom, people who watch K Cuck, they know when Tom sits. He's out of it. His his he would rather be anywhere else but here. So they're completely checked out. And this is Corey's attempt to try to save the show, save the day. I'm gonna do a bit. Let's see. Is the bit any good? Everybody, look, I know we make some look, hi. Hi, my name's Corey, and uh, welcome to KCUK. I know at times our show can seem brash and unpalatable. Okay, so this is me. I zoomed out and I just wanted to show everybody there's seven watching. 
seven people. Again, one of them was me. And all these guys had to show up in the background. So, again, like maybe like three people were actually watching this. Look at the chat. Keep your eyes on this chat over here because it ain't moving. To your sophisticated sensitivities, especially if you were born across the pond where our own Minnesota now, Vikings are from. Don't act like we aren't with you. We are. And I just want you to know that everybody here in KCUK would like to give you this one moment of silence for the British. Is what I'd say if I fucking cared about you. I mean, is this not insane? Oh, what a... Yeah, we should really be quiet for this moment of silence, shouldn't we? I mean, I was just going to start singing the Star Serial banner, you know? Why not? Here's your moment of silence. Oh, say... Now, remember last week I said, or the last episode I said, two heads are greater than one, except for Mondays with Mazer. That's two. That's two people. That's two brains. Two human fully, well, I don't know about fully functioning, but functioning brains. That was two. Mondays with Mazer, Mazer and, and Zumok, two brains. We have three brains here, three human brains. And this is the best that they were able to think of and come up with. In, uh, you know, their pre-show meeting, they're like, hey, we're going to do this sick bit where we just play this loop sound for what seems to be about four fucking hours. It made me, like, when I was watching this live, I really wanted to slam my head through a fucking, I don't even know. I, I, I'd probably, in that moment, I would probably could cut my head off and it would be A-okay. As long as I would stop hearing this, whatever this was. So three adult brains think this is comedic gold here I know what comedy shows I won't be going to film and these guys can you see go fuck yourself Britain Cybernetic Huskies right hashtag who gives a fuck this is the best moment of science I've ever fucking heard. Cream. I know they're great right alright here you go you know what I mean, I know, you know, all jokes all jokes mm. aside all Start jokes aside item, shall we you know what? All jokes aside, let's let's give them let's give them a fucking moment of silence, shall we? Just kidding, bitches! <laughs> so that is the idea of a bit. They've gone uh, full America, fuck yeah! Very hack, very cringe. Again, uh, putting my audience to sleep here. Let's watch how they how they exit their show, and then we're gonna move on from Corey. And yeah, that's it. We did it. We did it, Tom. We got through. We got through that whole thing. Again, Tom's not listening. Doesn't how you feeling? Well, you feeling good? I'm feeling hungry and annoyed at the same time. Luke's face is still looking like it is. So, would it make you feel better if I just stopped the show? <clears throat> If I said yes, oh, kitty cat. If I said yes, I know you're going to keep it going. And if I say no. We got Luke here more interested in making cat faces. Oh, my God. Making cat faces. He's, I mean, this is how you know, you know, your podcast is done. When you have one of your second mics. I mean, th this needs, this needs to be framed. This picture right here needs to be framed. Amazing stuff, Luke. Amazing stuff.
This is why no, I get it now. This is why I'm Team Luke because he does things like this. Corey's trying to uh, land the plane, as they say, land the bird. And you got Luke over here doing uh, mimicking his cat. He mimics. He sees his cat, whatever his cat does. Like Mersh doesn't even mimic cats. And Mersh is a cat. Well, he's a cat guy. That's pretty gross. Oh my God! Um, so yeah, we have a mimicker here, Luke the Mimicker. Luke Mimicker. That's actually a pretty cool ass name. And Hangry Tom, every episode, Tom's always hungry. He never eats for whatever reason, but yet he's this fat, pretty remarkable. Let's see how they get out of it, though. See how they get the boys exit their show. Would it make you feel better if I just stopped the show? If I said yes. Oh, kitty cat. If I said yes, I know you're going to keep it going. And if I say no, you're going to still keep it going. So I'm going to say neutral. And that's how the show ends with a whimper, not a bang. In the great words of Gino Bisconte. Uh, so there you have it. The, the, the boys at K-Cuck are probably in the worst shape of their lives. Uh, I mean, really, I mean, it's like pulling teeth to get to the finish line there. And I wouldn't be surprised if that show wrapped up and closed up shop sooner rather than later. I mean, who's still watching this show? I mean, seriously, you could put it in the chat. We're not going to make fun of you. I promise. You have my word. We will not make fun of you if you're a K-Cuck stan. But I will think differently of you. Just just know that. Uh, I, I, and I want to do this last little steel toe clip. It's not long. And then I think we're getting out of here for the day. Thank you guys so much. You, you've been a pleasant audience. If you have any other questions... Reach out to me, winby2radio at gmail.com. You can email me uh, about AC. I'll happy. I'll be happy to answer any questions. Discord, join our Discord. Chris, if you want to drop that link one more time, I'd appreciate that. Um, join the Discord. I'll answer messages uh, there as well. Uh, Twitter uh, should be win by, John winby2radio, I think. What's my Twitter handle? Hold on. Let's figure this out before I give away false information here. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's just WB2 Radio, at WB2 Radio. Uh, reach out to me and, and if you want to find out more what happened in AC. If not, uh, if you just want to shoot the shit, then that will be good, too. Looks like we have Stevie Lou in route to Atlantic City here. Check this out. This is breaking. Stevie Lou, the tough guy. The tough man, Lou. It's like Stevie Lou, I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. you. You seem like, well, you seem pretty unhinged, but, you know, no one buys the tough guy act, Stevie. You know what I mean? No one buys the tough guy act. Like, stop with this, you know, you're going to beat everyone up bit. It's amazing. These comics, I mean, just get, I mean, they're so fucking fragile man jesus so this is stevie lou in a bird en route to atlantic city <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it i'm so happy i left and i went yesterday and left what i did because i mean imagine me hanging out with lou and and devito i'd probably want to jump off the the fucking 12th fucking story of the brigada their brigita Trying to see if anything else is popping up on Twitter. Just uh, we can update anyone. 
No, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know if, if there's anything going on today as far as shows. Uh, he owes me. Let's review the contractual agreement. Um. All right, yeah, so let me do this last steel tear thing, and then we're getting out of here for the day. Uh, yeah, he needed a, a, a minute timeout for being gross to me. Camp, who who got a timeout? Train. Skinny wristed, says Jeff. Kush King, Kush King is missing. Uh-oh. Kush King got a timeout. Raytard, the untrainable. We're all comics. I'm busy writing my dry bar as we speak. Fuck yeah. Congratulations, Raytard, the untrainable. You'll have a viral comedy special in no time. If Ray, if Ray fucking DeVito could do it, anybody could do it. I venture to guess everybody in this chat today could probably do a 20-minute dry bar. Not so special. Beloved Chatter in 2024 is the year we all claim to be comedians. Why not? I mean, really. You know? If Stevie could be a comedian, and, and, and that's what I said a couple weeks ago. If Ray calls himself a comedian and, and Stevie calls himself a comedian and certain, you know, like a lot of these guys call themselves comedians, then I guess I'm a comedian too. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. We're all comedians. You're a comedian and you're a comedian and you're a comedian. You know who's not a comedian though, even though he claims to be a comedian for, for 10 years? Tony motherfucking Mazur, not a comedian. I'm sorry. I mean, you couldn't convince me. You couldn't pay me enough for me to agree with you that Tony's a fucking comedian. Get out of here. Get out of town. Uh, Raytard the Untrainable, epic cringe, also illegal to possess in New Jersey. Kush King should be back by now. What happened to Kush, man? Fuck, dude. I'm sorry, Kush. I don't know what was going on there. Try Stevie Lou's dabs? No. Probably got fentanyl on it, Victoria. You want me to die? Beloved Chatter says, Ray, I'm okay. Uh, I read that. Jeff Clear says, Ray DeVito is also not a comedian. I mean, you're not wrong. All right, I just want to show you guys one thing on Steel Toe, and then we're, we're getting out of here. I spent too much time. I got to place my bets on today's big game here. I'm going Kansas City all the way. Kansas City to cover. I'm risking it all, risking it all. Kansas City to cover. I'm going to even throw you out a final score on today's game. It's going to be 33, Kansas City 33, San Francisco. What's the spread on this game? Does anyone know the spread? And settle down, Melton. I'm not talking about cream cheese or butter. I'm talking about a sports spread, something you would know nothing about. Imagine not watching, like, any sports. I can understand if you think some sports are gay. But I'm here, like, you know, I, I even hate this argument. Like, I know Jay in our chat, like, he's a big anti-sports guy. But if you, I mean, come on. You know, sports aren't that bad. You make it seem like we're watching ballerinas dance. It's like, you know, come on. What is the spread on tonight's game, though? Uh, Ski Mask is an unemployed comedian. Husey is uh, genetically atypical comedian. No, I mean, I, we'll get into Husey another day. I cannot stand that Husey, dude. I mean, talk about another fucking bore. So, I mean, the, the whole cast of Kaycock 
Boars, Mazer, Boar. Who else did I say? Earl Skakel is a boar. Pat Nat Hack Dixon, boar. Husey is, I think, the leader of the boars. Uh, Kay says, Jay ain't got no time for that ballerina shit. Yeah, Husey. Yeah, cover Husey. Oh, we're, we're, we'll get into Husey next. I wanted to do him on this episode, but it's just, I, I take too much time. I have to condense. I have to learn how to condense. 49's favored by two. Kudos to Win by Two Radio. Kudos to Win by Two Radio. Mazer is anti-comedy. Husey is the worst. Oh, no. Husey is by far one of the worst guys. Blade needs to come back to Brigada today. The Ray and Stevie Lou combo will be electric. I don't know, beloved Chad. What's the game plan? BC. I feel like I could call you BC. Can I call you BC? Are we on that level yet? But what's the, I mean, what's the, like, vibe today? What's the game plan today? Kiff Dunnage says, uh, Husey is a giant turd. I, I, I mean, I don't disagree. Husey is a Kumia simp and a Carl simp and a Levy simp, a Shuli Mark. The king of the dipshits, says Victoria. So 49ers are covered by two. So uh, if I was going off my final score, 33, 33-27 final. Kansas City, book it, take it to the bank. Kush King coming in for uh, 10 bucks. Man, money's just fake, man. I'm sorry, that's a, no, it is Kush King. Uh, for 10, says Bex Rocks. Did you not read like sit or did you not read like eight chats of me backing you up because Hawk was threatening you? So being a comedic genius, I use sarcasm. I said, can't wait for these leaked photos because it's ridiculous. Like you're saying, got you. So he's saying he was using sarcasm. Bex uh, Bex care to rebut here. Thank you for the ten dollar dono king. Reply to my Discord. All right, so you guys work that out on your spare time. Chiefs will win by thirteen. Well, all right, so you followed, did you, I guess, Texas Steph, you know about this whole 13 spectacle that's happening. Everything is related to the number 13 on tonight's Super Bowl. I don't think the Chiefs will, I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they will. Who am I to, I mean, maybe, what would be a good score? To win by 13, 35. No, well, it couldn't be that. 35-22. But it's so hard to score 20 fucking two points. Uh, Kush King also for two says, now I need to take back my best mods comment. I mean, see what you did, Bex? Quick on the ban, the ban ban. I get it, though. Figure it out, though. Work it out on Discord, please. It's not the uh, timer, please. Thank you, Kush. Thank you, Bex. Thank you, mods. Thank you, everyone. Haha, true. Gino made us do like four shots, Granny. That's another thing. Yeah, Gino was buying me. Chad and Beloved Chad are all doing shots as Gino's up on stage. What was Beloved Chad? You remember what Gino was rambling about, right? On his uh, show, his comedy show. Talking. What was he talking about? Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert. 
Like, what was, do you, do you have a memorable joke from Gino? Or did it kind of just feel like it was, everything was blurring together? Now, maybe I was fucked up, but it felt like everything was kind of just the same thing, you know? Talking about fags a lot. He was pointing at people in the crowd, calling this one dude, I think it was Carl's brother, calling him a fag. Like a fagot. Fagoot. A fanook. Ray Tart says, uh, when foreigners when foreigners want to participate in the Dabbleverse, it's always it always makes me wonder why, like uh drunk on cringe, did he already get ran out of the German podcast communities? Well, that's a good point. Like why come here? You know, uh, Germany, you mean to tell me Germany doesn't have any, their own version of the Dabbleverse? You know what I mean? Like, uh, Modest Mouse, isn't he German? Like, why don't you cover him? Uh, fucking done, says Kush King. Put me back in timeout. Sketchy hack. Holy shit, Kush King's fucking snapping you right You fucking now. hack! No, it wasn't. It was one minute. Deal. Jesus. Okay, so we have, uh... I don't know, man. Thank you, Victoria says. Good job, Blake. Kush King said, you said. All right, so obviously I miss Drunk on Cringe, says Victoria. I mean, I miss him too. I miss him too. Gone too soon. Uh, oh, and I do remember first time. You t- All right, guys, so let's let's figure this out because we, I mean, we're about to be done the show. Hit Kush, reach out to Bex on Discord and figure this out. John, don't worry, bro. We'll explain it all. All right, thank you. Explain it to me later. I got to get done this show. Beloved Chatter one more time says, we're all sheep. He has the real info. Anti-vaccine, anti-gay, anti-black, anti-mainstream, everything. But not funny. That's one key point to take away. He's anti-everything. Super black-pilled. But he's not fucking funny. All right. I I just want to show this little steel toe clip, and then we're getting out of here. Uh, Kush, Bex, please get this uh, situated and sorted out. Uh, I hate to see you guys uh, get mixed, to get your wires crossed over uh, something stupid. Um, but if it's warranted, then beat the shit out of one another. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to see it. Um, all right, so let's get into... I just want to show... Where's this clip at? A Royal Cancer? Which one was it? Let me clear my... thing. Okay, it was this one. So this was Steel Toe from 2524, which I believe was Tuesday. And I just want to show how Aaron uses this fucking overtime to grift, right? We all know the overtime segment by now. I'm not going to bore you guys to death. But essentially, if you don't know, if you're an audio listener or you're just watching me for the first time, Aaron does this thing at the end. If you hit the goal of $330 on his show, he'll do an extra 30 minutes. And those 30 minutes, it could be anything. Typically, it's bullshit. Typically, it's just him going off about what Kevin Brennan said. Or what Mersh said, or what you know, it, it's stupid. So you're paying for stupidity, more stupidity. You know what I mean? It's like save your fucking money um, and, and invest into a show that's going to at least attempt to put on a show and, and give back to the audience, you know, um, however which way that looks. But Steel Toe, he used, he, I mean, he, he it's insane the, what he did the other day. So he's approaching his overtime. He's uh, a decent amount away from the goal. I believe he was like 95 away from the goal. Says LOL. Uh, remember 156. So yeah, he's he was 90 away. Time and skip your caribou tomorrow. He was 90 away from the goal. 
And with about four minutes left, he realizes, like, hey, uh, we might not hit this thing. Now he's going to play it off and be like, hey, you guys are giving me a break, right? If you don't hit the goal, I get to sign off an extra uh, half hour early. No sweat off my fucking back. Uh, and he's going to play it up. So, I mean, it's really like he's doing this. Um, it's like a psychology-based thing where he'll, he'll say one thing but try to bait you into doing it. So it's like, oh, I don't want the money, all that. You don't need to donate. I don't even care about doing a show. But in reality, it makes his dumb fucking smooth brain chatters want to donate even more. For some odd reason, too. It's very strange. But he's going to promise, if you guys hit this goal, I will do something. And then he goes back on that deal. Let's watch. Is her scientific assumptions with, my mama says. <laughs> I really hate you. It's, it's all for fun, everybody. It's all for fun. I feel properly uh, chastised. 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 It's the worst. Uh, Generation Z whines that they need therapy from the stress of filing their taxes. That's you have TurboTax. Well, that's the new thing from Gen turbo Z. They say tax. it's too stressful to file your taxes and they need therapy. TurboTax. You got TurboTax. You guys got TurboTax. Um, I got to refresh. Give me a second. Maybe. The, okay. That replaces. Does he not have a transcript? I guess he doesn't have a transcript. Fuck. All right, we're going to just fast forward a little bit. Man, that's like your superior, like, give you that attention. So April, I don't. April. About what? <laughs> Helgi says you're both <laughs> under arrest. I need to claim you one more time. That's too bad. All right, guys, we got Sorry. three minutes left in out. tonight's show, and we are 90 bucks away from tonight's goal. We will add another 30 minutes on the clock. If we knock out that 90, if not, we will walk away tonight happy, doing a fun two-hour show for you. We'll get the fuck out of Isn't Dodge. It fun? Three minutes to go. Isn't uh, this fun? Streamlabs, PayPal, and Venmo. MSO says win, win, win. That's right. If we don't hit the goal, MSO gets himself a win. And nice. we have to uh, we have to eat that loss. And we have to listen to MSO brag about it. We have to eat it like Greek yogurt. Like Greek cum yogurt. Exactly. Drunk so, yogurt. if you're on Rumble or YouTube and you want to drop a Rumble rant or a super chat, go ahead. If you want to click that uh, Venmo or PayPal link and you want to jump in there and throw in I some money, what he says. I don't uh, have this go ahead. Out. April or uh, Helgi says, April, go grab Aaron another beer. I might not need one. I've got uh, two and a half minutes here. I think it's coming up, oh. though. And I might not have to start another story. I might get to move these stories to uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, all kinds of stuff. My overtime, my Kevin Brennan, uh, Brock Lee thing, I might get to save for tomorrow. No. Lots Come of on. stuff. You guys. See, Aaron, Aaron's obsessed with the Dabbleverse. He's been covering the Dabbleverse uh, for so long. Or Well, recently, he's been covering it a lot more than normal. He claims he's far, uh, he's leagues above the Dabbleverse. All this is fucking stupid to him. But there he is every show for his paid segment, for his paid time that you guys pay into he's going to be covering kevin brennan and brock lee a super chatter which is insane again a my lost interest clip by the way lino says come on what's 90 between friends well i always say if you guys get right, nice well, i don't want to watch him beg right? the chat was very funny about my sexual harassment at work from my i just want to show you this fall one on death thing has... do i get punished for my i mean i'm not complaining i'll take more punishment i'm a... come on we'll find it 
fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> he used up. a spatula. Hey. I was literally in kitchens like this. A fucking spatula. Hey. I literally. Jeez. Oh. Late 50s. Late 50s. All right, guys, 90 bucks away. We got one minute left. Let's see if we can do this. Streamlabs, PayPal, and Venmo. Otherwise, we are getting ready to get out of here. Let's see if we're coming up 90 short and throwing MSO a victory or if we're coming out of here with a win and we're adding 30 minutes on the clock and doing more show for you Listen, tonight. Right here. Uh, there are all the links in I the think. chat. Streamlabs, Please. PayPal, Venmo, etc. Uh, Super Chats count, of course, as well. Rumble Rants count. 30 seconds to go or MSO is getting a win. Uh, skills. So, again, their, their show comes to a screeching halt at the end here. I mean, they've done two hours. And now it's just the last. Uh, this is one thing I've always said about these guys is like the last ten minutes of their show becomes this, and imagine paying for this. And now April's got her knee up on the fucking chair here. You know, we watch Aaron's knee go up on his chair. So now she's mirroring Aaron. Very strange look. It's like you know, do you, do you need money for new jeans, April? Come on, these holy jeans. They have to go, man. They have to go. Carmite says Aaron knows an awful lot about rap. Here we go. This At least is it. that's what he says, it. but it's probably cap. Yeah, I'll freestyle tonight, too. That's a one-time offer, the freestyle thing. You're going to freestyle if, if we hit the goal. If we knock out the goal tonight, I will. I think uh, you should then. 20 seconds to go. If we hit the goal, and I'll play this back. If we hit the goal, I will freestyle rap. Like 8 Mile, Eminem, B-Rabbit. I'll get up. I'll freestyle. I'll sing a few words to Papa Doc. And uh, do a little freestyle rap for you guys. If you hit the goal, if you guys are nice and generous, I will 90 bucks. That's all it's going to take. And you will get me rapping. Listen to this again and watch him go back on that promise. So it's like now you have to refund, right? You have to issue out a refund, no? Cap. Yeah, I'll freestyle tonight, too. That's freestyle. a one-time offer, the freestyle, freestyle thing. You're going to freestyle if, if we hit the goal. If we knock out the goal tonight, I will. I think uh, you should then. 20 seconds to go. Let's uh, count up this 20 seconds. All right, so we have to fast forward. Uh, well, they, they do hit the goal. 90 comes in, uh, and they get two dona off-screen donations, by the way. Again, they still are doing this off-screen bullshit. Like they're saying, oh, 40 came in from uh, B702. And another 50 came in from uh, Harry Grundlesnatch. Thank you, guys. We're doing overtime. So can you show us the receipts, please? Uh, so we fast forward to like the two-hour, I believe, like 26-minute mark. Now, mind you, there's been no freestyle rap up to this point. And you just heard him say, guys, 90 bucks needs to come in. And we'll do, uh, you know, I'll do a freestyle for you guys, right? That's uh, my way of, you know, uh, doing some sort of entertainment for this $90 cash. I'll be a dancing monkey. And uh, so we get to the point, we get to the time where it's like, dude, there's like fucking three minutes left in your show. Are you going to freestyle? People are asking questions in the chat. Like, where's this big freestyle? To which, uh, watch this sick fucking twisted bullshit Aaron tries to pull here. I got to remember exactly where it's. I think it's 227, actually. Yeah, right here. Kevin, uh, Kevin is, uh, I guess, settling his problems that he has. I just with uh, Brock Lee. I mean, no, literally, no disrespect to Kevin because I do believe he has quite a show that a yeah. lot of people watch. But I don't know how people watch that. It literally puts me to sleep here. That's that's funny. I, you know, the same could be said about you. 
I mean, have some uh, self-awareness. Jesus Christ. It's like these people think that everything they do is just so goddamn good. It's, you know, at least Kevin is able to be a beloved chatter. I mean, it's a great word of the day. It's simple, too. Funny. At least Kevin has that ability. You guys do not have a funny bone in your body. Him talk about somebody who, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter in your life. My lost interest says, I love watching April watch these clips. Oh, She's saying what we are all it's, thinking. It's so exhausting. I literally, like, my eyes are, like, having problems staying, like, open. Oh, by the way, uh, my lost interest also reporting Kevin Brennan has him blocked. <laughs> I don't doubt it. He's blocked my lost interest. Does he know that it's the internet and that doesn't really make a difference? Oh, man. Jeez. Well, She's either so way, just fun. <laughs> Just fun. a good goddamn. This has been a very I fun just, show. Very fun show. Very fun week. How long can you live like that? Well, you know what's nice? Kevin's gonna find out for us, and he'll be the canary in the coal mine. At least Kevin commits to the bit. You know what I mean? At least he went to go confront Bob Levy to his face. I, I mean, I do. I that, some respect. I do have to issue out some respect there. Stuttering John as well. So I mean, I, I saw Melton posted a poll on Twitter said who was the biggest loser from this week. And I'd probably say it'd have to be uh, one Patrick Melton. I'm a fucking dork nerd. And the reason why I'm saying that is because Stuttering John handled his business, went up to Melton and confronted him. Don't talk about my kids, he says. You want to see me outside, he says. So he stood up to the behemoth, the woolly mammoth. And I tip my cap to Stuttering John. Kevin Brennan went, took a beeline right to Bob Levy. Now, if this is all a work, then none of this matters anyway. But if it's not, Brandon walks up right to Bob Levy and says, Bob, you, you got something to say to me? So, Brennan, I tip my cat to Brennan. Uh, and Chad, I mean, albeit not the greatest of show, I mean, we ranked it a four and a half out of an 8.7. An 8.7. Chad at least performed uh, comedy and gave the audience and, and the 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 fans something back it wasn't just hey come meet me at uh you know Brigada bar b and uh you know we'll just mingle a little bit and you know reminisce about a cool episode we saw of mlc two weeks ago so at least chad gave us something what did really melton do what did melton really honestly do he sat up in his room with b dabbler god lord knows doing who knows what with that sock puppet doing podcasts Time after time and time and time. It's like, you know, so what did Melton really do? He could have podcasted from his house. Back to Steel Toe. Watch them weasel their way out of this fucking freestyle. It, this is, this should, he should be honestly fucking arrested for this. Let's watch. He will be the, what is it, in a hurricane? A two, he'll be the two sparrows in a hurricane. All right, we have three minutes left and I promise to freestyle. I promise yeah. to freestyle, he says. It's going to get clipped. I'm actually kind of nervous. <laughs> I don't want to be in this clip. It's going to get clipped. I don't want to sit here. I don't even know what I'm supposed to freestyle about. Somebody quick, pick a Wait, pick is a that guy here? Maybe I don't have to hold up my end of the bargain. Who was it? I don't know. I, if I see I his name, I'll remember that. who it was. Uh, it was uh, Skills Carmite. Oh. If Skills Carmite is gone, I don't have to freestyle. He comments next. If Skills Come Carmite... On, skills. If skills is gone, I'm home free. No, I, no, it's not. Skills, it doesn't matter. Skills could go back and watch this later. <clears throat> Your promise was if you hit this 90 bucks, you would freestyle 
And now you, you found this weird little fucking loophole uh, to get out of it because you don't want to look fucking dumb because you're not, I mean, talented enough to, to actually freestyle off the dome piece. So now you're, you're coming up with this. But you promised the audience you would freestyle, and here you are uh, robbing your audience once again. I don't have to do... Uh... I don't have to freestyle. I mean, all. this is probably good for me too. I don't want to be in. Oh, that it's not going to be a free three-minute freestyle, Paul Arnelson. It's going to be thirty seconds, if that. It's going to be very short. <laughs> rap about complex, complex carbohydrates. <laughs> I might do that. I might rap about bread. Oh, that's funny. In the amount of time you're, you're discussing what you can rap about, you could have just been freezing. It could have been over by now. Uh, Ariel, do you want about queso? Queso and complex carbs. Why would Aaron do a freestyle rap about queso, April? I mean, do you, do you, seriously, and this is a serious question. I don't want to be rude or untoward, as Keanu would say. But do you think before you speak, do you, like, see the words before you say them and then say them? Or do you just kind of just open your fucking hole and whatever comes out, comes out? Let's rap about queso. I mean, let's not rap about queso. How's that sound? Who wants a rap about cheese? Who wants to listen to a rap about cheese? Hot, gooey cheese. Skills Carmite is gone. I'm only freestyling for Skills Carmite. I will freestyle. I owe it, but it has to be at Skills Carmite's request. Wow. That's so the rule. Now there's stipulations. Before it was just pay us the 90 and we'll get a free, you'll get a freestyle, 100%. Go back and watch the clip. Now it's there's all these uh, fucking hula hoops you have to jump through to, to get this man to freestyle. And when he does, it's going to be about fucking cheese. Queso. Cool, man. Can I pay more? Where do I sign up and, and donate another 90? How do I get more of this? Skills Carmite gets his freestyle whenever he cashes in. He has like a Skills money in the Carm bank briefcase. That's crazy, now. dude. With, uh, with freestyles. He's not popping up in the chat, huh? All right. I'm not doing my freestyle unless Skills is here. Okay, then as punishment, please read Mel Gibson after 12 beers comment. Hunchback Aaron equals queso moto. <laughs> Jesus. So okay, show. that's officially the best KB comment. KB kind of did bish move, in my opinion, but a corn dog it made for flow. a great clip. <laughs> All right. Uh, Just how about fast food in general? All right, Skills right. Carmite, this will be the beat I'm going to do it to uh, whenever I see Skills Carmite in here again asking for his freestyle. He gets to, when, and by the way, whenever he comes in the chat and tells, uh, tells me to do it, I have to stop everything and do it. And it will be about complex carbohydrates, and it'll be this. All right, so by the way, that is that was on Tuesday. He is still yet to freestyle. So there you have it. Aaron M. Holt uh, scamming the audience once more. <laughs> Keep an eye on it. Let's cash in it because I would love this. I would love to cover a clip of him freestyling. That would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's amazing, guys. So there you have it. Uh, that's the fucking yeah, pretty much. Yep. Like this. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Today it has been fun. Again, hit us up Gmail, Twitter, or Discord. Uh, and I hopefully Kush King and Bex gets this little scrum that's going on sorted out. Let's give one more thanks to uh, everyone who contributed on today's show. Uh, let's see here. We got on today's show. Thank you, Peter Sky Parker, Jeff Closer, Pulper, Pulper, Muted Growl, Jeff, Chris Mack, Chris Mack, Snookerman, Kush King, Pulper 80, Kush King. 
Kush King decline host, Kush King, Kush King. Thank you so much, Kush King, and to everyone else who uh, supported on today's show. It's the contributions of you guys which allow us to do bigger and better things, and that's what we're building for, a bigger and better future. And thank you just for everyone who, who stopped by and hang out, hung out today um, as I regained my thoughts and everything else about this Atlantic City trip. Um, apparently, Stevie Lou and uh, what's-his-face, Ray are back at the Brigada. I don't know. I, I can't see myself going back up there. I mean, I really can't. Maybe I take a drive later tonight, but it's like I, I already walked out ahead. You know, if Bluff Chatter, I don't know if you're still here, but I already walked out ahead. I won money last night. Um, I got to see a fight. I didn't get kicked out, so I walked out ahead. So for me to go back, I would definitely have to gamble more. It's Sunday. The, the machine's aren't hitting on a Sunday. I could probably guarantee you that. And I'm probably going to wind up throwing everything that I made yesterday away. Why would I do that? I want to go up ahead. I don't want to take from the casinos. I don't want to give them. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, just go to the casino and don't gamble. It's I can't do that. You know, it's like going into uh, a pharmacy and not taking any drugs. Or smoking weed and or being around people who smoke weed and going to a dispensary and not buying any weed. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I don't know. Um, we might, we might not. I don't know. Uh, like I said, Chiefs today, I'm calling it. Bet them now. Chiefs 33, San Fran 27 or 29. I don't know. 27, I think. We'll see if this number 13 thing plays out. I think we're going to be back here on Wednesday. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, Chris, Beck, Steven, uh, B. Smiley, Wide At, Yuchi, everyone else who contributed or just was here today chilling. Uh, the nerve of this pitch, says Yuchi. Join the Discord. Join Spurktopia. Join it all. Go back uh, and watch uh, the entire episode. This was fun. Obviously a fun show. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. And uh, like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday unless anything breaks tonight. And I decide to put on my spy glasses and head up and, and go film these motherfuckers. Pro tip, stay ahead, Blade. Thank you. Thank you, Taxes. Thank you, Jeff. Chow is king, says Jay. Uh, you know who else is king, Jay? Motherfucking Tom Chilstrom. <laughs> No, hey everybody! Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, pretty solid effort all around. I would say uh, mostly from Corey and I. Uh, Luke had some good points, but uh, all in all, a good show. Thanks for everybody for being here. Let's uh, let's call it a night. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, this has been great. This has been a pleasure. Who knows? We I, I might feel spontaneous later on, depending on how bad this game is, and take a ride back up. Uh, so I'll let you know. I'll let someone know. I'll let someone know. But if Bluff Chatter, if you're here, let me know what's going on. I don't want to just show up and it's like fucking just dead like it was last night. Uh, thank you so much. I think we're going to be doing, yeah, I'll be back here on Wednesday. And I think I might be doing a show this week. I'll let everyone know in the Discord. Join the Discord and we'll let you know there. Uh, this has been great though. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I do appreciate all your time and uh, everyone else, all your comments and everything like that. It's been great. Uh, I've been your host. John Blade Frank. What's my other name? Doesn't matter. Uh, it's been great. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you all next time. It's been a blast. Mm -hmm.